What's up, guys? Brand new podcast, and it's another great one. We're following the format it seems that you guys love. These Monday night 8.30 podcasts with two comics who seem to know each other, or one comic who doesn't mind staying here for two hours plus, three hours. I think this hour's, this podcast is three and a half hours. Um, last week was four. But you guys seem to be loving them, so I'll just keep doing them this way. You know, it's like uh, it's like sex with your wife, which was promised me today, but then got reneged I because beg your pardon. it got taken back because we're going to get a pool instead. <laughs> That's not true. I came in here after that, and you were on the treadmill. Oh, someone's worked out. I did an interview with Runner's World today. Run, Don't blame World. that on me. Um, uh, but yeah, so that's it. Uh, tour dates to promote Singapore. If you're in Singapore, please get 20 friends to come to my show. 20 friends. Tell everyone. Share my machine story. Someone subtitle it in Mandarin for me so I can get more people at my Singapore show. We're for Singapore, we're light at. <laughs> September 9th, I'm in Singapore. Uh, if you're getting this, then right now, I think at this exact moment, I am in, um, I'm on stage in Denver. And I'm hanging out with Stanhope tomorrow and, uh, and maybe staying for Stanhope's show. I'm not sure. It depends. The girls are having a rough time. But uh, yeah, I'm going to be in Denver right now. So look for me in Denver at the airport. Singapore, September 9th. Um, Perth, September 11th. Sydney, September 13th. Melbourne, Melbourne, September 14th. Brisbane, September 18th. Uh, Brisbane and Perth are close to sold out. There are still tickets left in Sydney and Melbourne. So uh, once again, Australia, I know you guys listen down there. So just spread the word. Just uh, tell you, send your friends the machine story. Post it at work. Um, get it from my YouTube page. And just be like, this guy's coming to town. We should go see him. And then we'll all go party after the shows. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to measure myself so that I can really go hard down in, in Sydney and Melbourne and Brisbane and Perth. I've got a buddy coming into Sydney. So it's going to be, wait, is he coming to Sydney or Melbourne? Oh, he's coming in Sydney, but he's coming in. Okay, okay. I don't All right. know. He's coming in hot. Uh, DC Improv, we've added a late show Thursday on the 28th, but all the other shows are sold out. Um, I it, I don't know if it's on sale yet. I think it's on sale. It should be on sale right now, but we have added uh, Austin, Texas, the 12th, 13th, and 14th of October. Chicago Improv, 19, 20, 21. Impractical Jokers Cruise sold out, suckers. That's going to be great. I'm trying to get Ari to sing the Blues Brothers with me on stage. And he's like, I can't sing. I was like, Elwood didn't sing, dickhead. He's like, oh, who says I'm Elwood? And I'm like, you can't sing. Oh, fuck. Uh, Irvine Improv, the 9th, 10th, and 11th of November. Tampa Improv, the 16th, 17th, and 18th of November. Thanksgiving, Calusa Casino on the 1st of December. Spokane Comedy Club. By the way, a lot of dates going to be added into this December because we're getting ready for the special. I say we collectively. I say when you say it's by yourself, you get depressed. Today's podcast is brought to you by Easily Hands Down, one of my favorite sponsors ever, Blue Apron. We did a read last week, and Isla walked in and goes, are you guys talking about Blue Apron? We talk about Blue Apron so much. They are the number one home delivery fresh ingredient and recipe delivery system service in the country their mission is to make incredible home cooked meals accessible for everyone and that they do we eat at least two blue aprons a week Uh, yes and uh on weeks like this where i'm only home for a couple days those are my meals the chicken we had last night was fucking phenomenal it was good it was like pan seared chicken did it have skin on it no did you bread it uh no no sort of it had flour on one side only 
but I just like laid it in the flour, but only on one side. I don't know why that oh, made it so good. So it was good. really moist, right? It was really moist. It had blistered cherry tomatoes. They've established partnerships with other over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranches across the United States. As a result, the seafood is sourced sustainably under the Standard Acts, developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Biowatch. All, all they're telling you is that all the shit's fresh. You're not getting a bunch of pumped up hormones. The beef, chicken, and pork come from responsibly raised farm animals, and the produce is sourced from farms that practice regenerative farming. The truth is, they say this, and I believe this, a family that eats together and cooks together stays together. They show stronger bonds, and it's cheap. It's under $10 per person for a delicious meal. And look, you go to these high-end grocery stores, you're going to be paying through the fucking nose. These are the featured meals coming up. Ready for this? Summer vegetable and egg paninis mm. with calabrian chili mayonnaise and caprese salad. Wow, that sounds good. That sounds good. Soy glazed pork with rice cakes and bok choy and marinated green beans. Skillet vegetable chili. This is going to be fucking ridiculous. Skillet vegetable Shh. chili. Did your mouth just Let water? Let me start it over. Skillet vegetable chili with cornmeal and cheddar drop biscuits. Ooh la la. Garlic butter shrimp and corn with green bean salad and roasted purple tomatoes. These, my kids are going to lose their shit over these. Oh, these are going to be, oh, well, these, I'll get these, I'll get these, uh, I'll get these before I go to Singapore, I guess. Yeah. Okay, good. Like I said, it's affordable. The variety is, is wide. You get new recipes each week and, uh, and you can tell them what you like and what you don't like and they're flexible. It's super easy. No meal co- takes over 40 minutes, and it's guaranteed fresh. We've kept ours in the fridge for like a week and eaten them a week and a half late, and they're still fresh. Blue Apron knows you're busy, so now they're offering 30-minute meals. What the fuck? Nice. Blue Apron knows you're busy, so now they're offering 30-minute meals. These meals are made with the same flavors and farm-fresh ingredients you know and love and are ready in 30 minutes or less. Well, I like those. Mm-hmm. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash birdcast. That's right. Let me say that again so that you understand what you're getting. Check out this week's menu, the one I just read to you, and get your first three meals for free with free shipping. Why aren't you doing this? Just I don't know. do it. Because you're crazy. Go to blueapron.com slash birdcast. That's blueapron.com slash birdcast. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Um, I do love Blue Apron. I love all my sponsors. And I and I enjoy that you guys, I'm happy that you guys enjoy these reads. Um, that that this moment where we connect and talk. Uh, um, you mean with me? With my wife and you guys. You No, no, no. You mean with me. Listen, if you see me in Australia, just be like, be like, Bert, I want to take you out, have a beer or whatever, but just check in with me. Just be like, you're okay, right? <laughs> I'm really nervous because I, I, when I go travel abroad, I'm normally with big groups of people, and I get out, I get, I get in my way. I just, I party hard, and when I do it by myself, I get nervous because I'm all by myself. Do you party hardy? I party hardy. Mm-hmm. That's what I told Ralph Sampson. That's in the news special. Fuck that bitch. This is Philly. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Are you, we build we break ground on the pool on the fifteenth. No, I think it's actually before that. Oh, what he have, was saying was we're gonna like, have a pool. I right, can't fucking wait. Right after Labor Day, he wants to start the week after Labor Day, which oh. which means I gotta deconstruct and reconstruct a chicken coop like next week. Nice. So I'm gonna see if I can get my daddy to come out here next week. But. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm excited about this new hour I'm working out on. Uh, I'm working on 
Um, so if you see it on the road, you know, I trust you guys. But if there's something that you're like, hey, Bert, someone else is doing that or so, like anything like that or it's kind of like someone else's, you can always tell me. Please tell me. I'd rather you tell me than not tell me because I don't watch everyone's hours. Like I had a bit about uh, – uh, I had some bit and someone's like, oh, this guy's got one similar to it. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. You have no idea how much I appreciate that. You guys, this is a community. I love these – I love podcasts. I love doing these podcasts. And I love hanging out with you guys after shows and meeting you guys at shows. Um, I love hearing what podcast you guys are listening to, and I and I've got a bunch of flights coming up. So I've also put up that uh, video for the green screen challenge for Australia. So if anyone's got any editing skills, please feel free to fucking make it as funny and as inappropriate and as horrible and as whatever you want. It's you guys. It's your creativity. I'm putting up green screens with me doing a read, so you can add things to it and change it. But uh, if not, I'll see you guys in Australia, and I'll see you on the road. Let's start the podcast, shall we? I had this guy on the podcast a few weeks ago, and he really changed the way I looked at the podcast because um, – and I've said this to him. I'll say this in a matter of minutes, and I said this to someone else. We, we've we known each other for a, a, a while, and, uh, and I was afraid that um, in my old podcasting paradigm where I'd do them at 1030 in the morning and I'd hold a in-depth Barbara Walters interview like – a hack Mark Marin and a not smart enough Joe Rogan, I would, by the way, that's not a slight on either of them. I'm saying that that's how I behaved. Um, and I, and, and some, sometimes they'd be good, you know, with like someone like Bobby Kelly, who I knew for a long time. And sometimes I just was not great at them. And then, and then we changed them. And I did this one with this guy, John Reap, and we drank and we got fucking hammered and we just meandered. And you guys really, I saw the numbers and they spiked and they spiked. There was really genuine listeners going to it. And I was like, wow. And so then I ne- did the next one. I didn't think I did it with Danish and O'Neill. Then I did it with Ari and uh, – or I did it with Joey Diaz. Then Ari and, and uh, Big J and Tony. And the, and the numbers kept growing and growing and growing. And then I did one with Eddie Ift, another one of my close friends. But if once again, if I had just done them in the afternoon as opposed to us getting here, getting late and getting hammered, I, I feel like it, the numbers – you guys would have been like, oh, Bert, come on, man. You got to, you know, fucking get loose, man. I'm, I want to I want to live vicarious through this podcast. So I did drink one of the numbers spiked. And I was like, you know, I got to pay him credit. And so I hit him up. I was like, hey, man, anytime you ever want to come back on the podcast, it's an open door policy. And he was like, you know, I'm actually starting a new podcast with Sarah Tiana, who I think is great. Um, and he was like, we'd love to come on and promote it. And I was like, dude, whenever. And he's like, well, how when, how soon can you do? I said, I was like, tomorrow. So him and Sarah came over and uh, and we did a podcast and we did the same business paradigm as before. Come in, relaxed. If you don't want to drink, fine. If you want to smoke, fine. Joey Diaz didn't drink at all. He just smoked weed. But I go, if you, but let's hang. Let's let's let it be the night. Let's know we're not going anywhere. We're not in a rush to go anywhere. So let's let the conversation meander and talk shit and and. I go, the, our, the fans that listen to this are cool. They're not going to fucking gossip. And so that's what we did. And it's a great fucking podcast. I was going to release it last week, but Brad was heading to Guam, and I wanted to help him with ticket sales. And we had so much fun singing that goddamn Guam song that I was like, I'll release Brad and Adam right away, and I'll push Sarah and John to this week. And so so that is where we are. If you don't know who Sarah Tiana is, Sarah Tiana 
is one of the one of the like legit OGs in roast battle. She is a hilarious comic, and she's really pretty. She's very pretty. She's got a southern accent. She's from Alabama. Um, we talk about this in the podcast, so I'll reference it now. When we did the end of the world podcast, me, uh, Stanhope, Rogan, and Burr were on stage, and Sarah was on stage with us. And Sarah and Burr got into an argument, and she talks about it. And I remember telling her that night. Who the fuck fights with Bill Burr? That's all he does for a living is concoct arguments and then whittle his way out of them so that they're hilarious. And she was like, that's what I do too. Fuck it. And she is a great comic. She is – and she's a huge baseball fan, huge sports fan. She's like a she's like a, a guy's girl. Is she married? Uh, date, dating a guy. Awesome. Um, he works for uh, the – not the Paul Reiser show. Anyway – He's in the biz. He's in the biz, but he's in the sports side of the ah. biz. But she's cool as shit. So we had a bunch of Tito's and sodas, and we just gossiped for 30 minutes, for three hours and 30 minutes, and I know you're going to love it. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, this week's Burkcast, John Reap and Sarah Tiana. This is Burkcast. I'm going to start recording now. Talk in your mic. I'm going to try something. Microphone I, check. This is John Reap. I think if I lower our levels just a titch, uh-huh. then when I run it through Levelator, I won't get background noise. Oh, well, you got a fan going over there, huh? Oh, I should drop that down. Good call, John. Aha! I've been in this business a while. <laughs> Good for Hold you. Hold for airplane. That's Jeez. how big his man cave is. There's airplanes in here. There he is. And <laughs> Saul's. I put it on 76, which is probably comfortable. That's fine. It's not a cold night. All right. I'm the talking. John I'm, talk. Talk, John. John talk. This is John talk. Let's hear. Let's, let's hear. We're, we're, wait. Hold on one second, John. Let me try it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Microphone check, John Rape, one, two, three. I got you too low. I'm going to go... F- I had stew on a fucking five last night. He, he came out really good. I'm doing that for all of us. Fuck it. Maybe that's Sarah, what it is. Uh, this is Sarah, that's Tiana, talking. Talk again? Talking into the mic. Yeah, that's good. John Mike. talking yours? John Rape talking into the mic again. <laughs> <laughs> I like being a rapper. I'm putting everything, everyone on five, and that's what we'll leave it at. All right. Boom. Um, okay. Um, what were we talking about? We're, we're going to get these drinks going. Oh, yeah. Cocktails. That's how we start this off. What are you, yeah. what are you drinking? Well, I got an energy beverage because I want to oh, have some energy. Smart, smart, I need that. smart. Because there was, a, cause there was you, a moment. I don't know if you listened to our podcast, but I think three and a half hours in, we're, big we're time. not certain John was awake or asleep. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, after four hours of uh, killing the fifth of Tito's, dude, that, that you happen. were. You, I told you this, and everyone listening knows they listen to your podcast. You changed my podcast. I don't. You changed this. He changed the setup of my podcast. Hold on, I gotta record on this. <laughs> Have we recorded it? Oh, this is for the. This is for the YouTube. Now, here, here's something else I didn't know. I didn't know you were doing this last time. Oh, you didn't know you were me on video? <laughs> no. Oh, I know. And I've not watched it yet because I don't like this angle. And I, there's a picture of me doing like this. My guts oh, are sticking God. out. I'm like, I, Can I tell I you I this. saw that picture? And I'm, I'm like, like, I hate the way I look no, at that's it. That's what I love. I love when you don't realize you're uh, – that's the thing. I wish I could do this with lav mics so that you could – that you didn't have to hold a mic. But right. with comics, we're so comfortable holding yeah. a mic that it's not – it's not invasive, but when you have non-comics, sometimes they there you can tell. Yeah, like they is... they move the mic away from their mouth and they start going like this. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Now, you're comfortable. I understand you're comfortable, but you need to talk right into it, motherfucker. Um, right. But yeah, you changed the game on my podcast because now I'm like now I look at it and I go, 
Um, a little bit of booze. Night. I don't want someone who's got uh, like a schedule conflict where they're like, yeah. I've got, I can be there for 45 minutes, but I got to hop out. And you're like, mm-hmm. no. Then you're not invested in the podcast. <laughs> Dude, I've, I've going to pull an all-nighter. Now, have, you, have your podcasts always kind of been that long? No. No. No, but because of you. I've now st- I got I mean I was with Jamie Kennedy for three and a half hours yeah. and I think he thought he was going to be here for an hour right <laughs> and but but I don't know I call it the John Reap effect oh wow oh it's, it's I I'm got an effect you, man I, I was because well everybody um that, thank you that's amazing I had no I have no like, idea how it happened well let me turn that off oh jeez okay put him on put your cooler to let know we're recording him there you go. John Heffern, before you start talking, I want you to know you're sitting here with Bert Kreischer and Sarah Tiana and me, and we're doing a podcast right now. I literally, am I on the podcast? Yeah, I got the speak. I got the speakerphone right to the microphone. That has to go through my agent. <laughs> I don't know who you just think I'm somewhat feature act. That uh, you just like I'm on a podcast all of a sudden. <laughs> Where are you at? Uh, I'm in Atlanta. Oh, tell us. Yeah, where's he at? Tell, the punchline. Tell Jimmy Bindle I said, hey. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, I've been getting a lot of advice on Twitter on how I can be better at comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've gotten a couple negative things, but you know, for the most part, it was positive. I, I did not like my set, but um, but let me call you back. All right. Bye, John. Bye, John. I just hung up. Wait, you're, he's talking about the uh, we Brad did, Paisley? Yeah, we did uh, Sarah, me, Sarah, John Heffern, Brad Paisley, Mike Winfield, and Nate Bergazzi. All did a Netflix special with Brad. And, uh, called, called Brad Comedy Paisley's Rodeo. Comedy Rodeo, which is just like, it does not sound like it's got it's featuring other comics. Yeah, and I think the people who came, we shot it in Nashville at Zany's Comedy Club. And I, I, I don't know the audience. I don't think they knew it was all stand. They I had they no idea it was, it was a comedy. Gonna, yeah, I don't oh, think they knew. Because they, they said Brad Paisley and friends. Yeah. So I think they thought like, oh, cool, a bunch of other musicians. And then we come out and start slinging jokes around. And they're like, um, yeah. you're not Trisha Yearwood, so I'm turning <laughs> oh off. Oh, my gosh. She's <laughs> let herself go. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It's weird. But, but yeah, we so. made the most of it. We had a great time. And Brad is so funny. And... Yeah, we wrote really a song funny. with him the night before at his house. Really? Well, it was, he had his burner house. It wasn't like his right, house. It was, it was like house. the yeah, house at got, the bottom of his well, hill. Well, yeah, it's so funny. So we get picked up in this big like SUV Uber type black thing. And, Uber uh, taxi. Yeah, and we get this. I know. <laughs> and then we get there, and we're going through like this nice big front yard, nice trees all lined up, perfect. And there you see deer running around, and we get up to this nice big farmhouse, gigantic. And I'm thinking, well, but it looks old. I'm like, well, maybe he's a modest guy. I know, I know he, <laughs> he is a modest more. guy. Yeah. yeah, maybe he's just like, you know, this is all I need. And we're getting around, <laughs> and we're like, oh, cool. He built a barn here, you know? And then. Uh, but they, don't you hate when you see people with money living within their means? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, wait, right. what um, textbook did you read? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of what we were thinking. And then uh, I guess halfway through the night, we figured out, uh, oh, no, no. He goes, no, no, this is a, no, no, this is just a farm. This is my, I record stuff here. My real house is over there. <laughs> so we didn't even get to the real house. Yeah, he's like, you're definitely not invited to that. <laughs> you're not going to the real house. There's no way you're going yeah. to my real house. John Heffern was calling it the, the burner house. This yeah. is not my real house. It's so my it was burner you, house. Heffern, uh, uh, Nate Bergazzi, Mike Winfield. Sarah, Mikey Winfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black dude. Yep. Yeah. Might you want to hear a good Mikey Winfield yeah. story? Yeah. I would love to, but first I gotta get this I gotta get this. Will going. you make Here. me one too, John? I, yeah, yeah, let me get you guys cups. I, can, I will talk about 
Well, Mike Winfield had a great joke about uh, Brad's song, I'm Gonna Miss Her. Right. So that, you know, they ended up doing that together, and then we all just like... We all went up and sang a song kind of with him. And it was during the Nashville Comedy Festival, so there were a bunch of other comics. I had a great time at that festival. That festival, like, I had to take, like, two weeks off from drinking after that. Uh, Can I tell you, that festival kind of broke my spirit a little bit, because... (laughs) I did that festival, and it was that was the that was the the seed that broke my spirit. So I hung out with Bargazzi, and Bargazzi drinks like a fucking animal. <laughs> yeah, and oh Ari was there. Uh. Everyone was there. My fucking agent was there with a vape pen, and so I kept hitting that. And then and then uh, and then I was like, "This is what it's about: hanging out with comics." So I go, "All right, I'm doing this date. I'm gonna go back and." After this, and go hit New York. So I'm doing the Skanks Fest, and I'm gonna stay for a week and just hang out with friends, do some press. Ooh. And just in Nashville, you're talking about? No, no I go to New York. In, I'm go in to New, New York, York and hang out with f- friends. I'm like, that's what this is about. Right. I'm a comic. I should be hanging out with my friends. Yeah. Motherfucker, Mm-mm. I <laughs> was shaking in a bed, con- convinced I was having a stroke. Going, this is how it ends. This is how it fucking ends. I'm like, get in the shower. I can hear the, I can hear the water really loud in the shower. My head feels like it's about to explode. And then my brain goes, I, I think you're, I think you're an official alcoholic. Like, go down and get a drink and see if that relaxes you. That's why I went, right. I, yeah, I went down. That works. Sometimes. Got a drink. Didn't didn't make a dent. No way. Got another drink. <sighs> didn't make a dent. Got a third drink, and I was Hell like, yeah. I'm not even fucking feeling it. <laughs> what were they serving you? Uh, double Tito's and sodas. Oh shit! Fucking it. big glass. You built a tolerance now. And then I was like, I gotta go do press. So I go out and do press. I call Stanhope. That's whenever I get in a bad spot. I call Stanhope, and he just always cheers me up. Yeah. Oh. Well, that guy could do press during anything. He's the fucking. I'm sure he's done so many drugs. He's that he is he the just... perfect fucking. Hey, cheers, everybody! Cheers, everybody! Cheers! cheers. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Ah, beverage. Uno. He said Stanhope is the perfect person. He's the perfect levelator, like the perfect one to take all your low levels and make them louder, and take your loud levels and make them hearable. hearable. Like. <laughs> He's like bingo. Like I was having a rough morning one time on a plane, just hungover, didn't sleep, uh, not even hungover, just probably still drunk, but not drunk enough. Yeah. And they're not serving, and I get a text from Bingo, and she goes, "How are you?" And Aww. I wrote back, "Not good." And she's like, "Would you like a joke?" Uh, and I went, "I could use a joke." And then she wrote, um, "What's the difference between uh, what's the difference between a garbanzo bean and a chickpea?" Have you heard that? What? I haven't heard it. No. <laughs> I've never had a garbanzo bean on my face. <laughs> a chickpea. <laughs> never had a chickpea on. I was like, wait, what do you say? I've never had a chickpea on my. I like it. So uh, I can't believe I got that before you. Well, I forgot the other. I, forgot I feel the so other dirty. Bean. I forgot the other bean. No. And, then, and then I texted and I started smiling and I was yeah. like, oh, I haven't smiled yet this Aww. morning. And so I texted her back. I said that really worked. She goes, you want another one? And I was like. Yeah, and then she's like, "What's well, black, white, and red, and can't get through a revolving door?" I was like, "I don't know what." She said, "A nun with a spear through her head." <laughs> <laughs> and then I started giggling, and then she says, "One more, and then you should be good." And so I wrote, "Okay, what's one more?" And she goes, "How do you? I know you know this one. How do you get a dog to stop humping your leg?" How you pick it up and suck its dick? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> works every time. <laughs> and now I'm laughing on the plane. Yeah, and, and then and as that happened, the flight attendant comes back and goes, um, "Can I get you a cocktail?" Because I'm concierge. Key. Oh, and yeah. he was like, "Can I get you a cocktail before takeoff?" And I was like, uh, a, "I was like a double because." 
this yeah. is this is Ric Flair talk right now. Mm-hmm. By the way, R.I.P. Ric Flair. He's passed, what, but right, we don't know yet. We don't know. Wait, if we don't know. Yet. Out, he He's passed. in a coma. I think. He's in a coma. I have very similar traits to Ric Flair on planes. Me and him behave identically. I, wa- I witnessed this one day. I, okay, wait, wait, I don't. Okay, I saw him do this one time too. If I think it's what you're about to say, in uh, Charlotte, by the way. I was with my. Uh, I, whenever I travel with someone, when the flight attendant comes by, I go. Um, she would like a double Tito's and soda, and I'll take a double Tito's and soda. And then the <laughs> flight order attendant goes. A, I order for my friend. And they're not drinking. No. <laughs> and then I take theirs and I pound theirs quick and put it in front of them. Yeah. And then I drink mine casually because so I don't look like I have a problem. <laughs> that's Rick good. Flair did the exact same fucking thing, and I went. I'm sitting there watching him do it, and I went. That's my move. Woo! <laughs> 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 you that's and Rick Flair have the same yeah. moves. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, what did you? But see I had something do? similar. I thought you were gonna say you you wait to get on the plane last. Oh no 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 no! Because Rick doesn't want to get on there and have everyone walking past him and and patting him or saying something, uh. so he he kind of stands off like a, like he's in a bullpen. But he wants really? it, it, he, you know he's just kind of standing off to the side where you can see him. Yeah, and he just waits to get on the plane. Do you ever last. say things? So he just walks on like it's a red carpet. And when you see celebrities, him. do you say stuff to yes. them? I yes. do too. I say stuff all the time. I talked about this in therapy. The, <laughs> not, the reason I do hour long meet and greets is because I have an impulse. I have a passion about meeting my celebrities. Mm-hmm. I want to meet my celebrities. Like if there's a guy that is really talented on stage doing music, I have my body cringes. Until I get the moment to have my second with him. Like, well, I don't yeah. need that. Like who? Like, and, like anyone. Like any band in college. Oh. Spider Monkeys. Um, <laughs> fucking, the Spider Monkeys was a band that was really great in college. Every time they got off stage, I was like, I need, I have an, I. You gotta, like a, you gotta like meet them. An alcoholic need. Like wow. a, a drive. I'm gonna turn this AC off. I'm not this, I'm not like good. that with band. I do remember in college, uh, that band Live. I used to love oh, yeah. that. And uh, I think Ed Kowalczyk was like the lead singer and I got backstage passes one time because I worked in radio in college and I was like, I had... Um, this I had this sign at the concert. I was like the only person with a sign. And it was like live and counting crows together. And I had this sign that says, I'll be your waitress anytime. And they, because they had this like random song called Waitress that I loved. And, okay. and it took, yeah. he was like, it took me like eight songs to figure out what you were talking about. I was literally the only person at the concert with a sign. No one likes song but you. Yeah. And then I went backstage and I remember uh, his wife asked me for a tampon and I felt like we bonded. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, oh my God, I'm like in his family now. Like, I was so young, I, did, I had no idea. But I'm, I, very, oh, I'm very, very big Well, who's the boy. last big celebrity that you like met when you. Because we were on a plane with Terrell Owens. Oh, Terrell. Right. I forgot Terrell about Owen, Terrell, Terrell Owens. Terrell yeah. on the way back from Montreal. Yeah. And I, like, as soon as I saw him, I was I, like. I, I walked past him, I said, I was I like, got, I'm going to play first. And I mm-hmm. texted you, I said, oh, by the way, there's someone. You said Terrell you Owens in, be on the right plane in front of you. I, I, no, you said his I said name. The name. Okay, and I said I need you to kick his seat the whole time. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, no way, he should be in the no, Hall I of like Fame. Him. So I was like, no hey, way he should be in the Hall of Fame. I was like, oh my god, hi. My, I was like, my name's Sarah. My boyfriend works on Rich Eisen's show. They always talk about how you should be in the Hall of Fame, and I couldn't agree more. Best of luck. And, what and he say? was like, oh, that's awesome. Which which one? And then he just like asked me who my boyfriend was, and I told him. And then he's like, oh yeah, I love that dude. So that's yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> But you talk to him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, see, I, I try not, not to. The thing is, if like, someone I like, I won't do it because I don't want to give them the chance to, to be mean to me, and then I have to stop uh, liking them. Oh, uh, like don't meet your heroes. Don't yeah. meet your heroes. Yeah, but... if it's someone I like. If it's someone I don't. With you know. athletes, I always do it because, like, I I really do, I don't really have a thing with like bands or celebrities, but when it's an athlete, I'm like, oh, you have actual talent. Like, it it's be, tangible. It can be such a no name celebrity, and I will lose my shit. Really. Uh, 
By the way, and this person isn't no name for celebrity, but there is no reason for me to behave the way I did with this person. <laughs> okay. I get off stage. I'm hanging out with a group of people. Um, it's at the improv, and I don't ever really work at the improv that much anymore. But at the time, they had just redone the upstairs into mm-hmm. a bar, and I'm like... Here in Hollywood. Yeah, here in Hollywood. Yeah. I love I'm like, that. Okay, yeah, all I do is improv on the road. <laughs> <laughs> right. well, that's so, what I was asking. Like, there's... Yeah, and so I get off, and we're, t- and we're talking to all, all these people, and then uh, this really cute uh, blonde girl is like, you're really funny. And I was like, oh, thanks. I'm married, and I've never chased tail. I've never mm-hmm. chased tail, even when I was single. Well, you don't have stand to. up. And so, no, but I don't, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not like a pussy guy. I'm not like, I don't give a fuck. I'd rather drink with everyone. Yeah, have fun. And go to sleep. I don't really care. I'm borderline gay. So, <laughs> so then someone walks away. She walks away. And then someone goes, I can't believe Dakota Fanning is a fan of yours. <gasps> oh. so, okay, thank you. Because that, wow. that is the noise I made. Yeah. Yeah, I love some Dakota. Well, fans. it's hard to recognize her now because she's older and she yeah. like y- y- she's you like can't like process. Yeah, because I still think I am Sam Dakota Fanning. Like uh, that's the a Dakota sister looks almost yeah. That, like that's her. like who's going to be in my mind? Yeah, and so I then proceed to uh, <laughs> to over talk to the girl I didn't know who I was being cool to. Yeah, I then pretend to. Over not recognize her. Over be cool oh, to her. Right. Oh, like oh, and then I'm like, you know what? Guys, I got a private room upstairs. Let me get that. So I race back. I'm like, we got the private room. She's like, oh my god, of course. Let me get you a bottle of uh, whiskey. And I go, bottle of whiskey, couple beers. And I was like, okay. I was like, all right. And then I went back. I was like, hey guys, um, if you guys want, let's just go to the private room. Let's just go drink up there. <laughs> totally like, cool. chill. So I go race up there and I get kicked back on the couch. And I'm waiting. The door kicks open and all eight of the people come in except for fucking Dakota. Oh, of course not. And now I have eight people I don't want to talk to in a private room <laughs> forever. And by the way, you gotta I, finish a bottle of whiskey. How dare they come to your room? Without Dakota Fanning, yeah. Well, I, th- I, th- I think. What else has she got going on that she couldn't go? Well, this is, yeah. She's still like a big. Movie. She does a lot oh of no, stuff I know, I know exactly. Right? That's what was yeah, my yeah. point. Oh, that was <laughs> Am I being my wife right now? <laughs> Not getting sarcasm at all. Maybe she had to go hang out with her sister. You know, but her sister's doing well too. Yeah. What's your sister? Little sister. Uh, L. It's almost like uh, is it L? I think her name is L. Fanning. Yeah. Looks like I mean, it's almost a carbon copy of, but they're like ten years younger. Maybe. Yeah. Really? Like She's that. a good yeah. actress too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I just the other day was like, I was like, I don't think I know what I want to do in this business. Like, how how long? About what? How long did you hang out with these people before you realized there's not going to be a Dakota? Was an hour? Uh, immediately. <laughs> immediately, I was like, where's Dakota Fanning? <laughs> and they're like, she left. She doesn't like this kind of like. And then, but how long stuff. did you? Was like, oh. how long did you let that party linger after that? Oh, uh, probably an hour and a half. I've intimacy, intimacy problems where I allow. Now, intimacy is the wrong word. I have I allow people more things than I should. Uh-huh. Like I allow, like I do think I do things during meet and greets where I go. Um, oh, you uh, let people Rogan, like grab and give you a nuggie. Roman one time says he's like, it's not far off that you would allow people to lick your feet. And like I'd be like, eh, yeah, I can see that. Like everyone takes their shirt off, everyone puts their arm yeah. around. Uh, the one thing I beg is that they don't put their finger on my belly button because it fucks my night up. Like yeah. I, I can't get my belly it's button. It's an insertion. Yeah, it's you're putting your finger inside of, my of you. That's very. Yeah, that's intimate. That's very. That's way too personal. But they're like, can I pinch your nipple? Can I? Can I? I mean, go by two. What? I can't even I imagine. Pick me up and hold me. The, I, I won't let people pick me up anymore because I'm like, you're either. gonna drop me and I'm gonna hurt my hip. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't like the drunk guy who likes to like. Uh, you know, like. Give you a headlock and give you like a noogie, like he's your best friend, or right. just with love. Punch. I don't like the guys that come up and just slap him in the back real hard for Fuck. no reason. Hey, everybody listening to this, <laughs> please, There's no reason to slap assault to us. <laughs> it is, it hurts. It is, yeah, I've, I've hit people back like hard. 
Like, yeah. I just, but I'm laughing as I'm doing like, ah, good one. <laughs> like, and I'll just hit him as hard as I can in the arm. And I go like, damn. I'm like, just, there's a t-shirt, 20 bucks. So wait, where do you draw the uh, line as a woman when like, do people try to like, do you do a meet and greet? They're yeah. Nice to you. They don't well, give you the Taylor Swift butt grab, do they? Didn't that just no, happen to Taylor no. Swift? Uh, I have a lot of people grab my butt. No, yeah, I, I don't too. have anybody do any. I haven't ever had anybody do anything bad. That's good. Really? I never. I, I mean, people are pretty respectful. I and think I if guess you're a dude, they just feel like it you're, could you're, just be because it's me, you know, like a girl, and they're like, Ugh. yeah, it's like that's yeah. like, and that's also taboo. like I probably don't have the extent of meet and greets that both of y'all do. Like yeah. I, this is my first big year on the road, so it's oh, like, are you serious? I don't have any like you know, it's only like half full. So it's, it's not like, like selling. I'm not like not selling out. Yet, but it's coming. Now and by the way, thank it. you for Pittsburgh because you probably doubled my attendance oh. just by the amount of times. Like the staff was like, "You have no idea how many times Bert Kreischer talked about you on oh, yeah. stage." And well, I was like, "What?" Really? Oh, nice. I was like, "I, I was Pittsburgh? like, yeah." And the radio, they were like, "Oh, Bert talked about you." Because, like, well, the number one thing is like, I want to go on, and if I do radio, I go. I, don't, I didn't need to do radio. My shows were sold out. If I know Bill and Randy. And I know that their show is the reason that I ever sold tickets there, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. And so I know that. And then I also know that, that Bill, would, Bill would definitely know who you are because he's a comic. But Randy may not. And he may not, they may not go to both of them. And Randy may be like, huh, like what, what's she been on? And then they yeah. say something and he'd be like, ah, eh, don't worry about it. And yeah. so I wanted to be like, hey, make sure to have her on because you guys are going to love her. She is like. That was very nice. It's so nice. I mean, yeah, people but, just but don't I, do would, that. People would do some, I, some comics won't do that. Yeah, maybe a lot of guys won't. I did it. I did it for Paul Verzi. I do it for anyone coming up. Like I do. I do it for Brad Williams. Like anyone right after me. Because yeah. like with, with someone like with someone like Brad, I think definitely. I go that little bump of maybe twenty five people a show puts you into your percentage. Or you say like, little bump because it's Brad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was your nickname for him? Like little bump. You know, I was just in Tahoe uh, a couple weeks ago, right before Pittsburgh, and he was having his bachelor party there that really? same weekend. Oh wow! So I went to it was just so random, and I, I went to Mont Blue where they were staying because they were gambling there one night. So I was like, oh, I'll meet up with you guys late, and you know, Brad's standing on a stool, and they're all playing craps. You know, it's like so funny, and I was like oh what did you do today and he starts telling me about the day and like oh we went to lunch here and then we went to the lake and then we rented jet skis and then we did this and after he said we rented jet skis my mind I I have no idea what he said after that because I started imagining him on a jet ski and I could not figure out how it worked he probably talked to me for five minutes after that I have no idea what he was talking (laughs) about standing I mean Still, you'd have to kind of bend down to grab the handles. So like maybe I, he's like on his knees on the seat. I was like, is I it a, sit I said, it. it was like, is it a tinier one? Is it like yeah. a sidecar situation? Yeah. Are there pedals? Like Some of the ones now are big as shit. They're so big. I can hardly straddle some of them. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not, the, you know, I can't I'm hardly, re- you know. I can't flexible. I'm not a little bit of that flexible. Yeah. I'd, yeah. That's, that, because uh, it's a wide what, seat. Can, are you imagining it now? Like it's hard, <laughs> right? No, uh, can I tell you what I'm imagining? I'm like, <laughs> why is he so fucking active? Like he's so active. Oh, he that does a lot of stuff. He does so much stuff. Yeah. Adam Ray was telling me this story one time. They were at like a Lakers game, and they're just like sitting there. They had like floor seats, and he had like a Gatorade bottle on the floor. Brad did, and he. 
put his feet around it and just threw it up in the air and caught it. And like, that was how he got his Gatorade bottle. And Adam That's was like, uh, dude, what the fuck was that? Like, you're just not going to mention that you just did that. <laughs> like what he's like, you know, you just adapt, you figure things out. Oh, you're like, That's crazy. cause he would have to get down and then climb right. back up, you know? So he's yeah. like, nah, just shortcuts. Yeah. That's so amazing. <laughs> he is so, he's just amazing. And his Here's comedy is so that good, this, too. That this guy did, by the way. <laughs> Talk about being Bert? in different clubs together. You, yeah, Bert. You're pointing, but people listening don't know who you're pointing, pointing at, to. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the calendar. I'm remembering something you did in Cleveland at the hilarities. Well, I do. Uh, you made a little uh, funny video about like uh, like the guys coming up next and how much they're being paid. Oh, that was yeah. hysterical. Wait, what? I, okay, so I was in there's a club in Cleveland called Hilarities, yeah. and uh, I was working it. You worked it. John Heffern's working it. Oh, or he, he just worked it. You, no, I was you, there you, before you. you. You were there before me. Heffern was there before me, and no, he uh, was there after you. And oh, was he? Yeah, because and he got me back. Who was there? Who else? There was one guy that was like that. Oh, uh, um, uh, uh, Amy Schumer's opener. What? That is a rude thing. To Mark, me to Norman? Say. Mark Norman. Mark Norman. Mark okay. Norman. All right. And Mark, I'm sorry about you hear that. And you're like, but, Mark, Bert, you know, me just but yeah. yeah. I mean, tell, but tell, tell, tell him what you did. It was hilarious. So I, uh, I go up and I was like, I see everyone's name on the calendar, and then he's I, in the office. That's the kind of the green room, <laughs> the office, right? And, and I, the office they have a, a, a dry erase board that is also the calendar or whatever. It's on yeah. the calendar, and I go through and I just put. Um, prices on how much I thought everyone was getting paid. <laughs> yeah, like, like that's for everyone to see. Yeah, and then and then I and then I put and then I put fifty thousand dollars for me. Yeah, and was like and was like. Uh, Wow. You had me at seventy five, which is I, not bad. And I go, I can't believe they do this. They put how much they earn. <laughs> Like, within minutes, Mark Norman texted me. He's like, that's not what I got paid. <laughs> he took it seriously. What's funny is because uh, you, you sit in that office and you see a calendar. Yeah. And you think, well, maybe that is something they would do. So yeah. When I first saw it, I, I, I do that like, on well, my is calendar. That yeah, I do I it on prices on my calendar. I write down how much I'm getting paid, you know, so like ahead. what my base. Now I'm afraid guarantees. to see how much I'm of a difference it is. I don't want to know. I yeah. know it's going to be people, way people more than hate me. that I talk about money, but I always talk. Ari, me, Big J, and Tony Hinchcliffe. We're all playing the same casino. Oh, jeez. And it was not Calusa because Calusa got really upset because we kept interchanging Calusa and Cherokee. <laughs> well, which one is it? Calusa, Cherokee, Cherokee, Calusa? And we said it so much that people didn't even care. Right. They were like, whatever. And Calusa heard it and was like, not nah, fucking cool, dude. Oh, the Cherokee in Oklahoma? Yeah. Yeah, that place plays well. And we uh, each said what we got paid at the same time. So we all went one, uh, two, three, Oh, that's a, that's a fun game. Uh, I'm never playing that with and you. And did you win? Uh, me and Ari were tied. Yeah. Uh, Jay was pretty close and Tony was Tony was uh, first year playing there. Yeah. It was my first year too. Well, but. I'm the best. So I should be getting paid twice as much. Yeah, it's not like golf. The lower guy doesn't win. Yeah. It, yeah. But it was, uh, it was funny. Uh, but yeah, I, I started, you know, I got a call from. Uh, no, but did you see John's res- response? No, it was John's response. He 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 went back there and did this. He did uh, he did something opposite. He didn't write. It was the same office, same calendar, but he wrote your name back in there and put like number of walkouts. <laughs> oh, that's fucking great! <laughs> and he put it on his Instagram. Oh, they probably had marked story or walkouts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, wait, you were gonna say probably like like. Three no maybe four three or four years ago, mm-hmm. um, Ari called me and by the way there's only a couple people I'm cool telling you everything about that person and I know I'm not gonna piss them off yeah Ari's like, Ari is his most open, open book fucking ever. book oh my god no, Ari my 
we used to, he used to call me from his bathtub when, <laughs> when him and like Natasha were going through a breakup and then I yeah. was going through a breakup at the same time. We would just like cry together on the phone. So he's, uh, he's, he's a, an open book. I love that guy. So he, I went to his wedding in the he, belly room. Did you go to that? His wedding. Remember right after him he and got Natasha married. got, uh, broke up, he married some girl he met on a beach, in, like, a. Oh, his waitress or something? No. Yeah, they were only <laughs> married for like yeah, a month. Quick. Yeah, it's it in and out. Good, good, good. <laughs> yeah. They annulled it, but that's part of a book you didn't know about. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. You, could, you sorry, I didn't mean the. No, he called segment. me one time and he goes, "Hey, man," because agents will do this. I'm not saying Justin did this. You know, I love you, Justin, but like agents will do this because they because because club owners will lie, right? And so Ari called me up. He's like, "Hey, man, you got to up your." Um, you got to up your money in in Canada. You're fucking my numbers. I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, cl- clubs won't pl- pay me more because they say you'll take this. <gasps> and then that's oh. what I'm worth. And I was like, oh. I go, I only do Edmonton. And he goes, no, Calgary, um, Toronto, Winnipeg, Toronto. I go, I don't do those clubs. I've never done them. I just only do Edmonton. What, Rick Bronson? Yeah, Rick yeah. Bronson. And he was like, really? It's probably, I'm guessing, four years ago maybe. And he was like, he was like hold on. You don't do those clubs? I go, oh. no. And he goes, who would you get paid to Rick Bronson? And I told him, it was, I'll tell you right now, it was six grand with bonuses. Uh-huh. And he goes, wait, I'm not making six grand. I said, dude, I'll tell you exactly what I'm making. That right. day I said, I'll tell you exactly what I'm making every single club. And you can know what I make so that, that this never happens again. Right. And, and by the way, same with me and Segura. Mm-hmm. I'll call Segura. That's smart. I mean, that, that's smart. Like, it's almost like it's smart starting- and dangerous at times. Well, so only, like- only if it's friends. You know, you wouldn't do it. It's that. dangerous because so. Well, it um, sounds like you met, you met the start of a comedy stand-up comedians a union or something. A little bit. Here's where it gets problematic. So, so say there's a club that you sold out all your shows. This is going to sound. You're going to know what club I'm talking about if you know me. Say you sold. So you have a club that you sold out all your shows a month and a half in advance. Cleveland hilarities. Wow. And then you go, hey, I want this percentage on this night. I want to add shows and I want to add with this percentage. Mm-hmm. And they go, we don't do that. But you know they do? Mm-hmm. Then you, you can't use that again. You can't throw your buddy under the bus. What so do you like, mean? So like, hypothetically you can't say, throw your buddy under... Oh, you, you mean, I know you did oh, it because this guy. you know you yeah. did I it. I can't, oh. I can't use the knowledge yeah. I have right, right, that my right, buddy right, gave right. me against you him. Can't just I, can't, right. I just can't say his name. I, I can't, I, I, all I can do is tell my agents what I want. Yeah. Tell them I won't do it for less than this. And, and hold steady. That's all I can do. Yeah. And if I don't get that, then there's a lot of reasons I don't get that. Look, if Bill Burr goes and does uh, Helium in Philly and says, I want 100% of the door. That, that is a Listen, we will sell the exact same amount of tickets at, at Philly because there is a finite amount of tickets. Right. But if Bill says, I want to add a, two Wednesday shows and two Sunday shows, I may be able to add a Wednesday show or a, a, two, a Sunday show. Mm-hmm. I'm not not as easily as Bill, but the cachet of having Bill Burr is worth 100 percent of the door. Right. So so Bill could and by the way I'm not putting Bill's name on the Bill. club. No no no. But numbers like, are numbers. But numbers are numbers. A ticket sale is a ticket sale. But it is different to have Chappelle than Burt Kreischer. If yeah. you're going to do one night and you're like one night two shows, uh, Burt you can you can do it at, at what percentage of the door? Chappelle would go. I want 100 percent of the door. Right. And they go 100. Yeah, whatever you want. How about 100% and some drinks? You want some drinks? Yeah, how about half the food? So, and you're going to smoke in here, so we're going to have yeah, to clean this place. Here, whatever you want. And, right. but, so there is a, that is one of the one of the things that, you know. Because it makes the club look like this is the level of comics we can get 
at any time, and it's worth it's worth them giving up some extra dough to have that name on their club. Dave yeah. Chappelle, you know that kind of thing. The thing that's confusing is when you don't know. And by the way, I, I don't. This isn't like a great conversation to be in. I think it sounds businessy. Yeah, I'm sure you can apply this to anything in your life. It is. It is one of the refreshing things is when you go. Like I remember working with a guy and he got a check for sixty eight thousand dollars, and I went what? for the weekend and I went, hold on, that's possible. Mm. Like I was like, I thought the most you could make was like five thousand dollars. Yeah, right, right, right. And I remember seeing his check going like, holy yeah. fuck. And right. then I was like, hold on, how do you arrive at that number? Right. Like, and then I start going, so you have to be able to get a door like door deal, door deal yeah. take a price, and then all their all these and then all their food, all their drinks. How? Me to tell you, Anthony Clark. Remember Anthony Clark, dude. I love, love Anthony me Clark. Too. Yeah, me too. I miss him. I wish he yeah, was still too. in the game. I don't know yeah. what, what what's going. Does anyone has anyone He's good. eyes on him? I haven't seen him in a long time, but uh, worked with him when I first started. Uh, he came to Good Nights in Raleigh, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember this. And this was the height of uh, Boston Commons. Mm-hmm. Like it was in his second season, I think. Yeah. And, and and the club gave him one of those deals where he was just like he's making fun of how much money he was making. Like I'm just shoveling money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's in that ballpark of what you were saying. And um, then, but then, it's, but it, how? Yeah. How is because, that? Uh, because they, they, I think it's what we were saying. There's ticket sales. They could up the price. Okay. Of tickets. If you're that name, you right. could up a price. Your like, tickets well, go to forty. I don't know your tickets are twenty, but for me, it's going to be forty. Right. So, so, so I, I can, I mean, I, I can give you my limited knowledge. And by the way, this is a lot of this. This is helps true. me because this is my first year on the road. So you know what I'm making? I'm making like the bare minimum, and I'm like basically losing money based on yeah. like what I have to pay out just to leave town. Just for the record, right? I right. got my deal point. I said to Leanne, I said, "Hey, check to see what I'm getting paid in Brea," and she pulled up a deal from two years ago. Uh-huh. Two years ago, and it's probably not much farther from what you're making mm-hmm. today. But I, so I made that money for sixteen years. Yeah, like sixteen years, I just did the road. Really, and never made money. And there'd be clubs, markets where I could get mon- good money because of good radio. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, I like I. There were certain markets where I just wasn't. I wasn't worth it for them. You know? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. no, exactly. And, and that's the thing that a lot of comics. I remember hearing a comic one time going, "I have seventy thousand Twitter followers. I should be getting." That. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, and I was like, like, I was like, dude, yeah, I, that means are they all going to show up in this one town? Yeah, and I, there's just so many options for people anymore too. It's like you have to be like, and the, they have to be undeniable fans to like really come Rogan out and want it. Rogan said to me one time in the back, "I'm pissing him on about something," and he just goes, "Just stop and be undeniable." Yeah, and I said, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Be undeniable." Make it so you can't, so no one can say no to you because you're undeniable. And I was like, right. oh, right. fuck. That's so no what I had to do. Go, whatever it is, you're going to sell every seat in the house. Blah, you're going to you're gonna murder. You're going to do, do, you're gonna do great. You're, you're going to fucking do everything right. they ask. Whatever they and just say. Be, and so that at the end of the week, all they can say is like, holy shit, this guy's fucking... Yeah, he's worth it every time. When the waiter, when the waiters and the waitresses love you, that's when I feel like okay, I did a really good job because they literally watch everybody and they have to watch them five times. But if they come up and say like you're one of my, you're like by far the best woman I've ever seen or whatever it is, it's like and they go, I don't mean to say woman. I go, no, 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 that's great. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very small group. That's already a small group. Let's name it. What are the name the women headlining the country? Not, and I'm not saying like I'm not going to use Bonnie McFarland in this because Bonnie doesn't do the road. 
I would I say do. like I don't yeah. Know. I mean, like just funny women, like meaning going like Bonnie's easily get headline anywhere, but she doesn't. I'm talking about who is out there on the road that's a woman headlining right now. Schumer, no, no, not no, even no, no, no. Jesse May Peluso. Jesse May, you know those two clubs. Because okay. then we're gonna do we're, we're gonna have to get a Christina Pajitsky. <laughs> Christina uh, Jesse May. I was Nikki Glazer? Yeah, I would say Nikki's out there. Uh, Jamie Lee, maybe sometimes. Dude, Garfield, Garfield Fortune. Fortune's out there. Fortune themes. Fortune, Fortune kills it. Yep. Um, but I, you know. That might be. I never really see any other women on there. Like, Anna May? Oh, there's Carly, a, Carly Aquina. Aquina, Aquino, something like that. Oh, what about the girl that does the, one the, f- nail, the nail salon girl? Oh, oh Angela, Angela Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, yeah, her. Dude. Like, she I mean, still she's does the nail it, right? stuff. She is. Yeah, you have well, to. Well, well, yeah. Have to. Bob, yeah. Bob, yeah. Bob, yeah. Two houses. She's a Christian comic, though. She's a Christian clean. comic. Are you kidding clean. me? Yeah. I never yeah. knew that. Oh, oh no. Dude. She's clean. I never knew that. Yeah. I'm not going to. She should be a cheerleader for the Raiders. Um. Yeah, she married like some. She married like some together. Christian rapper or something. She's not. Wow. Like, she, oh, uh, uh, Ali Wong. Oh, Allie. Allie. Oh, that's a big one. Dude, Allie. Oh, yeah. She's by the killer. way, her merch slays. Oh. You know, she sells autographed posters for $60. What? What? Yeah. For wow. $60, she'll write a quote from her special on a poster. If you don't want one, it's 20 Jesus Christ. And just sells like 1000 Okay. Let me ask you. Uh, I need to uh-huh. ask about you. See? Wait, I know. I right? love merch this ideas. Is why I'm asking you a question right now. Yeah. Do you charge for pictures? No charge for pictures. Have you thought about it? No. You know people who do? Uh, John Witherspoon? I know. We probably know a lot of people yeah, who do. Yeah. I don't know um, either. I feel like I'm leaving money on the table. Although I feel no, dumb no, for no, no, asking no. for it. No. And I have never done it. But now I'm thinking maybe I should. A picture is the same no. as a podcast. Yeah. You just put it out marketing. there. Free marketing. Yeah. All so I like say, every time someone takes it, I'm like, tag me, tag me, tag I me. I him to take pictures at the end of my show. Yeah. I go, please take pictures. Yeah. Just post them and tag me and poke me. Whatever they do. There's uh, So I, had a, I have a couple videos that have gone viral. And so they're... There are these websites, L A D Bible, L A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've like seen that. Like, uh, um, Barstool Sport, like Barstool, yeah. But basically, I mean, I don't know if Barstool's in it. It's just an example. Barstool's huge. Yeah, but that's not that's not exactly one of them. But um, college humor. But yeah, like college humor. So like, they've reached out to me and say, hey, do you mind if we profile your picture on our Facebook page? Uh, profile your video, and and the the consensus in within the industry, like meaning managers, agents, comic, a managers, agents. Business managers are, are like, that's your property. You no, didn't own yeah, your yeah. property. But me and my managers, uh, and namely Reg and Alex, I mean, not that Judy, Judy doesn't give a fuck, but like, but Reg and Alex and I Reg like, Tigerman, are like, shout out. Are like, fuck yeah. And mm-hmm. so Reg sent an email today and he's like, hey, just giving you a heads up, this LED, whatever, it's LED Bible or Labable. I don't know. Whatever it is called. I don't know, how, I don't know what they have, yeah. He's like, they asked, uh, they asked like six days ago, seven days ago, if they could post the machine story. Bert and I said yes. We didn't run it by you, and it's gotten ten million views <gasps> in those six days. Of course, again, it. again, yeah. A, a ten million million. I hadn't seen the story. Right. And then he's like, and then now they want to post uh, the waitstaff raffle, and I'm like, dude, rip yeah. all that my shit. The most Show, yeah, take thing it. Showtime called me yesterday, two days ago. They sent an email. And they're like, just so you know, someone's um, put your uh, full special on YouTube, and you need to get them to get it off. Right. And I went. In my head, I was like, why do I have to do that? But I was like, whatever. So I clicked the link. It's fucking 2.5 million views. Right. I go, that's too Fantastic. Many. Well, no, not taking it down. On there and, you know, and they know. Bert, well, I think they call it uh, 
funny naked man talking. <laughs> no joke. Oh, so this is Japan. Uh, Vietnamese guy. <laughs> okay. I feel like I am like... I feel like I'm so slow when it comes to comedy. And I don't know if it's like... Just because I just don't know how to do that kind of social media stuff or if I'm just like so job I feel like and I'm not good at it either he's Bert's very good at it um, no I'm not good at it I think you are no I'm not I'm, I, well I, you're I'm, I'm, you're better I'm, I'm, I'm most a lot better most at comedians. it yeah but what happened with me was um was I was very I was I was very anti the stream of it when I saw Dane doing it yeah and I saw Kyle oh. Cease doing it mm-hmm. and I just it turned me off Delia does it you know like as like a master was like the ma- the Vine master. Oh, Delia's right. uh, very good at um, catchphrasing things. Mm-hmm. He would be a great roommate. Like you, like Delia would be the funnest roommate. Like just because he's 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 got the thing that he, my buddy Andy Sheftall is just like Delia. Mm-hmm. A little manic, a little crazy, a little fun, but really chill, really cool, really oh, cool, nicest guy. But like can get goofy and silly. Yeah, and and. And uh, and Andy, well, Sheftall. you would just have tons of inside jokes that, to get, yeah. Delia. And the mm-hmm. Delia shares inside jokes with his fans, and that's what makes him endearing. It's like now he's calling everyone babies, and and you're like, you know, he must have made fun of that. I don't, I don't know how he came up with it, but like, you know, he must have made fun of it. Now it's his catchphrase. It's like an inside joke between him and his fans, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and it's like, I think that shit sells. I think that kind of personality sells. It's it's real because it's authentic. It's like. I don't know, but like my, my thing with social media was, uh, I did this thing where I did, uh, um, what will the maid think? Did you ever see that? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes. I've done, I've, <laughs> John, are you all right? I swear to God. Do you Tourette's drink me and, We're almost the same fucking human being. Yeah. Because I've done some, we both went to Russia. I yeah. Can't talk. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I brought you that Russian vodka. I'll see if I can find my phone. I'll show you. Keep going. And. What you're about to say about the maid stuff, I've done before, before I even knew you did that stuff. I just never really talked. I just did it for me. Yeah. Yeah. But you were smart enough to, like, take pictures and show so that was what the, you that did. that was the first thing I, I did. I love fucking with maids. Where I was like, where I was like, uh. <laughs> he fucked with them. It's so funny. It was the first thing I did that went, that went, like, went viral. Like, ever. Um, it was when I was on Travel Channel. I had, like, 3,000 followers on Twitter. Um, and I would just post them. And what I do is I leave the hotel rooms in an interesting manner, um, so that because what happened one day is I was leaving the hotel room and it was clear what happened. There was Heineken bottles yeah. uh, all on one one nightstand. There was lotion and a towel on the other nightstand. And I was like, any insightful maid's gonna be like, this guy just got drunk and jacked off all day in this room, right. and they'd be like, oh, I hate this job. And so I was like, I need to clean it up for her. I can't leave it like this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll throw her off. I'll do something to I'll like I'll make it so that she doesn't know what I did in here. Like she'll be like, wait, what the fuck happened in here? And so <laughs> well, I set up. You build like a puzzle. I built like a puzzle, like a riddle. Like I had a, I put the, um, I put the ironing board in the bathroom with pillows on it and the iron and, and, a, and a spoon, and then I put towels all on the. See, I, I forget what I did, but it, but I have it on here. You know, what, uh, have you ever tried, thought about uh, hiding a camera in there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done. I did like that you want to see their reaction. See the response. Yeah, I did that as a series. Okay, good. I and so my bad. I gotta catch up. Love that. <laughs> I'll show you a, one of them, and for those who want such a to good idea. In, here, like this is a, one of my favorite ones. <laughs> Let me see that one. I put a pillow with my shirt in the, <laughs> in the fridge, and then you're like, "This is another one." I <laughs> so you left your. Oh my god! Did you go back and get your shirt later? No, it was wardrobe, so I just left it. Well, that's great. And so I would do this all the time. This well, is, I never. Got this that is crazy. like this looks like a real fucking person. 
that completely whoa, whoa, whoa. looks like, like a person. person. I would have screamed oh, if I was a maid. Did you get the response on that one at least? No, I never got response on some of these because um, this was, by the way, in Edmonton, this is my most masterful one I've ever done. Ready? Get out. So what we're looking at is... I just left. It's, yeah, a, it's sheet. a sheet. A sheet that's tied to a chair that goes out of the window as if maybe he escaped or hung himself. <laughs> yes. Is that, what the, yep. is that what you're thinking? Yeah. And so I did those and Good Morning America got a hold of them and they did like a piece on me. And <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. oh, how long ago was this? Uh, uh, seven years ago. Six, okay. Yeah, seven okay. Years yeah, ago. yeah. They did a piece on me and then George Takai saw them and posted them. But this is back oh when you could like steal. No, I'm not saying George Kess stole anything, but you could take content and be like, and that's how you. Yeah. Let's like. like now, you wouldn't now, just share it and just take it and post it as if it's yours. Yeah, almost. I yeah. like the fat Jew. The fat right. Jew. There's that. Yeah, the fat Jew. It, like now, I, one of the things that, uh, by the way, I, and I love Larry the Cable Guy, but one of the things that bums me out about him <laughs> is he does them. He does them, but he goes, hashtag from a fan. I go, Larry. Yeah. Just Larry, you're funny. Just post your own fucking thoughts. Yeah, right. Like you're funny. Well, he's a, good he's a great joke writer. Just post a fucking joke every day. Like, well, you know what? It, the good part is that he's actually saying from a fan. Mm-hmm. There are some people who wouldn't even do that. Yeah, I would, guess would, would they to- totally take take it and say it's I feel here's something like, I thought of. Yeah, I feel know? like I want to do something every day, but every time I think of something, I'm like, that's stupid. Nobody's yeah. gonna like that. I like talk myself out of everything. No, 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 no. That's the thing. So here's the so, that's so anyway, my problem. So that went viral, and I was like, "Oh, cool." Then I shot a couple other things that went that would like get a lot of reactions. It would be like something I, I shot, but it, it wasn't like shot professionally. And then I found ran into this guy Casey Neistat, who I'm not a big oh, fan yeah, of I now. Know Casey, but yeah. like, I like what he I, he inspired me. I'll say yeah, he inspired his me. YouTube channel. Yeah, he really inspired me. His most the greatest videos you want to find in Casey Neistat is his organizational videos about how he organizes his office. They're <laughs> fascinating. It's my whole organizational skills based off of him. Yeah. And so, I, but I started buying cameras, started getting interesting, interested, and I started shooting vlogs. And from those vlogs, I started enjoying editing. And then what I do Ugh. is I go, I went, I, but I like it. Like I shot one for Tony Hinchcliffe the other night. I shot it and I just gave it to him. And then I was like, hey man, let me just edit this for you. And then I'll put some music to it. And it, it's the scene from Boogie Nights at the end where Dirk Diggler yeah. is staring in the mirror. Look at his rod. You're a star. You're a bright yeah. shining star. And <laughs> pulls his cock out and yeah. looks at it. So I shot up Tony, then I put the music from that in it, and I sent it to him, and he was like, This is, am- thank you. Like, this is amazing. I go, it Took me five fucking minutes. But now I do them, and I go, Just shoot them. Here's the thing that's fucked up you gotta allow them to suck also. Right, okay. So that, 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 that's what I was gonna chime in with is like, uh, uh, comics, we're afraid to release shit that's not ready. You gotta let them suck. And you like, gotta get over it, right? And, and, and sometimes you repurpose them. So, like, I saw, I had Lindsay Pellis on here, and I did, um, she did a slow mo video where she was running in slow mo and her boobs flying everywhere. That's all, oh, yeah, I, I saw love your that. version yeah, of that. So I'm playing it in Cleveland uh, as a promo before my show started. Uh, so yeah. every wow. every show I get to I get to watch you running on the beach half naked. And so and so <laughs> I I wanted to reshoot that video, but I posted it and it got fifteen thousand views. And I was like, oh, that sucks. I thought it would get more. So then I re-edited it again and I posted it again and it got eh, twenty five thousand views. And then I was like, I guess that's over. And then one day I was like, hey, I told I was working with this editor. I go, hey, can you mix match them? Like, right. put hers and then mine, hers and then mine, hers and then mine. And he's like, yeah, of course. That one blew up. Right. What do you just edit on I your should. computer, like on iMovie? I just, I just did one. Me and my daughter just shot one in here of me running a seven-minute mile. 
that's the know-how. He knows how to do that. It's so, but it's so out. fucking easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I've edited a bunch of stuff. Of figuring it today out. I woke up. Today I woke up and my no one was in the house, and I was like, I I woke up, I was naked, and no one was in the house, and mm. I was like, I was like. Mm. I just thought to myself, I'm going to put my dick on everything. Oh, I saw that. And, so and so I just was like, oh, that, that could be a video. Yeah. Like, I, I had the idea. I go, that could be a video. I'll promote Brea with it. So then I went out, grabbed a camera, set it up in a selfie, grabbed a... Um, grabbed Something a, that a, sounds large. A, uh, grabbed a pork tender one, <laughs> and I walked around and slapped it on everything. Like, yeah. I got a lot of Didn't get a lot of views. Yeah. But... Doesn't matter. You just gotta keep throwing shit on the wall. You gotta feed the machine. It's like when you're trying out new material, you're like, well, this is gonna bomb, you know, and I'll tell it while the check's getting dropped. And then eventually it'll be good. Yeah. So maybe that's what it is. I I just can't be so afraid. I don't, I still don't like. I still, I still get nervous about putting stuff out that I'm not. No, well, no, no, a no, big I, thing. I still do. Just stop it. A big I thing get for it. me too. I, I can't get over it, but I, I need to. I'm always like, so I, I. I'm very conscious of not being dirty because I feel like yeah. um, that's, that's a, a big trend, yeah, I guess. Is, by the way, that is one of the most insightful things I've heard. What? It seems like a trend being, being and it's what? just it not... Females who are simply dirty. It's for the sake oh, of being dirty. You, oh, I see. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like that's the bit. Oh, It's not that, that it's funny. It's that's the bit. Look at right. this wholesome... You're like Sarah did it masterfully. Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. so I think there are a lot of people who were like... Oh, right. Sarah, you know what it is? It's a lack of having a voice. And by the way, I'm not shitting on any of these women who just work dirty because that's the thing they do. I'm not shitting right. on them. There's definitely and, clever ways to do and it. I'm not, and by the way, I'm not that's saying that I didn't, wasn't identically uh, guilty of that when I was 10 years in or 12 mm-hmm. years in. I was, I was a ripoff of every comic I enjoyed. <laughs> that special is a, it is, a, it is a best of all my favorite comics then that's how I write their jokes. Technically, there's a few of them that are that are like yeah. are like my authentic voice today. You start off doing what you like. Yeah, you, but that's how it works. And so I don't. I'm not blaming them, but I'm saying to to stand up and say I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna be me. That's really difficult. It is difficult because I I just had to realize years ago. I was like. I'm just not like I wrote this uh, pilot called Walk of Shame, which was just kind of like about my dating life. And Whitney and I were talking about it, and she's like, "But this, this just isn't you." Like she read it, and she's like, "It's really funny, but it's just not you." Like you bake quiches and bring them to my house, and I'm like, yeah. "You're right." Like so, I realized like, oh, I'm like a prepackaged wife, right? Like I'm a, I'm a wife in a world with no husbands. <laughs> and, and I am just kind of like, a, I'm very conservative. Like I've never, I don't really, I, I said this, uh, this joke at the big poppy roast. Um, I said, cause everybody calls me a whore for like two hours. Cause that's the only jokes <laughs> the that they roast, can do. Yeah, yeah. And I said, that's, you're giving me a lot of credit. Like my list of sexual partners is a lot like Dustin Pedroia. It is embarrassingly short. <laughs> and, and that's true. Like, I'm just, I've always just been like, Oh, it's the same with my material. Like I was saying with these videos, like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just like, I don't feel ready. I'm not really, yeah. not really, I'm just very conservative about that. So I've really been mindful of that in my act to just be like, just so you guys know, like, I, I, I know, like, sometimes I make jokes about, like, slutty situations, right. and I've taught, I talk about things that are dirty, but that doesn't mean I'm doing them. Like, mm-hmm. I talk yeah. about how I think porn is ruining men, and that's just because in my limited experience, this is what I've seen. Wait, <laughs> so wait, talk to me about that, because I, 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 
I could agree with you on this. No. About how porn is ruining men? Yeah. Well, porn is just teaching men really bad habits, that's for sure. It's also numbing their senses. It's a lot like video games to where one. getting aroused, it, it used to be just like seeing a woman naked was, was enough. arousing enough. And now it's like nope. you can tell when a guy watches too much porn because he needs like choking he needs like all kinds of other stimulation yes. and you're like oh chick- this is not about a connection <laughs> this is like you are imagining something ridiculous in your head and that's just not who i am i feel like i feel like men really need to take a time out like if you only watched porn once a week i think it would change your life uh, it would change oh, your that's life actually, that's really good because it's, it's like how you if you have stress in your life you, you need a certain amount of stress because it motivates you to get that job done to finish that task and when you do you're like oh too much now I can spent. reward myself because I finished this project. It's right. the same with jerking off. If you just wait like a <laughs> so week, true. if you build it up, like you'll sexual tension cre- like that's what builds the pyramids. That's what like that's what makes made cars get invented. And I feel like like men like really are men are such incredible creatures and they're like losing that manhood yeah. and a lot of that is women and it's a lot of it is our fault because What's we've been like well, we're independent and i don't really like that movement but that's a whole other subject but like i just feel like men are just it's I, so awesome when a man is a man and like you i want a man with like calluses on both hands not one and I just, I, you know, like, I just want you to, like, right. I want you to want me. Like working. And now I feel like, Not I mean, jerking. well, you, th- like, look at millennials. They're having less sex than their parents because they're like, well, why would I why go would I ask a girl out too much and get rejected when I can just go and home just and jerk off? Right here. To any porn I want at any Anything time. Anything at all the time. And it also makes men think that that's what women like. Mm-hmm. That's what our bodies need. And it's like, I don't, I don't want, have you ever, like, can you? You guys probably have not had anal sex, but it is literally. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait, receiving or giving? Yeah, yeah. Receiving. <laughs> oh no 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 no. That is like this whole. Have you have you ever have you ever have you ever had have you ever used a toy during sex? I go a sex toy, and he goes, doesn't matter, both. I don't care. If it's a Barbie, I want to know also. Listen, I get it. Like when you're when I'm really comfortable with someone, I'm willing to try new things, but like. Right away, you're just like, what the? Yeah. Who are you? Like, yeah. this is like, yeah, no, I, I you're really you. t- just, j- you're jumping the shark well, early. And this Netflix special that we're both in, mm-hmm. my bit is about porn. Yeah. And about like when I was a kid, right. discovering this one tape. Seeing a boob. Was, a, huh, was amazing. Yeah. Like, and, and, and I have to befriend a kid who I knew his dad had Playboys. I didn't even like the kid. But just to get in the house, mm-hmm. to steal a Playboy yeah. was, was, a, was a chore. And now, these kids, you know, today, I feel like an old it's man. Everywhere. It, it's like you pull out a phone, I can find porn in two seconds. And so far, so you brought that up. You say this and that's exactly right. I remember, um, like, I, you, how old are you? I'm 44. When okay. I was... When I, I don't, no, you're, you're, you're the same wheelhouse as me. I don't think I jacked off in college. Um, what do you mean? Much. I mean, like, I oh, had girlfriends, okay. so, like, I probably had sex. And then when I wasn't having sex, I was just going to have sex. Next time I have sex. Like, I wasn't masturbating. But it was also that there wasn't any material to help me, right. to inspire me to masturbate. Right. Nothing that caused it. The first time I ever got a porno video. Like, I remember... I remember, like in college, you'd see a porno video, and like your buddies would, in one of the rooms, they'd have a porno on, and you guys would all watch it. And then, 
There's like, something right, I'm going in. And then you go. I gotta go. Yeah. I'm late. And then when I got to New York, there was a porn shop on um, on Avenue of the Stars and uh, and West Third, that mm-hmm. corner. And I was walking home one night, and I was like, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna get a porn. And I went in, and I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. Right. I went in. I bought. I didn't even look. I just grabbed one and then put it on the counter and bought it. Came home, and I had to wait for my roommate the next day to be gone. <laughs> when he was gone, I remember this so vividly. This is going to creep people out. This is hashtag secret time. <laughs> okay, hashtag <laughs> secret time, everybody. Two girls on a couch, and they were like making out. One girl went down on the other girl, and then she reared back so that they were like... Uh, Scissoring? Uh, like, like they were going to scissor. Yeah. And she just put her foot in her vagina oh. and started oh. fucking her vagina with her foot. Okay. And, and because I had never seen it, it aroused the fuck. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is this? You could do right. that? Yeah. And then I was like, and then, and now I look at that and I go, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, how come I, I, I Google stuff in Pornhub that I go, that no one's done before? I go, how is it possible that I'm looking for something that's you, no one done? Your search has re- gotten right. no results. Like, yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm what? In porn? That. In I'm porn? looking for a, a tasteful tongue sounding, and it just doesn't exist. Yeah. You probably don't even know what it is, but I'm the only one Googling tasteful tongues, tongue sounds. Yeah, no, tongue I don't. Sounding? So, sounding is when they, um, by the way, this is what a pervert I am. <laughs> and by the way, this is not Now I'm going to do this. No, you're not. And okay, you, good. It'll, it'll upset you. You hear that? So I, when, I was, when I was in a, I was in a with a dominatrix one time for a TV show, and she was like, "Of course, what would you like? Anal speculum or the sounds?" And I said, uh, "The sounds sounds good, right? I'm not doing anal speculum. Sounds, sounds good." So she brings out these steel rods, and they're all like different shapes, different sizes. And she goes, "Great, let's do these." No, and I was like, "Oh, cool." Wait a minute. Okay. She goes, "Loop them up." Oh. I go, Uh-oh. Put them? And she goes, "We put them in your urethra." No. No. I'm not going to listen to this anymore. <laughs> Please stop talking. Please stop talking. Weak. No, 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 no. no. I want you to stop talking. And? I, dude, that's the one thing. Did you do it? If no, I no, see no, a commercial no, 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 about no, no. catheters, I can't watch it. And, and, sure. and you're describing the, the same way, damn thing right now. What I've so seen. Please stop. Please I've stop. seen stuff that is so fucking weird that oh, I go, God like, damn it's, it. how does someone even get turned on by that? And so, uh, but, I, that, like, that just... To me, it's like... Why is that it's sounding, Another though? big problem, though... each one makes you make a different sound. That's stupid. Another big problem, though, is that young girls think that this is how their You're body should be act. treated because right. they're learning all their moves from that as well. And it's... I, I just feel like it's creating this... This hub of, like... of. Like we're not listening to each other's bodies, and we're not listening to each other's words, and we're not treating Ooh. each other with respect. And like, I just feel like a man and like a man's body is like, it's so awesome. You know, yes. it doesn't need to be manipulated in any other way. We're pretty like, simple. you and my wife have so much in common. If she wasn't in a complete cunty mood right now, <laughs> she's, she's, she's also from Georgia, just like me. Did you talk to her? Yeah. Yeah, she's got, from she's Georgia. got a thick-ass accent, too. Yeah. Yeah. I meant to tell her that. I meant it's to tell so her. great. I feel. I felt like I was like, oh, this. I would I would be friends with her if I didn't know she was your wife. Yeah, you, you actually definitely would. We would definitely be friends. You de- but, there's very, and my wife is not make friends easy. You and her would definitely be friends. My, my whole, wife, You and my wife share something very much in common. Which, you do not mind going... It was really, it was really interesting when we did the End of the World podcast, and you went to right. like go with Bill Burr. Yeah, and I went, "That's my wife." That's because <laughs> that's not me. I was thinking about this today, and you I was told like, "Me that after you were like, I cannot believe you did that." I think I might have been like, "Why would you do that?" Like, what yeah. happened? Like, I don't know what happened. I, no, you I, told I me know. that you you were like, "I would never do that," and I was like, "Bill, what are you Bill talking is about? a man right. who has made a living 
on taking an argument right. and, and working just... both sides of it until he finds the most ludicrously simple, funniest, con- uh, conventional, pragmatic mm-hmm. way to argue the argument. I- I'm not so, so, so that he his... can't lose. So, so that so that you can't you can't argue with him. You right. just can't like he, right. he makes a statement on things. He's got a bit right now that I'm, I'm not, I won't say because it's uh, it's his and, and it's his special. By the way, that's the thing that Rogan was like, hey, if someone's got a funny bit, you don't just tell it on your podcast. Oh. <laughs> like, you don't go, I wouldn't even think this? about that. Yeah, I know. But Rogan's like, that's his bit. Oh. You don't get to say well, it. it. No, 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 no. Because, no, no, no just, don't yeah, perform right? it. No, but if you said his bit's about this and I did it, then people would laugh and then right. people would go, oh, that was great. And then when they saw a special, like, oh, I've seen this I've before. already heard it, yeah. He, get, he oh. came up with it. Yeah, he gets true. the right to say it. You can say it after right. the special has no, been I'll released. Say like a year later, you could talk. About yeah, yeah, yeah. A year later, yeah. but you yeah. can't do it Not new stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so. But you said Bill Burr's made a living of. Of, of, of Yeah, what did you go, how'd you go toe to toe? What happened? Bill Burr could, Bill Burr, if he said to me, bro, you know the, the fucking earth is flat, I would simply <laughs> go, really? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and just go, I can't wait to do this. And, but that's also my relationship with him is that I'm, I've known him for a very long time. And I love when he gets like that. I love when he rants. I love to hear yeah. his brain work. And you came out and <laughs> sat next to him. And I sat in between him and Rogan. This? this was on election night. Where? So we were at the comedy, the comedy store, store in the and main it, room. And it was a... And Stan Hope's manager came up to me and was like... Was it on stage in front of an audience? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't really know that. Stan Hope's manager sold saw... Out, uh, sold out audience. I think 800,000 people were watching No, but it was, a, yeah. was it a roast or something? Or? No, we were just watching... Like about the election. Watching gotcha. the election we results coming in. Gotcha, gotcha. So, okay. Stan Hope, so Stan Hope organized it. Okay. Reached out to me, Burn Rogan. was like, hey, I want to do... Um, I want to do a live show, a live podcast at the at the store... Um, Rogan, can you just set it up? And then I'll be out there. And then Bingo fell, and he thought she was going to die. And then we thought it was canceled. And Rogan's like, well, fuck. I've already got everything in motion. And then stand-up called me. He's like, I'm not canceling, but I'm in a bad way. I need you to meet me at the club at like at the, at the store at like 5. Hmm. And I get there, and it's him and Marilyn Manson. And 5's too early. Oh, yeah, like, Marilyn Manson was there. <laughs> I forgot. Like it, was like, it was like maybe show started at 8. He was like, get there at 6.30 or get there mm-hmm. at 6. Or, and so I went back, um, and... Uh, and so it was very emotional. It was very like Stan Hope was touch and go. He was up and off stage because yeah. I think he was you know emotional. And so at times they were trying to fill seats. It was a bizarre fucking night. Jim we Jeffries were... brought his son out yeah. and we were smoking a joint. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh and, then I, and then someone took a picture of it, posted it, and they were like, hey, you got to take yeah, that yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Crazy. you came out and... Well, and, they they asked me to come in and they're like, we haven't had a woman on yet. And I was like, oh, okay, Sure. I thought it was just like them doing a pod. I didn't realize there were a ton of people in there. And so I come and sit down and we're all having a conversation. Now I've had plenty of arguments with Bill, you know, and me and his wife will like, we've like teamed up against him before or whatever. And then like (laughs) Rogan and I have had, you know, ups and downs and tons of conversations. So I didn't really think that it was a big deal for me to like disagree or battle them mm-hmm. on what they were saying because this is what I would normally do if we were in the back bar at the comedy store. Sure. And Bill Burr was talking about how Hillary Clinton, just because she was the first lady, doesn't give you the right to be president. Like it doesn't like and and I was like, well, that's not true, but like because she's that's a that's a job. And it's a political appointment, and it's and by a, the way, by the way, it's a service position. He did this. He did their conversation on Conan the next night. Really? Oh. He did your conversation. on Oh, I Conan. didn't even know that. He was like, uh, 
I don't fucking call the plumber. And the plumber's like, hey, I can't make it, but my wife can show up. Right. Is it, yeah. a, is it yeah. a point you made? That was the point no, Bill made. Oh, that was okay. the point that he made, and I disagreed right. with him. And I was like, well, that's not true. And he goes, well, if just because he's like, my mom's a nurse in the emergency room. I can't just like walk in there and start working on bodies. And I said, if you were also an ER nurse, you could like <laughs> M- Michelle Obama is a lawyer, just like Barack Obama. Yeah. Hillary Clinton <laughs> has just as much experience as Barack Obama. Like that's a completely invalid argument. Like they're, they're both, uh-huh. law- you know, with Michelle and, uh, and Barack, they're both lawyers. They it went was, to law school. Like it was heated. With a group of people <laughs> dialed in to like Bill right. first. Right. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I, I'm not, oh, I'm I've not never joking. gotten so much mail in my life. Really? Like so many comments. Like I didn't know that. This. And they were 50-50. There was no middle of the road. It was either like, this was, you're the greatest comedian I've ever heard, or I hope well, you die you. in the middle of the right. road and I get to watch it. Damn. Like, I it mean, was, it, it was so split. And, and That's what awesome. was, what yeah. was happening, I, I think, I don't know if, uh, if, I, I, so I did Rogan's podcast the very next day, and we got there, and Jamie, they had unlisted the video. The video was unlisted. Wait, the video from that night? And it was unlisted. It was unlisted. They just put the live one up on TV, on right. the thing, and the audio was fucked up. Right. It was unlisted. And it had 876,000 views. Oh, and, and so that means that 800,000 people were watching it live. Live. Right. And, 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 uh, didn't help my special at all, which aired that Saturday. <laughs> oh man, really? Where did it air live? Was it on you YouTube, were so blasted yeah. that I, night too, and I like we were. Blitz. And by the way, let me just say, like Bill and I, like often we would cover the mic. He's like, "We're not fighting, right? Like we're not." I'm like, "No, we're like, yeah. we're like we disagree." <laughs> I'm like, "Why does everybody think that just because you disagree on something, you're fighting? Yeah, like it doesn't." Hate this person, Bill's, Bill's uh, intensity has right. Like so, like Bill, Bill's a black person at heart. He can he communicates let me, with passion. Let me tell you that. So he was also at the Big Poppy roast. Yeah. So I got to roast Bill Burr for the first time. Wow. I was like, finally, like yes. Oh, you know you what I like, mean? Wow. These are thoughts I've had in my head <laughs> as I laid in bed. I literally, written. I was like, listen, I've watched all your specials. I'm a huge fan, but I have to tell you, as a woman, I'm always a little confused. Like in one special, you're telling me to pay for my own dinner, and another special, you're telling me to stop being such a feminist cunt. I said, <laughs> I said. Your specials remind me a lot of Donald Trump's tweets because every time you put one out, I'm like, that's not what you said two years ago. <laughs> he's just dying laughing. And then oh, I, I talked about him like and all his parts that he's played on television. I was like, oh, you know, you play a gangster. You filmed your special in Atlanta. Like you're, you're a drug dealer. I said, literally, the widest thing about you is that you married a black girl. <laughs> I mean, and he just he's so happy about it. Like he's he, a great he guy. never really gets roasted. Like people yeah. don't really attack him. But I mean, maybe his fans are like people who call him a misogynist or whatever. He's but a like, very regular dude. Like he's, he's a, such like, a just a dude. He's, like he's not. It's not like uh, like you know. I don't. I don't. I can only imagine how much. I could probably guess how much money he makes a year. Mm-hmm. I'd be off by probably six or seven million. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but man. You hang out with him and you would never no, fucking know it. The very it. first time I talked to him, yeah. he got my phone number so that he could text me recipes. 
He's like, yeah. you gotta, you gotta stop using the grill. You gotta go get a cast iron skillet, and you gotta give, you gotta give fork chops a butter bath. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking? Like, and then he's like, I'll send you the recipe. I got this great recipe for pork chops, and he That's sends a me a Bill picture. Burr, right, he sends me this recipe, and it's just pictures of a Bon Appetit magazine like recipe. Like you could see the crease in the middle, and I'm like, this is the most. I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna delete this. He, he, he me, him, and Tommy did a podcast. Tommy Segura did a podcast, and we walk out, and uh, and we ha- we all had cigars. We had a couple whiskeys, and we're walking out. And um, notably, Bill had the least expensive car of the three of us. Of course. And and uh, Tom goes like, Bill, what's up with this? What's up with your fucking what are you car? Doing here? And Bill goes, I fucking own it, Tommy. I, fucking, I own it. I own right. it. I fucking own it. They can't take it away from me. They right. can't take it away from me. Mm-hmm. And, and Tom's I like that like, mentality, by the way. And Tom's like, uh, Tom's got a fucking. Two hundred thousand dollar Porsche, I think. Yeah, and the blue like, one. Yeah. And he's oh like, my god, it's yeah, so ridiculous. Yeah, it's 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 one that you. It's a collector's Porsche. He doesn't own it. Uh, I think he actually does. Oh shit! I no, he, he does. I think he actually paid cash for it. I'm sure he did. I think he actually, like he told me. What? I love when your voice goes up I like that because you're like happy up. and mad at the same time. I told, I told, That's your. I was like, I shouldn't be saying this. But I'm saying oh, it. I saw it. There was like there was like four cars in his driveway and a Porsche, and I go. The fuck's a Porsche doing in here? And he goes, oh, ah, I treated myself. I thought wow. when I went there that it was the maid's well, car. <laughs> like I was like, because it's blue. It looks like something that like blue? a Mexican would own. No offense, <laughs> but like <laughs> the color, the color palette just not. Well, white. it just seems like something ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like where it's like, oh, this one was cheaper, so I'll get the blue one. Dude, he got. My I mean, head. I'm not it's saying funny. navy blue. This is like electric blue. Like no, yes, no, he got it's my not head. color most dudes would. Well, like out. when you see a yellow I, car, you're yellow, like, well, that's no. cheaper. Yeah. yeah. So I understand um, why you got oh, the no. yellow Lamborghini. Some people like yellow, and I hate that. That's the Some worst people car. like my. I remember one time I saw a yellow car, and I said to my dad, "We were. I was looking for a car for my 16th birthday. Geometric. A white Fox. It was eleven thousand dollars. <laughs> Wait, which is a lot white of money. Fox? What a do you white, mean? Get a, a white F, Volkswagen Fox. Oh, I don't even remember that. those. It, uh, it was a great car. It was a great car. It was quick, but it wasn't too fast. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, was it convertible? Nope, nope. It was, was kind of like small. Bug? I might. I wouldn't lie to you right now. I might buy that again just to enjoy driving. Just so you have the really I love that white car. Fox. I love that car. And then I had a white Jetta, and then I had a, a Cherokee, and then I and then I and then I bought my own car. I bought a, a, a Expedition. Nice. When I was like twenty. Was it white? Nope, it was black. I always wanted a black car. I like white and black cars. That's all I have. That's all I've had in my life is white and black cars. That's it. Me my too. Wife, my wife had me buy a tan Navigator one time, and I fucking hated it yeah. every day. I had I've had it. white and black cars too. Yeah, so I have, my first car was like light blue, but that's because that it was my parents. Yeah, I've always liked white, and this time I got black. I'll never get a black car again, though. I don't like it. I hate my black car. I, mean, I, I hate it. It never my looks f- clean. No, I no, hate it. It's like. I had a dark, dark, deep blue car that the Audi that I had before that was, yeah. and it had walnut interior. It was so beautiful, but it got recalled, and I had to like give it back because there was no fixing for it. Like it, when the airbags came out, like shrapnel hit you, yeah. so it would like the airbags would kill you. Holy so I had to like, and I lost like fifteen grand on the car. It was like it. I mean, it was just it was a nightmare, and it got rolled into this new. I've never leased a car, so now my car payment is like as much as my rent. Which is so ridiculous, yeah, because I had to give away back the car. What car are you leasing now? This uh, Audi Q5. 
that has a brand new tire on it, by the way. <laughs> it's the SUV, yeah. The but SUV? I get the three core that, that has like I that's like that. Very, I like that's that. That's a car. really great car. I know yeah. it's a great car, and that's what my I had before. Just bought one, and my wife drove us um, from his house to her, our house to feed our dogs. I was like, this is a really nice. It's pretty car. nice. Yeah, they're nice. I know my boyfriend always uses it when I'm out of town, and I'm like, well, it's fine. Like but I don't need Rich Eisen show shoot here. Yeah, they shoot down by the airport. I thought that it's was Direct in TV Boston. Studios. I know. No. Wow. Um, no. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Hold on. So uh, go back to cars. Yeah. My first car was uh, maroon. Ooh. Bur- <laughs> burgundy. Wait, can we guess what it is? Let us guess. Wait, let me guess. A Grand Am. No, no. It Ooh. wasn't. Uh, Mustang convertible. Uh, let me show you a picture. Taurus. Ford Taurus. Ooh, a Ford, uh, Ford Tempo. Oh, Ooh, a Tempo? That was some, like the smaller Taurus. Ooh, was it, was it the... Uh, Oldsmobile the, Cutlass. The Ford Probe? I'm going to show you a Did, picture. Get out of here. This is my Wait, problem. let this, us guess a couple more times. Yeah, more fun than find out what kind of car you uh, have. I'm like show you a picture a, of my prom. Was it a truck? No, it was not a truck. Okay, Ooh. it was a sedan? Two-door, four-door? Two-door. Camaro. Uh, Boom! What? <laughs> How did you know that? Oh, Wait, let me see. Look at the license plate. And you're wearing a white say? tux. Zoom into the license the plate. License plate and says, I want you to read it out loud. No blacks allowed. <laughs> it says it's, John Reeves. It's no. my damn name. Get out of here. No, it fit perfect. Nothing clever. Not a nickname. My stupid I can't believe that fits name. on a license plate. 100% not clever because if you ever did anything bad in traffic, That's the worst thing like, ever. Who cut me off? Yeah. John Reeves. Who did this shit to my yard? John Reeves. That's him. That's his name on his car. I love that that fits on a license plate, John but not Reed. on the marquee looks, at the comedy store. It looks black. <laughs> It's on the- <laughs> I'm just fucking with it's you. It's cursive at the comedy store. Uh, it looks black, but it's actually burgundy. Dude, that whole car. so I have the Look new the black license plate the for... I saw the mullet first yeah, yeah. time. Have you seen that one? The, Wait, the, the California one. one. I got the black license plate for the black car. Uh, no, uh, I know they exist. I they have. just like they came out in California with the black license plate with yellow letters. Remember the old blue ones that had yeah, yellow? Yeah. So now oh, they have black nice. ones with yellow that look so dope on a black car. That's literally the only reason I like I my car like right now. I the way they look. I hate this this new one, and it, and it's so bougie to say shit like that. But my old one was just like <laughs> I had the the old Q5 that was oh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, gonna yeah, kill yeah. me. Like it was yeah. just so sweet. I, I were looking at cars right what now. What was your first car? My first car was a white one. Fox. The, the white Fox. Fox. My first I was an old mobile Cutlass. It was a wait. Let's see. I used to have, have a, a cab. Um, let's let's uh, let's try the year of this car so that you know. So I'm gonna type in the white rabbit. No, 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 no. Dragon Fox, uh, nineteen eighty six. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Was it? Um, what, what year is it right now? Twenty seventeen. And I was I'm forty four. So Volkswagen thirty Fox. years ago. So seven. Okay, uh, so that would have been ninety. I see eighty seven. Uh, I, I see Jetta. I don't see Fox. Hang on. Eighty seven. You would have been fourteen. Nineteen eighty eight. would be around yeah, that time. Same, right. same car. Same. A couple on. years Let's old. Look at this motherfucker. I had a Volkswagen <laughs> Cabrio. Yeah. Let me see it. It was not a bad. Okay, yeah, it was. Show it on the video screen too. It looks like something that Griswolds would have driven. Sixteen thousand dollars. I swear to God, I can see Timmy chasing this thing, going to fucking. Well, why aren't you showing it? Wait, that's uh, not my fucking car. Hold on. <laughs> that's not pulled up, man. It's not. God damn it, John. Hey, I don't own it. I cannot wait. I'm in in two go. and a half years, I'll be done with my lease, and this I'm going to. This was my car. Let me see that. Because I typed in exactly what you said. This was my car. All right. 
a white fox. God damn, it looks so nerdy now. I thought it was so cool. It looks like a, a fake Let BMW. Let me see. Let me yeah, see. It's got a little bit of a German vibe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Show it on the video so people at home. BMWs. Well, that's not going to help if you're just like moving it from really far away. If you could get a car right now. Okay, we're going through this right now. Can I tell Okay. Once again, once again, I don't like, I don't like, I'm just, I'm just being real about life. I'm not, I don't mean to isolate people or alienate people. I don't want you to sound like I'm rich because I know that I'm going to say like, I'm, uh, are we going cars? I'm, yeah, we're going cars. So I said to my wife and my business manager and everyone, I want a new car. Mm-hmm. I said, what can we afford? And they're like, you know, you're putting in a new pool. You can afford less of stuff. First of all, I know what I can afford and I go, so I'm getting that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever the so, fuck I want I even yeah right you? whatever I want because I work for it what can I afford and then they go they said $400 a month and I go I'm not driving that car and they're like <laughs> and they go yeah but you know because our main goal is to try to put uh, money in our retirement so that right. I don't have to worry at 50 if I'm doing the road right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's nice a smart decision we'll put a pool in we just redid the house and they're like spend 400 bucks a month it's not gonna it's never gonna bust you like I said our mortgage is nothing our mortgage is nothing. Our taxes are nothing. Like, all we're doing is socking away cash so that me and Leanne don't have to worry about money or the girls or anything. Yeah. And and it's it's the Bill Burr well, the world It's the Bill Burr Yeah, dude. And, Get it. And, and, and so I said, I know. Like, Bill was making millions a year, and he was driving a, a 19 or a 2004 Prius mm-hmm. that he owned <laughs> since 2004. And he was like, dude, it fucking runs. Yep. Yeah. That's all that fucking matters. Yep. Now, I would love to say that I have that part of Bill. And that's what makes Bill endearing to America. Yeah. But I think I, apply, I I connect with the other part of Americans that are like, I kind of want the fun shit before I die. Yeah, no, like, I want to. Why wouldn't yeah. I spend $1,000 a month on the car that I want? I want a yeah. big body Mercedes. I want a I'm fucking G-Wagon. Yeah. I want something... I want something a little ostentatious. I want to pull up to the store and I want people to go, whoa, how are you? You must be right. doing good on the road. Doing well. As opposed to pulling up in like a like a Audi A4, which I'm a little bigger, too big to drive. And everyone's which like, there's four of in the I, I parking lot already. And everyone's like, everyone's like, oh, you're driving your wife's car? And I'm like, right. oh, we share it. I mm-hmm. used to feel that way. You know, we got really lucky on this truck and we got, we got it. Uh, we got my wife got into an accident, and they gave us eleven thousand dollars back, and so we put it towards a down payment on the truck. Great. So we got to buy the truck at a cheap price. Great, but like I, I, I go. Part of me is like, part of me is that part of America that wants more than they can afford. Like I, you know, I always thought I'd have a boat. Like I, but just, that is our generation. Our generation is the credit. What's that? Which one the AC back on? Yeah, yeah. Our generation is the credit card generation, where you're like, right. well. I'll just Spend. pay it off later. Yeah I'll, that, yeah, I'll figure it out. Dude, my business managers, like, by the way, I'm just like, every, I'm like paycheck to paycheck constantly because like, like I said, I'm not making anything on the road, but I have to do it. It's like every time you get to it's a new level. It's the best level, move you'll ever make, Sarah. I'm being dead serious. Really? Because it's it is the best decision you'll literally ever the hardest make. thing I've ever done in my life. And I'm working so hard and bringing, I've li- just so America knows, I mean, I bring home 35% of everything that I make. Right. Because... That's the other thing you guys can hear when we talk money. It's like, it's like we pay agents, managers, lawyers, business managers. And then taxes at the end. And then taxes. I pay 40% More in taxes. taxes than- So, plus 25%, and this is all off the top. So, yeah. like, if I make $15,000 doing Comedy Jam, I bre- my check was 4800 exactly, that's, that's, that's what, exactly what, what we that's make. That's what you make. <laughs> my- By the way, I almost walked out of Comedy Jam, and then my agent was like, hey, it's fifteen grand for a day. And I went, 
they're paying us? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Done it for free, and I was like, oh, I'm back in. I'm back in. Yeah. Whatever, whatever uh, Peter, what's his name? The guy, Peter? Joel. Joel. Whatever Joel wants, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, Joel. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I was being difficult, Joel. But just saying, like, if America's listening and you were to bring home $15,000 for a week, mm-hmm. you would bring home about $10,000. Right. But I, I brought home 4800 So I'm just yeah. saying, like, if if I make $100,000 a year, Literally, I bring home 30. It's still a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah. But you know, when you start But if you more. if I'm bringing you home it, if I'm think- making 2500 on a weekend, which is normally what I make and I'm bringing home 600. Like for a week of work, $600 is not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It, you know, like you factor it out, it's less than minimum wage if yeah. you put in all the hours and stuff. And so, if you figure that's your one job for the week, right? And you're making six hundred bucks, and figure this out: you got two kids, right? You got two I don't. kids. Yeah, no, but that's you, what I had. I yeah. had two kids, and that's. I mean, the reason I said yes to Travel Channel is because I was like, they they offered me like a lump sum, and I was like, yeah, yes. No, when so much better when than people me. see celebrities on commercials. Way, I was making twenty five hundred bucks when I started working for Travel Channel, right? My initial offer at the improvs was thirteen hundred dollars. Crazy. I was weekend. I had two kids. They offered mm-hmm. me thirteen weekends. I took it. What year is that? This is uh, two thousand four, right. two thousand five, two thousand four. Uh, thirteen hundred dollars, and I took it. I remember Aaron mm-hmm. said, "I'm gonna." By the way, I'm, I apologize, Aaron, if I if I'm fucking your game up by telling everyone what I made. But <laughs> Aaron was like, "I'm gonna give you an offer. It's gonna suck. Just don't let Barry Katz fuck it up." Right. And she goes, "Just say yes. This is how you'll work the road." Barry. Thirteen hundred bucks. Next year, fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. Next year, seventeen hundred bucks. Yeah. Next year, fifteen hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Next year, fifteen hundred bucks. Next year, seventeen hundred bucks. Next year, next year, two thousand dollars. And by the way, once again, remember these are increments. I'm going up from six hundred bucks, or not even. I'm not even six hundred bucks. I'm making like three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks right. a weekend for doing, but doing something I absolutely fucking love. And I wasn't buying drinks. That's another right. that's a big dent. You get the free drinks. Yeah, like people go. That that's the other thing that said that sucks when you're a comedian because we do get to do what we love, but people go, oh, must be nice. Yeah. Like when you complain and you're like, I I get to complain about my job too. Like I I love my job for an hour a day. Yeah. You know, just like you, you probably only love your job. It's the other 23 hours of my life that are so. It's like I'm sweating about ticket sales. I'm I'm on the phone. I'm trying to like do tweets and be on Facebook and then like go to lunches with random people just because you have to, this whole business is networking yeah. and I and I have friends and then we want to do a podcast whatever it is it's like it's so much work just to be able to do what you love it's more work today than it was uh, 10 years ago oh, right yeah. I mean because there's so many you, now you have YouTube sensations that are taking up yeah. club dates you have tons of people who are like out there who can fill seats so what is what is why would somebody want me who's just done roast battle that nobody really knows why would you know, someone want a joke writer to go do stand-up? Anymore. Be- and it's the truth. other problem is co- com- comedy clubs used to have built-in audiences because they're like, no matter who we come see, we know we're going to have a great time. Yeah. And then, you know, comedy took a dip, and then social media took over, and then they had to start filling the clubs with people who were popular online right. who didn't really know how to do stand-up. Right. And the people who had no idea who this person was were coming to a comedy club because they yeah. were like, oh, we just like comedy. We'll go see this act. They have a miserable time, and then they never come back. Right. So you don't even have – except I feel like Helium in Philly is one of those clubs where you're like, 
people just come here all the time. Good nights in Raleigh. To me, way. that's what I mean. I sold out almost every show that I never sell out shows, sold and out, I was sold like, out or, uh, there's a di- just so just so well, you know, there's a I mean, like only from a guy. Guys people show really up. For, it's a very big difference between paying. selling out versus uh, right a every paper night. In the room. Right every every room every night the room was full. Right. You could go and to, I don't you necessarily go to, you know go to Toledo. If right. you don't necessarily know, then you didn't sell out. No, I mean like, you don't. Bo- I did, I don't bonus there, so I have no idea. Like that so, was written into so, the contract. So, uh, so these are the two. Just to give you the tiers of it. Uh, I'm like I'm so fucking anal about this. I love that Only because I know what my money, my dollar amount is. Mm-hmm. That every seat has to be sat in for you to sell out. Right. Like that's when a sellout is when everyone's in a yeah. seat. If you see. Four. If you see two open seats, right? Two Too open bad. Seats, if they can get out of it, they will. Like and yeah, and so. Oh yeah. No, but but for for right now, unless you're like, okay, we like we, we didn't sell every seat, but we like you. Here's here's the well, bonus. Like, all anyway. that matters to me that right now sometimes. is that people show up and then. I mean, I sell those cat bandanas well, well, afterwards. What that means is the next time you come through, <laughs> that's you've all I the fan, right? All, yeah, and you all, will sell out next yeah. time. Now, this was a conversation that now, uh, and I'll say this, and I'm, I apologize if I'm speaking out of school. Tom and Christina, but these were the conversations. Tom Segura was always like, and, and by the way, you can't argue with his logic. He was like, fuck those clubs, fuck paper tickets, they're never going to be my fan, I'm going to find my fans, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my fans, and they will be my fans. Meaning, right. like, I'm going to do what I do, I'm not going to compromise, right. I'm not going to fucking go into a weekend at Toledo, uh, panhandle for fucking t-shirts, mm. and... Right. And pander to an audience that doesn't want me there. Right. Okay. I'll go in and do what I do. If they don't like it, great. If I alienate eighty percent of the room, fan fucking tastic. Mm-hmm. I saw the, weed I, out the week. Yeah, weed out the week. Mm-hmm. I saw very different. Um, the top of my material is a little different, a, a lot different, but like our personalities are very different too. <laughs> I'm more of like a glad hander. Like I want people to like me. I really me want too. Like me. That's how I am. So like I and, and Christina called me one day. I was in Aspen uh, doing a corporate. And she goes, I just got these offers to do these clubs and on the road. And Tom's telling me I, sh- I should fucking bail on them and just do my own thing. I go, look, me and you are very similar. You and Tom are different. Me and Leanne are different. Leanne and Tom are very fucking similar. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the thing you fall in love with your partner is, like, the reason you They're find your conscience. Like that. You, yeah. It's like, when I, I talk to Tom, man, I'm, I'm older than Tom. I talk to him like we're twin brothers. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, and so I said... I go, I'll tell you my side of it. I can't argue with what Tom's saying, but I'll say that, like, when I go do Dayton, I know that I have, like, this one old guy that's, like, 80 <laughs> years old who shows up to every one of my shows, yeah. and he makes a shirt every time with one of my catchphrases, and I go, we're, we're aggregating real fans. Like, yeah. those are real fans right. that will never yeah. going to forget you. Like, right. there's a guy in Sacramento I know. Mm-hmm. There's a guy in Dayton mm-hmm. I know. There's a guy in Toledo. Like, a family that go, we see you every time. Right. Yeah, we yep. found you yeah, six every years time. ago. Yeah. Every, that's the, that's and they the bring more people. And, and they go, and that, well, here's the thing that Tom is right about. There are people on this podcast right now that are like, oh, shit, Bert's in um, Denver. They added two Tuesday shows. Fuck. Hold on. And they get up right now from their desk, and they go over and they go, right. guys, we're going to see Bert. Right. And that's what Tom banked on. Tom banked on an industry that did not exist before it existed. I am so lucky hey, that women love me. I'm in the yard, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know I'm how? I'm Georgia pee by the tree tonight. Can I pee on the other side of that pool? I'm going to pee when you get no, back. Don't pee, but don't pee by the pool. 
I want to pee in the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Stand- you can pee anywhere. Just, Standing uh, outside yeah. of it, in. Over yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel very blessed that women like me. I think as a. First of all, as a, and I'll tell you right now because I think, I think it's kind of bullshit. Like I don't think I really don't think there's a difference in why I laugh. Like I don't think I laugh right. at a woman for a different reason than I would laugh at a man. I just laugh at something that's funny. Right. And so, I, but I, there's also a comfort level, like where you you trust me now, like you've seen me before, so you're a little bit no, more open no, to. No, no, no. I laughed at you the first time I saw you. Oh, really? Yeah, like the first time I saw you, I went. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> and they were like, oh, Sarah Tiana, you don't know her? And I was like, no. And they're like, oh, she's fucking amazing. And I was um, like, dude, she's fucking funny nice. as shit. Well, I think that it's hard. Like, um, I remember there was this great GQ article that Christopher... Um, I remember this. I remember the article. remember when article. that came yeah. out? Christopher Hitchens. Hitchens, uh, rest in peace, uh, wrote he about... Died? Yeah, he he died a couple Did years a ago. Huh? Did a woman kill him? <laughs> no, they wanted to after that article so came out. Tell everyone about the article. I the read article, article said uh, why women aren't. It was like why women aren't funny. And by the way, T.J. Miller, it, produced, shout out T.J. Miller. You know I love you, bro. I will always have your back. Mm-hmm. I will always have your back. I showed T.J. Miller one time, and I and I regretted it more than anything I've ever done in this business. And I I just should have just realized that I was doing something that I would never want to done to me. And and I and so. And it was, it was, I won't bring it up, but like, I always have your back. But TJ Miller said something very interesting that had, had roots in it that I think everyone attacked him before very recently. I'm sure you read it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I was like, and I really regret not coming to his, to his defense, but it was something I read and then it was, I was like, you know what? If I put fuel in the fire, it might get bigger and I don't want him to I do don't, that. What are you? He said something. I won't say what he said, uh, only because I don't want to, I don't want right. to fight with TJ. But, right. like, he, but ultimately it was like, it's the same thing. It's, I'll tell you what my experience of it is. Today, my daughter, we said, we picked up my daughter's at school. I don't want to forget this Christian Christian thing. No, you won't. We, I picked up my daughter's at school and I said, uh, we're going to uh, Dick's out in Pasadena <laughs> to go get spikes, because I just playing softball, mm-hmm. and then tennis shoes for tennis. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I need a new softball glove, new helmet, and new bat for this season. And she, by the way, she came out of school in a great fucking mood. Mm-hmm. She goes, I don't want to go. I go, you're going. We're going to go now so we miss traffic. She was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. We get in the car and, and then my wife goes, Isla, how was your day? And she goes, it was bad. And I went, no, you're not allowed to do this. She goes, what? And I go, I saw you walk out, walk out of school. You said it. You were smiling. You were happy. Right. Now what you're doing is trying to leverage emotion like a woman right. and cry so that no one can fucking argue with you because you had a bad day. And my wife was talking to other people, so she didn't see – this is why we're fighting right now. Mm-hmm. She didn't see Isla come out happy. Yeah. And I go, Isla, you're not allowed to do this. you got to – like, I was never allowed to do this as a boy. I was, if I did that, my dad, my dad would say to me, don't you fucking cry. You be a fucking man. Man. Be a fucking – if you cry, you – God forbid, and I'd be like, my, I'm making him sound worse than he really was. One that actual conversation happened over the phone. <laughs> but, and by the way, and by the way, I was 25. And you're about to cry. It's okay. I'll give you a reason to cry. And I had written some checks. <laughs> I'd written some checks that fucked up his bank account. And so maybe oh. I should have maybe it was uh, accurate. I oh love no. when your voice gets That's high. Great. It's like Chunk in the it Goonies. So Every so moment bad. like How that. Bad? 
And then oh, I pushed my brother uh, okay, down the stairs. Thousands. Uh, no, no, a uh, thou, thou, a thousand. I, 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 I wrote a check. I wrote a check for plane flights to uh, to Aspen and a trip to Aspen <laughs> without running it by him. And whoopsie and, and he called. He was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then I. Was it after I Dumb and Dumber came out? Plane, You're like, Dad. when was it after Dumb and Dumber came out? You're like oh. Aspen, <laughs> California. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but all my Why friends were you going to Aspen? Oh my god, break, amazing! I, I just figured how, like, I was like five hundred. It, it just added up. A couple checks added up, and then, and then he called me, and and he had a full right to be angry, and I tried yeah. to get out of it by crying, mm. and my dad said, "Don't you fucking cry." You be a man and you deal with your responsibilities. I didn't raise this fucking kind of a person. I'm right. And, and I was like, I was like, and my mom was on the phone and my mom was like, don't speak to him like that. And in my head, I was like, I think he probably should. But, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's right. Like today. You deal with that? Okay. And, and, I, and I, and it was wrong. And then the whole family fought, not, not bad, but not, not that I'd ever want it shown on social media. And then we went to the Glendale Mall and Galleria and. And, and now I fucked up your story. And this is what I hate about me on a podcast: is that <laughs> I want Christopher Hitchens. No, I want it. I think oh, that was TJ a... said. TJ said something basically. TJ the fact who? That, like, I, I just TJ Miller. TJ Miller. Yeah, he said something basically the fact of women never had to use their personalities to get laid, so they don't. I, I think I don't oh. know what he said, okay. and I'm not shit on him, but he said like they never had to develop their personalities to get laid. I do understand that to a sense where like. I'm not the best looking guy, but I did hook up with hot chicks. Mm-hmm. And it's, that doesn't happen the other direction. There's not a lot of ugly chicks that are like so funny. Guys are like, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucker. Right. You know? but yeah. There's a lot of ugly guys who get hot chicks because they're fun to be around, myself included. Well, I, I think. I do not disagree. The article in GQ that Christopher Hitchens wrote Thank was you about. Thank so much for bringing this full circle. <laughs> yeah, no problem. This is this is the fun and the fun. By the way, we've already been here for an hour thirty. And we, I feel like we've been here for like forty minutes. I have no, oh, yeah, it does going, not feel going. long. Um, I got an audition at like ten a.m. So I don't know how much more I could do. <laughs> I have a flight. At, FYI, I have a flight just, at six a.m. It's a Nickelodeon show, so it doesn't we'll really fun. matter. We'll be fine. We'll um, be fine. So Christopher Hitchens wrote this article about why women aren't funny. And it got attacked. And, you know, I think it was a lot of clickbait, to be honest. But I thought he made a lot of really good points. Like, women were outraged. And I was like, no. Basically, a lot of his point was that it's it's difficult to laugh at a woman. Because as a man, you're raised to think that women are amazing and beautiful. And they're supposed to be treated with respect. You're not supposed to be mean to a girl. supposed to be nice to a girl. You don't hit a girl. You don't say bad things to a girl. So... Laughing at mm-hmm. a girl is also part of that realm, really and I completely agree point. with that. Like, yeah. I feel like as a woman, that is always a little bit of a hurdle that I have to get over. Now, my predecessors, like Roseanne and Paul Poundstone and like uh, Sarah Silverman, like they've they've been able to kind of slay that first hurdle for me. So now, when I get on stage, people are a little bit more like. Receptive, open receptive. To it. Yeah, They're yeah. open to it, sure. as opposed to maybe like just five years ago. Um, and, I, I agree but with also, that. a lot of women took that first hurdle, and you know, because now it's very popular to be like, "I'm a whore and I drink vodka through my vagina" or whatever. And I'm like, "I don't. I, mean, I just don't do that. <laughs> like, I, 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 I just drink it the normal way." I don't know why Amy Schumer doesn't do that on stage. <laughs> well, also, like, she should. You know Upside what I mean? Like, funnel. it becomes very, and, and I don't mean to throw Louis C.K. under the bus, but I feel like 
sometimes he is edgy for the sake of being edgy. And I feel like a lot of women become dirty for the sake of being dirty. Just to say, like, I'm saying outrageous things about my body. Whereas I'm like, I'd rather talk about uh, camping. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's I don't cool. know. No, like, no, that's just that's who good. I am. Cool. So, so the thing that I'll say, do you have to, you have to go to the bathroom? I do, so but I, on, I can wait. Go, no, go in the, go in the okay. house. Just, um, you can go to the girls. I think, what time is it? I've already marked this tree up here. So <laughs> Leanne's awake. You can use our restroom, our bathroom. But if you can use the girls' bathroom, that's the easiest one for you. And by the way, please appreciate that my daughters renovated their own bathroom, picked their own fixtures. And from the south, you will love their toilet seat. Oh, yes. Come back and give us a full report. Yeah. I can't wait to hear. (laughs) Um, By the way, I just realized I told her to go to the bathroom in the middle of the one thing that she is an expert on, which is now she's going to be two dudes just shitting on women comics. (laughs) I know. We should switch topics then. Well, let's... let's, Okay. Don't let let us forget that. All right. Put a pin in the T.J. Miller, uh, whatever it was that... Louis C.K., Louis C.K., Louis C.K. Okay. That's where I want to start off. I walked Louis in on C.K. TJ. I didn't know what, what, what was going on there. Um, what uh, What's the podcast you guys started? Well, thank you. We started a, a podcast on the same uh, All Things Comedy Network. We just it, had a meeting with uh, Michael today. It's called Fried. And so it basically came about. Um, I've started and stopped two or three podcasts over, yeah. over my span. Um, Sarah's why? never, why? Sarah's, just Sarah's never done like, one. Do you, get, do you get in the middle of it and go... What I'm not doing? enjoying this. Um, first of all, I don't have the work ethic or the energy that some some people do. That's that's the biggest problem. The second biggest problem was I did two with John Heffern, and I love John, but we are we are two headliners. Ships passing in the night. It's hard it was to very do. hard to get us together, yeah. uh, but we did good for a long time. And then I started one just by myself with my friend Shannon, and um, that was going fine. But it, I just felt it not doing anything. It was a lot of work for me um, doing with no results. So, but then I know it's a long haul. You got to put in like a thousand shows before something happens. So, so we're back again. And then, uh, so I call Al, I call Al Madrigal. I said, Hey buddy, I want to do another podcast. And he goes, you know, I get comedians who call me every, almost every day of your caliber, (laughs) caliber. I love that you when you get like this. vodka's kicking in, brother. By the way, right now, everyone's I can't going, say, say the everyone's word. Everyone's like... Say the word. Caliber. God damn you. My boat. I have a good drunk mouth. Caliber. Caliber. Yeah. yeah that's a hard one. Caliber. 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 Yeah. Uh, he goes, but you'll start it and you'll stop it. I go, all right, well, I kind of want to do another one. Uh, I'll do it on your network. And then he goes, oh, let me think about it. And, he, and then he saw me and Sarah together at the uh, Wild West Comedy Fest uh, in, uh, in Nashville. Yeah. And he goes, I, I think you... Sarah and Nate would be cool to have a podcast called, and we just call it Fried. And, and Nate said, well, I'd love to do it, but I'm not going to be around that much. So me yeah. and Sarah just said, we'll do one. So we have our own podcast now. We've only done one that's out. We've done, we've done like six or seven. But, but there's, they come out Fridays. Uh, fried days. It's two Southern people living in Los Angeles trying to make their way in this business any way they know how. Yeah. Uh, and we talk. We have. We have. We have my mother calling in doing movie reviews. That's great. We have her mother calling in teaching us stuff. Her dad's going to call in and give some football. I picks. turn your your uh, audio down, Sarah. But or, oh no, that's okay. You can keep it. No, 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 no. But keep talking your mic real quick. I'm talking into it. Right. I need more ice. about our new podcast called Fried on the All Things Net. All Things so, yeah, Net. make another cocktail, please. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, and so, so far, it's been, with our first guest was Brad Paisley. So we talked to him for 30 minutes in the first episode. Okay, so can I, can, I, can I give you my please. insights on the podcast? Please. 
is yeah, like, I need is like, is like you got to be really attentive to what your fans are digging. Yeah, and like you got to listen to them. Like, man, my biggest thing that my fans hate. Number one, I must have a bunch of audio engineers who are my fucking fans because they're like, dude, really? your audio sucks, dick. I've lost, I lost so many listeners just by my audio. My really? first four years. Because well, even this audio is going to be like touch and go because because the truth is it's like there's an intimacy to it. You know, yeah, like yeah. I'll tell you one of my favorite things. They want insights. They want personal. In a podcast is Rogan used to have a, a a landline in his man in his studio. By the way, you have to be a legit Rogan fan to know this. And if you're not, hit me up. Wait, was it tell, me, tell me? Tell me? I remember the landline on Rogan's thing. Yeah. Was it T one line? No, it was just a landline in okay. his office, and I it was it it went to nowhere. And it was useless. I knew it. It just started ringing in the middle of his show. I love. And he would be like, "I gotta get rid of this fucking phone." And, but I would love when the phone rang because it got it like what made me giggle going. Hello. I, still have, I like. Well, I wish how I had does that he... number? And, yeah. and I, I think I did have that number at one point. But I was like, I'm never gonna be the guy that. How does that. he answer it? Like, hello, Joe. Like Joe Rogan's office. <laughs> he never like, answered it. He never, he never answered, answered it. it. it was never just there. It. Yeah, it was just. It was Amazing. just in his office that it would ring. And man, I am lucky enough to say that I did Rogan back when it was in his house. Yeah, because it was such an intimate experience. Mm-hmm. It was such a cool like. It's almost like, you know, you know, Rogan's so big now that you go. Uh, yeah. Like I'm lucky if I do it a couple times a year. Yeah. Only because he just has people I'd rather hear speak than me. Like. Yeah, did yeah, you learn yeah. A lot about podcasting from that. Oh, I learned so much from him, man. I learned so much from him. I'm learning more from Ari now because Ari really is like an, like an, Ari really doesn't give a fuck about anything. I thought about him, um, to, if we're gonna be 100 percent honest, my ticket sales in Brea are slow, mm-hmm. and I'm, I've, it's, that hasn't happened all year. I've never had a weekend that I rolled into that hasn't sold out, and so I'm like, what's going on? And I, and it's bothering me. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, I wish I had Ari's brain because Ari just did a Netflix special. He's arguably. The biggest he's ever been in his entire life, mm-hmm. and he's not doing the road. Mm-mm. He's like, fuck it. <laughs> well, he also like, got a flip phone, remember? Yeah. I he's, go, he was like, I don't want email to be next to me. Find this in your life, Bert, where you don't fucking care. I, I, I think that so that nice. is a personality trait, though. Like, I, I keep thinking about, like, I look at people like that, too, and I'm like, how do I do that? And I'm like, it's just not in me. Like, genetically, it's just not I in care. me to not care. I care. I care. Yeah. I care. It's, that, I some, and that I say is, sometimes I don't care, but that's I That's blood. I that is, you know, if people believe in, like, signs or whatever, like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's the Aquarius in me, but, like... You're, I want to talk to everybody. I want to talk to everybody after my show. I'm very excited to meet people. I keep in I touch. Can use a new one too. I give people my email. You know what I mean? Like I am oh, like you are as bad as I am. I'm, I'm so bad about it. I mean, I'm just like yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, because say if someone well. asks me, I'm like okay. Like I, I don't know how to say no. And. <laughs> You know Ari. I did Ari's podcast after I got catfished, and it it you got catfished. You got what? Yeah, it was Someone like it's by you? it's probably his third biggest uh, podcast oh, he's ever done. I want to hear this. Oh, that was after I got back from. That was cat- my uh, was not the Afghanistan tour. You know, Let I've been on this. like thirteen military tours. You. It was like one military tour. I start. I met this guy in Djibouti, Africa. Djibouti. Djibouti. Which, by the way, Djibouti. <laughs> <laughs> I got excited when I heard Djibouti. As you say Djibouti. <laughs> like, I, I know. 
I guess I'm just I was, sperm on my I was trying to think of a roast joke the other day by using. I put some just sperm on my junk. So just at your Djibouti. So wait, so wait, you, what, what do you mean you got catfish? Okay, so in Djibouti, which by the way starts with a D and ends with a booty, so I think it's the best name for a country in Africa. But. Uh, so yeah, I met this guy. He said he was like special forces. I thought you were gonna say special needs. Yeah, I love special needs guys. We get we read together. We're on the same level. Um, so I met him there. We just like completely connected and just we we just started like writing to each other. We we hung out all night. I kissed him at the end of the night. We just started emailing and writing. It turned into skyping. It turned into a relationship. To where he's like, I want to marry you, and we're gonna. I'm gonna move to Los Angeles. Whoa! And I was like, Yeah, I Good mean, times. this is great. This is exactly you're exactly what I want. Like, he, the military had been his life. Yeah. Comedy was my life, and that's why he didn't have. He wasn't married, you know. I wasn't married because comedy had been my life, and it's just kind of not the path that I had taken. And you know, like he just he was always gone because of the special forces thing, right? And I was constantly worried i'm like looking up news in africa like making sure that he hasn't been killed and because uh, it's right across from yemen and it was kind of when we were on the slide taking care of yemen and yeah. uh and then he just started really? acting weird and disappearing no thank you and um so i just like started googling him and i found his mom on Facebook and he told me that his family had died in a car accident. He had no family. Like the military became his family. And I'm like, huh. what? And then I found his wife and I was like, uh oh. Wait, this is like a reverse catfish in a way. Yeah. So you basically didn't meet him first. Right? I met him in person. Kissed him, all that stuff. Right. So and he was then almost catfish. It turns out a fake life or something. So I figure out that he has a wife and he lied to me about everything. Like he's not even from Brooklyn. He's from Connecticut. And like he's not even in the special force. Like my uncle's a two star general. So he looked into it. Like my friends who were in the military, you know, I've done 13 oh, tours. No, so up. I have tons of friends in the military. Oh, 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 I have no. Navy SEALs. Who are, and they were like, uh, uh-uh. uh, no. there's no way this guy's like an E five right. at his age. And I, he shouldn't even, you know, there. So it turns out he's like a contractor. He's not even in the military. Oh, stolen yeah. valor. So anyway, I figure valor. this out. I do is. Ari's yeah. podcast like the day, the day after I find out, I'm like, I'm crying. I'm devastated. I'm like, it's all guy? raw and physical, huh? You were into the guy? We were going to get married. No, she was like, like, we yeah, were talking smitten. about getting married. Like, like, I was completely dude, like, I like, cleaned out drawers in my dresser. Like, I waiting. Bet there's a part of him that was like, um, man, I'll just parallel into this life. Right. Well, I'd love to be with a, like a comic right. out in LA right. and not yeah, go back to, you... to, to Dothan, Georgia. Right. He's like Dothan, a Alabama. good looking guy. Yeah. He's like, Maybe funny. I'll, maybe I'll start doing fitness model stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the podcast comes out. He's like, he just starts. Con- First of all, he's telling me he can't call me because he's like in the jungle somewhere or whatever. And I realized that I'm getting emails from him because he's in the special forces. I can't talk to you. I'm in the, I'm in the I can't talk it. to you. But I realized that I'm getting some emails from his computer and some from his phone. And I'm like, why? 
Do you have your phone with you? Uh, so Wait, that, so like, all these little computer? things triggered me to, like, do research and figure gotcha. out. Okay. And that's when I figured it out. Okay. So after the podcast comes out, he starts threatening me, telling me that the military is going to come after me because he's such an elite. And I'm like, please, oh. bring them on. I would love to talk to them. <laughs> you want my, give them Ooh, my number. You fuck with the wrong I would know? love to speak with them. Oh, By the funny. way, I'm a, you know, I've been on a lot of these tours. The military knows me. They've done FBI background checks on me. They love me. Yeah. My, you know, whatever. I would love to. And, the military. and then, you know, he starts, then all these other women start contacting me and they're like, wait, I'm engaged to him too. So it turns oh out God. he has seven different fiancés and nine illegitimate children. And I'm the one that figured it out and connected all of us. Wow. Like if it wasn't been... for that podcast, they would never have known. They were all finding out at the same time I was. Wow. So we all just ruined his life and like hashtag fuck Derek became this like. Where does this dude live? Derek. I spelled his name. His name is Derek Freeman. D-E-R-E-K. <laughs> yes. And live? then Freeman. R-F-E-R-I-M-A-N. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I ended up speaking anymore. with his brother. Like he was completely. So at 17, when he told me his parents died in a car crash, he found out that his dad was not his real dad. Like his mother had slept with. So he had like his, it was actually his like stepdad who kind of raised him and they just never told him it was someone else. Yeah. And that's when he just like. Fractured. Yeah. So in his mind, he's like, they're dead to me so, or whatever. So yeah, he's well, how- like, hasn't really spoken to his family since then. And I mean, I have, <laughs> It was very bizarre, but like I was like Skyping with women all over the world. Um, and then we just tried to get, cause one of the women who had a baby with him was asleep while he, like he raped her. Oh, so it was a, yeah. So we allegedly, yeah, allegedly. (laughs) So just tried to get the military in on it and they never really respond. I have no idea whatever happened. I don't know where he is anymore and I don't care, but Oh, it's pretty crazy. What if he's like, what if he's, like he's like, man, I just found this guy on Facebook, the machine. I can't wait to hear his podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I think I knew a Sarah. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. he's going to bring me up. We knew a guy in college who was, um, and once again, I'll say allegedly only because I never disliked the guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I never, like, he never like, raped you. I don't have, I, 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 I no, 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 John. no, 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 it's not a rape one. Is that what you were going with? No, I thought we were talking about raping. I mean, instant. John <laughs> uh, Rape over there. John Raper. He, he probably, I should not have gotten high before I started telling this story. Uh, I didn't, by the way, when you handed that to me, I didn't yeah. know that. Was, I thought it was just a vape. I didn't know it was. Uh, oh, it's weed. Marijuana. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I would have. <laughs> I would have rather it was nicotine. Um, I don't have any nicotine That's in here. Okay. I have cigars. Um, it's okay. Hey, so, by the way, do you have a nickname for Segura? Because he's got one for you, the Burnt Chrysler, which is pretty good. Yeah. Do you have one for him? Yeah. Okay. It's called guy that says the N word behind your behind the <laughs> That's a low I've never said it. No. I shout it into a pillow when I'm angry, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> I said I said I have a joke and I can't get the wording right for it. But uh I don't I'm not gonna do this bit. Why? Because it's stupid. It's what, fun. It about oh, no, 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 no. I'm by the way, I just got really fucked up. I know, I can tell. Uh, I'm I so know, glad like, I so, didn't do that. So uh no, but it's it's a good fucked up. Like okay. it's like where your brain has paragraph thoughts but you can't put them into sentences. Right. So we had this guy in college. His name was John. Oh, no. A.K.A. Horndog. That was his nickname. Wait, I think what he gave it to him. Florida State. Florida State. Okay, that's not I won't right. say his last name out of respect for him because I, I never knew that he was lying. Is he like, sitting to your right? And he would just tell you these really fantastic stories that 
He went to Pepperdine to play soccer. And, oh yeah, and, gay. And then, and then, Sorry. Yeah, and then and then and then he was like, he spoke Portuguese, and all these stories were just so fantastic. And my buddy Jeff, I'll say his name Hartley, just started sniffing him out. But Hartley's the kind of guy that he doesn't suffer bullshit. Yeah, like I'll suffer bullshit. Me too. Yeah, I, just I'm a, gullible. Just to not have a, uh, a confrontation. Yeah, Hartley was just like, let's like, go. Halfway through the summer, he was like, "Dude, I don't know about this fucking guy." And then I, I think I wish I knew the the. I wish I could call Hartley, but I wish I knew the real breakdown. But I think John Horndog Horndog <laughs> said he fucked a girl that he didn't fuck. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Hartley found this out and was like, called him on it, and then. Hardly threatened him and was like, listen, man, you're done in our lives. It was probably the best thing that ever happened because the guy probably was lying. I remember we went to Miami with him one time. So he's just bragging about some girl out. that he did not fuck that he said he fucked. Yeah, he said he fucked and I think he was sketchy, but I don't know what he I don't know. Yeah. But Hardly was like, hey, man, I can't have you in my life. And I remember uh, Horndog had bor- borrowed my shoes. <laughs> Horndog. Fucking Horndog. He had borrowed my shoes. Did he use a shoe horn? And, and, and some of my stuff. And Hartley was like, bring all of Bert's stuff back, drop it <laughs> off at our dorm, or I'll beat your fucking ass. And by the way, I wasn't even a part of this conversation. Mm. And then I never spoke to that guy ever again. Ever? Ever again. Never again. Last year college. Never spoke to him again. He was my entire, he was one of my best friends, my four best friends my freshman year of summer. Yeah. And then in fall, this all shook down and none of his stories checked out. But there was a lot of that in college. College was like yeah. a place where like all the liars fucking got weeded out really quick. You know? Yeah. It's like we're done with, we're done with people lying about having sex. Because oh. when you're in high school and middle school where it was like, yeah, of course, man. I'm, I'm not a virgin. Being a virgin was like nerd. So, so oh. you had these people who would lie about that. But then right. you got to rent a car. I never lied you gotta about give a, sex. You gotta, but you know a lot of people have. I never lied about sex. I never lied about drugs. John Horndog. Can I tell you a crazy story that happened to me at Good Nights in yes, Charlotte? Is that Raleigh? Raleigh. Wait, can I can Go I ahead. You finish. No, yeah. no, 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 no. No, I don't want to finish. Where did you start doing comedy? I started stand-up in L.A. Okay. All right, good. I, I never wanted to be a comedian, and I just was dared to do it. I was never told I was funny until I moved here. Why did you come to L.A.? To be an actress. And then you were like... I like studied theater in Paris in college. I was like... So I was in theater since I was a kid, so being on stage wasn't weird. And then I just wrote a joke one night watching the news. Yeah. This guy like shot himself in the head with a nail gun. It like went into his eye. And he worked the whole day, and everyone on the news was freaking out. And I was like, well, I wouldn't be able to feel three and a half inches if I got nailed. So what's the big deal? <laughs> that was like the first joke. <laughs> and it worked. So anyway. Go, go with okay. So hmm, now I forgot what I was. No, oh, yeah. Nice. So good. Raleigh. Yeah. So this was kind of like when I was, I never hook up on the road because I don't want people to know where I'm staying. Right? It's different for And also, yes. I don't want to go to whatever weird apartment you live in and not know where I am. Because I, I, right. geographically, I'm always concerned with where I am. Even okay. in LA, you like, I don't use. Huh? Do you drink on the road? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a loser. I'm not a Yes. That would mean a lot. So, anyway. Uh, so, and I, so, I'm a good nights, and it's the last night. And the, you know how they have that. That line dancing bar, yeah, like attached to it, which is my stars, weakness, right? They got, a, they got the mechanical bowl. Line over dancing there. is my weakness. It's a country. Oh, it's a, have my. you been there? You know, you know no, no. I, someone just said this to me. It seats three fifty. Yeah. No, no. Good nights. Yeah, that's what someone said. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Good nights. I thought I you were like, talking about the thing next door. And I was like, how have I never gotten an offer? 
but I guess you know you just do the improvs and funny bones and with the healing right. or whatever, and they just you gotta go do it. It's great, and yeah. uh, and uh, that that thing next door. Yeah. I always go at least one one night of the week. It's a, that I'm it's there. a weird like little walk from the hotel. It's like half a mile or whatever. But yeah. like anyway, it was like connected. So I go there and I'm like the oldest person there because it's next to the college. It's next to NC State, not what year is not this? UNC. This was. Two years ago, okay, okay, probably. Okay, okay. Uh, I started there, by the way. That was my. That's my your club yeah, that yeah, you started at. Yeah. Okay, so I go to the <laughs> line dancing club, and I'm like, whatever. I'm just like drinking with the comics that open for me, and then <laughs> uh, you know I see these guys come in, and they're older like me, and I'm yeah. like, yes, You're not you that know. Old, by the way, but you know, like when well, that, everybody's 18, you can definitely tell when somebody's 30. Yeah, and so like, well, yeah, not, I was like, not yes, you, but like most, I'm 39. No, I shouldn't. I meant you're not 30. No. Oh, you fucker. You asshole. Hilarious. Christ, I'm just kidding. I might actually the know best. exactly how old you are, but you were like, when they're like 30. Okay, keep going. Keep going. Okay, but, but in that, their 30s. That, that but club you can tell. is 18 to 23 yeah, It's super young, and yeah, it's yeah. all college students. So, like, these guys come in, right. and he's like, oh, we're just, like, visiting or, you know, like, whatever. And so we start hanging out, and then I, like, I'm like, I like this guy. I'm like, I'm leaving in the morning at 6 a.m., we can go back to my hotel. So I take him back to my hotel or whatever. Have a good time. And then nah, I'm like, yada, yada, yada. I, in the morning. Watch a movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, huh? We had Uno. Packed I played bags, Uno. Packed your bags. Packed your bags. Checked up your fantasy football league. Yeah. Yeah. So then in the morning, I'm like, I just get dressed, grab my stuff, and I'm like, just lock the door. Just close it on your way out or whatever. Oh, my God. Oh, what a dream there. scenario. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You left him there. Stay until you want to check out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, check out at 11, so just leave. It's not like there was a mini bar that he could raid or something. You had to leave at like 6 or 8. I had to leave at 6 a.m. So I. He's like, you like, just stay. Yeah, I'm just sleep and then leave whenever you feel like it until you get kicked out. Uh, The club fame. I mean, so I get to the airport. (laughs) I'm like going through security and I see him running in. And I'm like, Imagine what's going through my like. What would be going through your brain if you see? I have herpes. <laughs> this is a scene of some love story. Right. Like he's running to you to tell you. Right. I didn't get to tell you. I'm how like I feel either left. he's lying you. about who he is and he has a flight to catch too, or oh. he's coming to tell me that he loves me. <laughs> right. And so what I did <laughs> was I ignored it. <laughs> I was so just like, never, and see. <laughs> I just like. I was like, I don't know what's happening. And so I just... You never talked to him? Wait. Okay, let me... I'm not okay, okay, So okay, then okay. I'm going through security, and I the security nervous. guard's like, ma'am, this guy says he knows you and he needs to speak with you. And I'm like, oh, Damn. my God. So I have to step out of the TSA line or Thank whatever. Thank God for that security guard. I would hate if that story ended with... <laughs> and then I got on my plane. <laughs> yeah, no, I, thought, I thought that's what you're going to do. Yeah. And I'm like, hey. And he goes, did you steal my wallet? Oh... <laughs> <laughs> this is a, I love this story I cannot process what he's even, it's 6am I'm wallet? still drunk and I'm like what and he's like I can't find my wallet open your bag and I'm like <gasps> what he's oh, like empty your, your pockets by the way by the way I'm wearing the tightest jeans possible I can't even pull the pockets out of my jeans okay, they're so, so tight no I'm like they're not in there and I'm like mate He's like, I heard you fiddling with my pants this morning. I was like, I thought they were mine. You know, like, I'm like, it's, oh, I, we're still drunk God. at 5 a.m. 
So I'm like, okay, I just, I'm complying with everything. I can't even process. I open my bag. He's like looking through it. I'm like, dude, I don't have your wallet. And he goes, why wouldn't you have my wallet? I said, maybe I don't need $17. (laughs) And he's like, I had $17 in there. And so. I don't need a diner's club. Yeah, sorry. And I was like, dude, I don't have your wallet. And what the fuck you're talking about? I have to get on my plane. I'm, I'm sorry. Figure it out. Yeah. And so I just go through security. I get on my plane. And then I start feeling bad for him. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't imagine losing my wallet. So I text him. And I go, hey, listen. This is the name that my room was under. Here's the room number. The name of the hotel again. Ooh, I would not be Go doing back this. there and see if it's still in your... I don't like your- this guy already. <laughs> I, I understand his feeling. I need you got to run. You got to go be like, what was, what was worth it? Having sex with the chick that made me laugh hard as fuck last night. Or, or, or that I'm at the club. Who's beautiful. Or... And I lose my wallet, or me racing through the airport, right. accusing someone of stealing while they're going through I'll, security. Uh, yeah, I wanted to have. She I'll, has a gun, <laughs> right? So I text him and give him all that information, and he texts me back. I found it. Where did he find it? I have no idea. In he the never hotel te- room somewhere. I'm sure it was just in his truck. There's no way he was back at the hotel by then. So it must have just been in his truck or in his yeah. pants, and he Dude. just like he went from zero to you stole my wallet. He must have like, thought you were he some, literally like, got there five minutes after me. That so just goes on the road he and got steals up. wallets from people. <laughs> like this is my ruse. Like I meet do. guys at line dancing I bet bars. He's, he's had and still his wallet. I'm before. like, by the way, I bought our drinks. <laughs> right. Like, why do I? I'm not well, mooching he off knew of you. You take his wallet at the yeah, end, so it didn't I'm matter. Like, <laughs> it's not like I was just like letting this guy buy everything for me, and then but I'm I like, I'm gonna f- like, well, what the fuck, dude? Of course you right. bought my drinks. That blows me away. After that, I never. I mean, I. I never did it anyway, but I was definitely, I was, I was like absolutely no over the top cautious after that. Did you steal my wallet? I thought he was going to be like, do you want to marry me? <laughs> he I said, know. did you steal like, my wallet? Like, like Robert Gere. Right. Because you, in the fucking... Who runs into the airport after you? Richard Gere, not Robert Gere. <laughs> I don't think there's Robert Gere. There's, there might be. We don't know about him. That is... There's a shift gear. <laughs> Ugh. I don't <laughs> like you're really just like, yeah. uh, that on a Volkswagen Fox. <laughs> that blows me away. You know yeah. that you know that that would be in my act immediately. I I, I yeah, tried to put it in there, and it's like t- I don't even know how to make it funny. That would be it. Uh, Are you being serious? I'm being serious all, because it feels like a joke on a joke. Go back and listen to this. Funny. It needs to be interesting. It needs to have a beginning and an end. That's all a joke. Well, this is story than there's jokes. Yeah. If we're talking stories, I like. I'm not saying I'm the, I'm like a great storyteller, but I'm a pretty competent storyteller. And what I've learned, and I didn't learn this until very recently, is that when it ends, people love it. They want to know that it's over. They right. want, to know that they the want the complete story. Yeah. And, and they want a reward. They need to have one, at least one big laugh. Okay, so for the people you... listening to this, I will start telling that story on stage and working it out and see what so, happens. So here's well, okay, what I for me, here's for what me I the moment you. was him running through the airport. Like he was going to maybe propose to you. (laughs) And and then he's accusing you of stealing his fucking wallet. That's a big move. But here's that story. (laughs) Let me me be, I'll beat out your story for you in that that what is interesting. Uh, I don't fuck people on the road. Line dancing is my thing. I meet this guy. I want more description of the guy. Sex, I want, in that sex is where the the callback to the end of the story is going to be. In that sex, because you can slide it in as a joke, something funny and interesting, and then I wake up in the morning, and I and like you need to describe that in the room 
because I heard you going through my pants. You're like, well, yeah, I couldn't buy my pants. But if you if you plant that seed early, you can reap that harvest later. So you can explain that it does. Don't don't let everyone know that you're robbing him, or or it looks like you're robbing him. Explain that moment, but make sure you plant that seed so that when so that. Wait, plant the seed of me taking off his pants. No, 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 no. Like, like he goes, but you went through my pants. Like, they were like, just yeah, closed dark. everywhere. It was dark. I like, thought they were mine. The morning, no, but so when you say, like, I woke up in the morning, it's 6 a.m. I just had sex with a guy. Hungover. No, I'm hungover. I'm still drunk from the night before. There's no mini bar. I know he can't steal from me. And I'm literally, I literally put on his pants for a second. I was like, <laughs> what the f- Like, how much also, weight did I this guy fuck out of me? You know, whatever, whatever the thing is. So, then, so then, possibly this like I not have an erection get out of me. But, but, but the thing, the thing, the thing. It was that, very whiskey oriented, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Really, oh, whiskey I, soldier. The thing you do in the story is you, 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 you masquerade the seed you're planning to harvest at the very end of the story with a connection with the audience, like, like connect with them about. Um, how this how how a one night stand feels let them empathize with you and go and the, people have been there so yeah them, so masquerade the seed you're planning to harvest at the very end that's gonna be your tag at right. the end dot 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 like Bam. i already feel like you stole something from me yeah yeah yeah, yeah or something yeah. yeah like you think i stole your wallet but you stole three hours of my life that <laughs> yeah. i'll never get back i did not that I that I didn't even get aroused yeah. from. There's like no happy I just for we you. had, you know, like those nights where you're like we had to use three condoms because they kept falling off because you kept <laughs> losing your oh heart. You know God. what I mean? No, I don't. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, you've I never lost a condom. You've never lost a condom because <laughs> no, of lost you lost the heart on. No, no, no. But you know, but like that. No, no, no. You lose the heart on and it crinkles up. So you're like, we have to use another. You know, like can't put this one back. Can't put it back on. No, 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 no. No, I've never. That's never happened. You're such a liar. No, I'm not. By the way, okay, because you've you've been married for so long. No, 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 no. I laugh because his cock is shortly. so I don't you, last very long. Oh, uh, oh okay. So yeah, if I have an orgasm, it's over. Yeah. I'm not doing it again. No, no, no. But I mean, like, just <laughs> before an or, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm that, saying, you mean those, no, you mean those thirty seconds. I'm before? not doing it again. And by the way, Sarah, I'm not even joking. <laughs> okay, like, I am. I am so quick. <laughs> That's that my favorite like, part. Right now, something's going on with me uh, sexually. I don't know what it is. Something in my head, and it's uh, it's kind of fucking me up, and. um and so now I'm laughing for a while. Prostate. But I think that's what every guy goes through. I think I was very connected to something. And, like, I, would, I, I, I have had sex, and it literally lasted for less than 15 seconds. <laughs> like, premature ejaculation was super real. And, and my wife didn't mind it for a long time. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to have sex, she'd be like, yeah, bang it out, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she'd be like, whoa, a minute and a half. You are really, what are you thinking Look about? Look at you. I'm not even joking. And Marathon. Now, a record? And now something's going on with me, and I can't figure it out. I don't, I'm, I'm probably should talk to my therapist about it. But uh, <laughs> it all started with my wife, uh, having me having an orgasm on my wife going, oh, look at him. And, it, <laughs> and I was like, why would you fucking say that? She was like, I don't know, just thought it. Like I love you, I don't mean <laughs> no, it's in your I like, head. and I go. You can't talk during it. And she was like, "What do you mean?" I go, "You can't." Like it's silent. Like you don't say a fucking word. Right. Like, this is my thing. Yeah. But like now be it's quiet. In your brain. And then, right? Yeah. Now, now it's I've in, allowed my it's brain such a head to allow thing. thoughts it's a head in my game. head. Yeah. Like I, you probably I need told, a timeout. You need to build it up. That's why we're talking. You, you need to. You need to do that. No, no, yeah. no. You no, need okay. to like cut it out. <laughs> oh, no, because just, you really have to separate yourself. Oh, I was joking. I should go on a sabbatical 
with sex. For like sure. Because, you know, people think it's ridiculous and that I'm just like being a prude or, you know, and I'm like, I'm, it's not that I'm against porn. I'm against what it's become, like what it's well, become. Sort of real actual relationships. Well, it's, imp- yeah, it's yeah. impeding. It, it's are. not, it's even impeding just like one night stand. It's not even just impeding relationships. It's so impeding. You've had, right. I haven't, I've only had like two one night stands mm-hmm. in my life Come yeah on. I mean I swear to god I've only had six with six chicks how long have you been married 13 years but even on like I always had monogamous Florida girlfriends Florida State 31 Man, years old that's really young Florida to get State. married 31 it's really young seems like it to me yeah yeah I'm 39 you know I, I knew she was the right person I've never been married but that's only because I've never been asked <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe that guy like, been, yeah, sure. Had, had it doesn't you not matter. Stole that guy's wallet. I know. Maybe he I mean, he was leaning down. I didn't realize it was not to go on he a knee. He was like, right and I need to get in your suitcase. He was jumping over other people's suitcases. Because like, oh he's on you. one knee to get in my suitcase. That is. That's, that's going to be a great story. Yeah, it's going to be good. Oh, yeah, yeah, now I'm excited to try to work it out. Just work it out. Just, just. You know how you you things happen to you and you go. That's like feels like a joke on a joke. It doesn't feel like yeah. anybody wants to hear that. But then you realize, like, I'm a comedian. I'm, all the stories I tell are 100 percent real. Like everything I say on stage is so, so all what, real. You know, what do you? How do you feel about comics that tell a story that's make, made up totally? I, I mean, I couldn't possibly do it. I can't connect to that, I don't know how. and I can't, I can't get into it, it. I can't. I can't. You have to tell that every night. You know, like people say, "Why don't you tell jokes on stage about the guy that catfished me?" And I go, "I don't want to think about him." Every yeah. time I go up on, like, he's dead to me. Yeah. I had a boyfriend. So when Which I first moved out here, I had a boyfriend bit. for five years that verbally abused me like really bad for like mm, five I might years. Be doing that to my wife right now. Like. <laughs> No, but like it was I really, sincere. I really, no, I really today was like, we were fighting, and I wanted to say something to hurt her feelings, and I didn't. And I went, yeah, if I did that, I think that's verbal abuse. I think that's like, it's not cool. Is this well, the, you're demeaning. Like, the parking situation? Dude. Wait, parking? Yeah, about to get in the front row. I saw a No, 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 no. We got into another parking fight today. Because I pulled into the Galleria, she was I pulled into the Galleria, and the says the height says five uh, six five, and I go, our car won't fit in there. She goes, I've parked here before, just go. And so I go, and we hit the ring, and I go, I told you we couldn't fit in here. And then, so I, I now I can't turn around, I can't go up and do a U turn because something could rip the top of our car off. So I back out of the parking lot, and now I am going the wrong direction in the right. And she goes, you're going the wrong direction, and I was not cool about how I handled it. I didn't hit her. I didn't call her a cunt. I didn't call her a bitch. But I was like, I did say fuck a couple times. My kids were in the car. And I was like, I got done. And I was like, that's not how you handle situations in front of your kids where you go like, listen, I fucking know. I know I'm going the wrong direction. Do you think I'm a fucking idiot? No, yeah. And, And... I'm not sure that's just well, that It's human that you realize that. It's human that you reacted that way. Like... Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, through years of therapy myself, like where you go like... I, I, I was really mad at my dad for a while. I was really mad at my mom for like things that happened. And then, and then you go, uh, then you put yourself in their position at, at their age and you go, Oh my God, when I was 35, I can't imagine having a 10 year old. I mean, oh, I'm wow, 39. Yeah. I can't even like, I wouldn't know what to say. Like, of course they had no idea what to say. They're human. And like, right. and then you forgive them and then you love them more. So 
I think as a parent and as a husband, you have to realize that like you're going to have those moments and hopefully your wife realizes that she's going to have those moments and so are you. And Oh, by the way, she, was, becomes, being, she was being a total bitch. Mm-hmm. It, like probably up until you guys showed up. Like to the point where me and my daughters were in the pool after I worked out. She was really sweet on the way in. She was because <laughs> she heard your accents and she connected with you guys. <laughs> She's like, oh, Charlottesville, our people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have a, such a big rally coming we up. Tiki torches. I have a lot of rallies coming up. <laughs> I'm actually worried about luau's. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be hurting on this. Because Luau's. of the tiki torches. Tiki torches are now ruined can't even from now on. Tiki torch. You, can't. you don't even know Party City. I think you can get them. No, you can buy, I used oh, to I have many a tiki torch. By the Dude, way, I'm the number one party in the whole country. I was a tiki torch. Uh, I used to have them in my in my patio, and I and because of this, I took them down, and then I felt bad because I I, you, I, I you found myself and you I found myself holding caught. one. You cannot be caught with a Trying tiki to throw torch. away. Yeah. If John Reed cannot be caught with a fucking tiki it's torch, it's not lit. <laughs> oh, that, cause that's because you're going to the rally. <laughs> so what happened? You had an abusive boyfriend. We made that whole <laughs> verbal whole story. Yeah. yeah, so basically, you know, like he called me like stupid. Like he really demeaned me. He made me feel so irrelevant and unimportant and and ugly and fat you know like every possible bad thing you know forever it took me a really long time to get my confidence back as a human being and i remember i started stand-up right after we broke up it was like this great way to get kind of things off my chest and start feeling like myself again and like five or six years later he called me because he was joining the fbi (laughs) <laughs> and and they had to do a background check on everybody. Yeah, I mean, literally lower. He you know he was out here as like an actor. He's like on nine hundred two and zero and shit. And uh, now he's in the FBI. And they're like, we're gonna do a background check. They have to talk to everybody you've ever lived with. And he's like, so I just want you to know this person's gonna be calling you. And I said, well, I want you to know that I'm gonna be honest. And, you know, and he was like, well, you know, that's, that's valid. You know, just, I'm just letting you know. And then he started talking to me about (laughs) comedy and like spinning it. He's like, oh, I hear you're doing stand up." I said, yeah. He's like, well, the good thing about our relationship is I'm sure you'll have a lot of material. And I said, nothing you ever did to me is funny. And I will never mention you on stage because I hope people forget you. Nice. And by the way, it's literally not, the best thing I've ever said in the conversation even, at that moment. Jesus. Relevant enough to be no, th- in my right, fucking act. But that's act. the thing. It's like, right. I think it's an honor for me to mention you. That's why. And because what that means enough. is that wow. I'm bringing you up on a daily basis in my mind. I'm allowing you to be in my yeah. breath. Okay. And so that is why I don't really talk about like I've I've written I started writing a book about the the catfish guy and like the letters that I got because the letters that I got from people from the podcast were so incredible and amazing. I mean, they would range from people who were doing it themselves. They were like, "I've been manipulating a woman for years and here's how I do it." They had like wow. outlines of how they oh did it. Oh my god. And I would like they'd be like email what they would like they had created emails just to send them to me so that I didn't know who they were. And then yeah. like I'd get another email that was like, what's his address? I'll go shit on his lawn. Like that was like the next. <laughs> so I, so like I wrote a book about it just because I want people to know these stories, but uh, I'm not going to mention you because you're can not I, important to me. Can I yeah. tell you like, there's like, that totally. I, I feel like I feel, I wish I had that insight. 
I had I had I've, because it's going to bring up pain almost every time you do if it if okay, it's now, so, and, so like what about or it could be and something they say that, that you like were, saying it so much might release the pain, but to well, me, so I think true. it just gives him validity. So I think like, it gives him power. Or if you him enough and you make money off of that, then that's okay. <laughs> so that one of the most painful well. experiences in my life was um, this girl I dated for five years when I was in Russia had sex with my best friend and, and then gave me the clap. And by the way, I had only had sex with two people in my entire oh life. Oh my god! Time. I was probably twenty. Oh, I was twenty-two. Hey, can I, what is that? By the way, what is that? What is it's, that uh, just burns when you pee. Is it, it's uh, internal. I, it's it's I inside think, the wee wee. I think it can cause infertility in women if you don't get a cure. You, to, you, you can cure. get. There's a cure. Though. It's curable. No, yeah, right. There's a cure. Yeah, yeah. It's just penicillin. And so, and but it's inside the wee wee. It's not like yeah. a scar. No, no. It's inside the. It's inside the junk. It's the most painful thing I've ever oh, endured in my shit. life. And, it's not um, like sounding, though. By the way, probably worse than sounding. <laughs> okay. It has to be. All right. It's, it's one of those things where you pee and you're thinking, and you are in pain from your piss for like 45 minutes. For 45 minutes, Unbelievable. you're like, you're like, you can't listen to anybody. You're like, uh. by the way, I will say this. Second to the pain is the embarrassment of knowing that you're dirty. Right, yeah. Like that you're dirty. You're not clean anymore. You're not perfect. You, you got it. I mean, you, in, you know that you made a bad choice yeah, yeah, and something. let somebody into your space that and, was and not... And by the way, you trusted, you got right. fooled, you got tricked. Yes. And and, and, you, and now, I, and, and this is the kind of person I am, you don't have to be this person. The kind of person I am is, I will now tell everyone I ever date mm-hmm. that I had the clap. I can't this lie is, to them and say, right. I, like, I can't go into a relationship and go, just so you know I had the clap. Like, I have to say that. Well, you um, cured it, though. You I don't cured it. it. I cured it. It's not forever. Right. It lasts for a, a couple of days, and then you take but pills, it's and it's done. gone immediately. It's you got to take pills for 10 days. But I, I have to tell everyone that because I'm not the kind of guy. I'm not the kind of guy that's like... Well, it's not like you can give it to him now because it's I, done. I can't. I can't give it to no, him now. No, but he's just being honest about his no, past. No, that's good. Yeah. But uh, uh, it hurts when you pee. Oh. But for females, what is their thing? I mean, because... I think it hurts when they pee. I don't know. It's I'm, two I'm different holes. Chick. Okay. Just okay. curious. So... I'm that's the doctor. most painful thing that's ever. Oh, so, um, sometimes I will share this on stage. I'll share it on stage. I, I don't have any feelings really towards the chick that gave it to me. She married another one of my friends. Um, and wow. I, she wants, she's trying to be an actress in New York. I don't have any ill will towards her. Although I did tell her I wanted to be a comic the morning of the uh, Florida State Miami game. We're laying in bed <laughs> in. 2006. I love said, that you know the game. And I said, I want to be a comic. And she said, you, honey, you're not funny. Ugh. You're goofy funny. You're not like smart funny. Wait, you've only been doing stand-up since 2006? Oh, I'm sorry. I, by the you way, got the date wrong. Hammered. I got the date wrong. 1995. Oh, my God. I was yeah. like, holy shit, you were doing great. You got that date wrong. <laughs> 11 years? Florida you're State a fucking Miami. gangster. Back when it meant something was 95. Like, I started in 03, <laughs> and I'm so like sorry. way behind. Been, you know, the one compliment I get on this podcast is they're like, you know, you bring people on, and it shows how good you can handle your liquor. And now I'm like, 2006? Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, you're I about- told her I wanted to be a stand-up. She was in, in acting school at Florida State. She's like, honey, you're not funny. You're stupid funny. You're not smart funny. Uh, Comics are smart funny. You're stupid funny. You're like frat boy farty like funny. Like you don't belong on stage. <laughs> I was like, note to self, never tell anyone your dreams. Yeah. And so Jeez. I've been on stage telling this story a little bit, mostly in part, not because of her. I don't I don't know if I connect it's that weird. actual person. It's weird that the girl told you you can't be funny. I actually kind of gave you a clap. <laughs> clap applause. <laughs> 
She gave you your first applause. I mean, <laughs> reap. That is so. That's not bad. I made that. I just. I thought of that. <laughs> that Dude, is that is literally the, such a the good girl joke. Who told you. I this you better keep that. I'm. I'm saying this. Absolutely have to use that. John, please thank you. (laughs) Please thank you. By the way, I was just transitioning out of never telling this again on stage. (laughs) And now I hear that and I go, fuck it, it's good. I got it. Your first applause break. (laughs) Once the girl who told you you can't be funny. Meanwhile, this chick gave me the clap. Literally my first applause break. (laughs) There it is. Okay. Wow. Wow. I want to hear how this goes. No, 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 no. no. All I was going to say is I've been talking about on stage because, because, uh, uh, who fucking knows? I love that fucking joke. I know, I'm so... <laughs> yeah, I'm so... But also, my favorite part was like, he goes, and the first girl that told you weren't funny went, gave you the, like a slow clap. You did yeah. like a it's slow like a, clap. That's a very... Yeah, it's a, a sl- applause. <laughs> yeah. Just a clap. Sarcastic Just clap. Just a clap. <laughs> you know those people in the audience that go, huh? Yeah, and yeah. everyone goes, oh, thanks for the clap. Oh, that is fucking genius. Those, that is so good. Isn't it? It makes now me so mad forever. when something you're like, "How did I not see this for years. That's, the entire that's, time?" That's why, that's why years. you work on stage by yourself. Right? Yeah. Right. That's why you do it on stage over and over again because I didn't see it. No one. I like. Some girl said, I, "There's a joke where I have about Isla." Um, oh, fuck! I don't want to now. Yeah. Rogan's at my ex. I don't want to do anything. I'm working on. Well, just don't say the joke. Let me just hear it new. Yeah. But like, I can't because yeah. it's gonna fucking thing up. Okay. But anyway, like, my point of this was that. I was giving her space in my brain because I was telling it on stage mm-hmm. that part of me thought what I'm doing, what my purpose of doing that is, is that if you're a young boy, if you're 22 years old and you got the clap from a chick that you loved, I want you to know that life's going to be okay. It's okay. Like, it's the same way that Todd Glass didn't want people saying faggot because right. he was like, no, you understand that I'm gay and I got to let you know life's going to be okay. Like, yeah. you're, when you're young, you're confused. Mm-hmm. And so, like, part of me was like, like, that's why I was doing it because I was like, Look, I'm dirty. I'm dirty. I'm dirty. as dirty as you feel right now. There are people in that room going, I got genital warts. I got venereal disease. Or whatever it is. Whatever it is. And they're like, and I need something to cheer me up. I don't want to go, ever go into the room and go like, who's got VD, you gross right, fuckers? You it's idiots. A, the reason I don't do rape jokes is because Matt Fultron, I told a rape joke one time. It was a great <laughs> fucking rape joke. In my opinion... <laughs> Stop forcing your charge, rape jokes on me. It was, <laughs> Just kidding. Well, the full charge correct you. I'm going to tell you the, I'm gonna tell you the tell story. Me the, I'm going to tell you the joke, and then I'm going to tell you the... Because okay. it's better. So, okay. uh, we're watching... Um, probably lock, I think it's called Locked Up Abroad. Yeah. Okay. And it was... Uh, MSNBC. A couple... Um, a couple... By the way, I hope this is still funny. <laughs> With the way society's changed oh, from when go. I first told it. Um, <laughs> this is uh, 95. No, this no, is 2006 <laughs> when all I wrote right, this joke. Right. Let's go. So, um, You've been doing stand-up one year. <laughs> I've been doing stand-up one year. <laughs> you just get rid of the clap. I, uh, uh, a couple is working in an orphanage in Chechnya. And uh, like this is a, a locked up abroad, locked up abroad uh, episode. Working in a ch- orphanage in Chechnya. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, one night, Chechen rebels come in and they take over the orphanage. <laughs> Wait, no, no, right it's already going. You oh, can't back stop, out stop, now. Stop, 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 stop. You can't pull out. <laughs> just, 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 okay. So, Listen. Everybody. By the way, by the way, when this is over, I'm going to show you a video of he Jamie didn't. Kennedy and Stu Stone in blackface, and you're going to laugh harder than you've ever laughed in your entire what? fucking life. I have 
have it right there. Oh, I, it's my favorite thing I've ever I can seen. Never. You're going to love it. Okay, okay, okay listen. All right, go. So, okay. <laughs> all right, so they, they, kidnap them, they kidnap them. They get rid of the kids because they're all orphans. They get rid of the kids, uh, and they keep this couple hostage yeah. for, uh, for six months. Wow. That's it? Six months. No. And, <laughs> and, and That's all? Six months in, um, the guy says, and, and then at six months in, one night, they come in, and they they rape my wife. And and I'm watching it with my wife, Leanne, and I go, what took him so long? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, That's exactly what I like, thought. I go, at a certain six point, months? you know, the guy had to be like, why aren't you raping my wife? Like, she's hot. I fucking married her. You guys aren't fucking taking part of this? Right. Where your hostage is, this is part of the fucking deal. And, and I was like... I was like, I married her. Seven rapeable to you? Like, why am I alive? And why yeah, are you not ripping my life? Six wife? fucking months. It should have been a week. Like, so I, I tell the joke on stage. She gets a big laugh, and I'm very proud of it. Because at the time, I'm young. I want to be edgy. I go back, and I see full charge. And I go, dude, you see that rape joke? And he goes, Yeah, I did. And I go, uh, What did you think? And he goes, It's funny. I go, Oh, dude, I'm fucking super excited. I think it kills. And he goes, Yeah. Except for the fact that there are chicks in this room that got straight up raped and yeah. you ruined their night. Right. And I went, right. really? And he goes, but do it if you want to. But by the way, not being a dick, just being like, Most hey man, kill. this is the real thing. This is the real side of yeah. life. It's the reason I love yeah. Matt Fultron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that he's, he doesn't give a fuck. He'll tell you the truth. and it's Absolutely it's a, tell and it's you the truth. it's real truth that yeah. you go like, like I have a joke. The joke I'm talking about is a, I say the word cunt in the joke, but it's about my kids and whatever. And so <laughs> okay. I said to Matt, I go, uh, it's a joke I was talking about earlier. I said to full charge, I go, I feel like my act's too like family friendly this year. And he was like, dog, you say cunt. Yeah. And he's like, that's not family friendly. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh I guess you're right. Like, it's not like I'm not doing a Christian act if I'm saying. When, when no. you are. When Being you- likable and animated doesn't make you. Necessarily, family, family friendly. friendly. Right, it just right, makes right. you that likable. Right. I'm confusing likable with, with and, yeah. energetic well, what, and animated. Yeah, but what bothers me sometimes is like I like people will say like, "Oh, you're such a dirty comic," and I'm like, "You're not dirty. I'm not. I I I talk about things that are dirty that I don't think should that I think should are wrong." So yeah. like saying, you know, like if I'm saying like this sexual act is wrong, I'm not being like, I fucking love a finger <laughs> in the butt. I'm like, no, that's like not right. Right, yeah. right, right, uh, right. That's funny. But what I feel, oh, now I forgot what I was going to no, say. You're oh, saying, rape jet, like, I think people might associate oh, you with the roast so much that they think right. that you're dirty. Well, here's or the thing. Or think that you're mean. Right. Yeah, but I'm not going to roast you. Like, I have better things to do, and right. I don't you know who you are. Worthy. I don't, yeah. The only person I've ever, like, this guy one time at this, <laughs> he was like, roast me, roast me. And I was like, I don't know you. Like, you only roast the ones you love, and I don't know who you, I don't give a fuck about you. Right. Yeah. And he goes, but my mom's a special needs teacher. And I was like, Ugh. so you're homeschooled? <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, God dang go. it. I just, like, totally did, did exactly what he wanted. So anyway, well, that's um, a victory. but what I, I, you know, now I told, uh, what was I? Oh yeah. I, do, when you're working out new stuff, like I haven't recorded a special in a long time. How long? I've never recorded a special. I've recorded one CD and it's been like eight years since I, yeah. I'm very selective. I, I've said no quite a few times because really? I'm like, eh, I just don't know if it's ready and I never feel like it's ready, but that's, it's, well, you know, okay. it's probably more ready. Now I have like almost two hours. Fucking 90% of the fucking right. morons that are putting out specials. I don't no know why people offense, put out a special every no year, offense, but there are 
So there's so much shit out there. There's so much. There's a lot of really lazy, great shit. a lot there's of a lot lazy of really stuff. Shit. And there's a lot of stuff where I go, I go. So I'm sorry. Was that packaged right for you? Is that why you bought that? Right. Because I go. It's not funny. No. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll be. I won't be real because I'll never uh, tell you that. But like, yeah. there's a lot of stuff I see out there that I go. Nope. I go, man. It's. Like, you got to do it for a while. You know that, right? What also happens in like my... those guys get pressured, too. Especially... By the way, to everyone I just shit on, I would have totally done a special <laughs> fucking five years in, yeah, six years in, right. just yeah. being a writer on Conan and never doing, doing stand-up, tech, right. never doing technically, doing an Let's hour. Do it. You know, you got a lot of jokes. I would have done... Because you never done. know... It's never done, like a good artist or whatever. Yeah, you're never done name? with a joke. Name? What's the guy's name that was big on uh, Twitter... And, and like, Rob Delaney? Rob Delaney. Right. Like, no, sh- I'm not shitting on you, Rob, at all. But, like, guy never did stand up in his life. He, was, he is very. Oh, right, right. No, he did stand up. He did it after, well, he, after Twitter. No, he did it before. Well, he wasn't good at it. <laughs> <laughs> he clearly wasn't good at it. Uh-huh. Uh, Wait, and I'm not shitting on Rob. Like, was it Rob a bad is, Conan experience? Rob is fucking funny. Yeah. Dude, his, his Twitter is next level. He's a great writer. And he's a great actor. He's a great actor. Yeah, catastrophe. But stand up's a different muscle, man. Yeah. No, no offense. Yeah. You don't do what I do. I do it for a living, like a living. A living. Like I go on the road weeks. You couldn't fucking wrap your head around. Yeah. yeah. I did it for fifth thirteen hundred bucks a week. Yeah. When you were like, I'll see if I can book this commercial. Uh, <laughs> no, no. At this, this was a calling for me. Not shitting on Rob Delaney, but he had that one Conan experience. I think it was Conan. Conan and they scrubbed or, it from the internet. It was bad. It was so bad. Yeah. Right. Because he's not, that's not his strong suit. His strong suit isn't getting on stage and going like, he, and, my, and, he, and being, he, he got on TV too mic. quick. Like well, you should have hit the road for a little bit. And they probably were like, but, but, you should but, do an hour. But they that's like, not his fault. But no, that's, that's, that's not his fault. That's the industry telling him to that's do his, something. That's his manager. That he's not ready agents, for That all heard him, found him on Twitter, grabbed him, snuck him up and said, okay, we can make you happen. Let's do it. What would have been great if had Rob had one dick friend like Segura who was like, you're not ready, Dude, bro. Do not do this. No offense, man. 100%. I think it's funny. I love you to death, but don't fucking like, do it. I'm going to help you right now. Yeah. Do not do this. And, and then, you and then all you heard was that voice of your dick friend that you love to death going, hey, brother, you know I love this you. This is, is a bad fucking call. This is not going to go good. Ari Shafir. Ari Shafir listened to my first special and goes, uh, we did a thing for his podcast, and he goes, it is not funny. And I went, this is my first album I ever released. And I go, really? He goes, it is the example of what we hate in comedy. It is a guy replicating everyone else's act. This is the, it's called Burt, Burt, Burt is the special. You can buy it online. Um, but it is, it is. It's, it's me being a little bit of like fucking everyone I like. Well, it's that's, not me what, being that's me. what happens in like, that, that's the transition of comedy. Like, I think when you begin, you, you get really good at jokes. And then you start being able to put those or, jokes together or, or, into or, bits. Hold on. Or you get really good at personality. Mm-hmm. And you don't have any jokes, but you can fuck around. There's both of those. Yeah, well, that guy well you know, I used to open for Jeff Garcia. Do you remember him? Yeah. Mexican re- comic. Don't say remember him. I know him. Yeah, <laughs> you know Jeff. San Francisco 49ers. He, yeah. Well, he used to do, he used to do uh, the <laughs> voice of uh, Retro Bobby. <laughs> no, Retro Johnny. Bobby. Uh, Johnny Garcia. No, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Jimmy Neutron. John, no, uh, Johnny he was Rockets. the voice of Jimmy Neutron. Okay, well, he's also the voice of I Jimmy know, Neutron. Jimmy Neutron, I'm sorry, you're right. Jimmy Neutron. Uh, so he's Jeff very, would take killer. me on the road. Yeah. I mean, packed, sold out. This is when Facebook was huge, yeah. and he had a Facebook page for every club. And 
So there'd be like, you know, whatever, 500 people at the improv and he would make me cold open for seven minutes and I couldn't do any material. I had to just talk about my day. And I'm right, like, but way, Jeff, that's, I that's didn't. What he made Jeff was you do good that? at. Jeff was really right. good at that. But I also couldn't do crowd work. Yeah. Because Jeff did crowd work, so I couldn't just go out there and talk to the crowd. I had to just talk about my day and not to the crowd. And that was his conditions but, if you opened for him. Right, because he was like, "Your jokes aren't funny. You're funny. Okay. You can make anything funny." And that's what it taught me. It taught me that like it doesn't matter what kind of jokes I have. All that matters is that I can make anything about what happened to me that day funny because I'm a funny person. I can make things funny. And I think that's also like that taught me so much. But also when I meet people on the road that go, Oh, my fa- my friends always say I'm funny. And I go, well, the test is if people you don't know think you're funny, that's the test. If you can make people who are not your friend laugh, then you're funny. This goes back to one of my favorite Louis CK quotes. And that is, um, the art form of stand-up comedy is meant for strangers, not your friends. Right. That's why he never worked at UCB because mm-hmm. it was all their friends. It was yeah. all like people that all had the same mindset. No, I, I never mean, worked that, at that UCB is, either. That, it is an argument, me, not an argument, a conversation me a guy named Will Anderson, a very funny Australian comic got into. I love Will, and yeah. And that is like, <clears throat> a difference between, between like a joke writer and like a storyteller or, or what's happening in this business now is like straight-up joke writer can go in and it's like a, a a Seinfeld episode. Right. You don't need to know the characters. It's just funny. Right. Like you get it. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference between like I feel like what I do maybe a little bit is like if you come in and watch me and you don't know anything about me, I'm like uh, episode six, season four of Game of Thrones. <laughs> You're like, ah. Oh, I'm interested, but I wish I knew. I wish I like, knew more about I the wish pat, I knew all the, the back, inside jokes. Right. You know, like the nuances. Like, but why that, is everyone yelling the machine? Like, right. But but it, it's. But that is how to me. Like I look at Jim Gaffigan as such a big example of what I. When people go like, "What do you want your comedy career to be?" and I think about Jim Gaffigan because I feel like he talks about his family and himself so much that people feel like they're part of his family. And that's how I want people. I want people to feel like they're part of my life. Like, and that was what this whole conversation for me started with was just like when you're on the road and you're working stuff out. Like for me, I, I will only do 45 to 50 minutes on stage, even though I have an hour and a half hour, 45 that I need to retire right now because I'm like, I, I, I'm calling audibles. I'm like Peyton Manning up there. Like, I'm like, I know where I'm going to start. I know where I want to end, but the audience decides what I do. Like, if you are not liking what I'm talking, if I'm talking about being single and you're like, no, 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 I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just move on to something that's, else. That's, by the way, that's, that is a straight up Patrice O'Neill trait. Really? Patrice. So me and Patrice did this um, audition to that's go to. That's a good to, skill to I, have, by that's the way. Like, I mean, I, a, can't just start by the way, I only a, knew a, Patrice. Like a, I've only to. met him a couple times. It's a good road comic skill. Like, there's Not a everyone. lot of really horrible road comics that do an act beginning to end. Don't the same. All their improvs are, are like dialed fake in. Ones, yeah. It's fake. And by the way, there's a couple guys I know that in uh, L.A. that do that shit. That's fine. Yeah, more than one. Yeah. You can go off script. And, and be good at it and comfortable with it. And it's it not well, even off script. Skill. It's just, just me going like, oh. What I'm, is, what I'm saying is not doing a bit and going like whatever. This right. Is, I, or, or taking a turn. I can be in the middle of a bit and I go, you guys don't like this. So I'm not going to finish it. Yeah. I will just go like, uh, you guys clearly are thinking about your 
you know, nachos right now. Patrice, uh, we were doing this audition for for uh, for Scotland, mm-hmm. but we had Edinburgh. Kind of had Edinburgh. We had this. We are. I already had it booked technically, mm-hmm. but, but they needed a tape of us, and so we were going to do two shows. We're going to tape our full sets. So we go to the first show, and I have a set list. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I have been doing stand up for a year and a half. Wow! And so I was like, I don't know why I was a part of it. To be honest with you, it was <laughs> me, Rich Ross, and Patrice. Holy shit! And so. I had a set list that would be my 15 minutes. So I'd do 15 minutes. And by the way, I, didn't, I needed a What'd set list. What'd you write it on? Like a, like a, a, a thin strip. Just like, see that piece of paper right there? Yeah, yeah. 15 minutes, but much smaller. That's thinner. what I'm asking. Okay. So um, so I, I write it on the set list. I put it on the stool. And I do the set. And I keep looking at the paper to make sure I'm doing it in the same order I want to do it in. And I get done. And I do not do well. And I'm sitting at my table, and I'm going over my set list, and Patrice goes, let me see that. And he picks it up, and he rips it up, and he goes, no, that's mm-hmm. not how you do stand-up. And he goes, that's not how you do stand-up. He goes, there's right. guys there's out there that do stand-up like that, but that's not how you do yeah. stand-up. He goes, you know those jokes. You go up, and whatever they tell you to do, whatever you feel in the moment, that's what you say. Well, you know how, like, you were saying that, like, you could cry. Or, like, like I feel like we did, we did this episode of The Burn when I was writing on that where we sent Jeff Ross to this meeting of highly sensitive people. And he was going in there to, like, kind of roast all these highly sensitive people. Ooh. And what we realized is that as comics, we are a thousand percent highly sensitive. One yeah. of those people. Really? And, yeah, because we were like, oh, my God, like, you know. You ever notice, like, for me, sounds are extremely loud, and yes. you know, I'm I'm completely affected by everything. Like, huh? I I can smell things <laughs> that you don't smell. I can taste things that you don't taste. I, I feel like my job as a comedian is to notice things that most people don't notice. Like, you'll see a guy walking down the street, and like a normal person will see them walking down the street with like a mohawk and chains on their face and tattoos on their neck. But I'll notice that that guy is wearing sketchers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's something about like yeah. everybody sees this, but I see something else. Sure. And that that's a very is highly sensitive. It's hard to You're hang out in the regular world with that. Right. Like I remember saying I one, call people who aren't comics muggles because it's like you don't have this magic power. <laughs> I come back like, to, by the way, there are people that aren't comics that have that magic power. Right. Absolutely. That, like dads, like their dads. But they haven't tapped with. into it like well, t- necessarily. They their brain right. They haven't to allowed give up themselves on everything. Right. And say this and is it, the only thing I'm focusing on. Right, for the and that's a difficult life. thing yep. to do. You know, we're lucky that we got to do it at a young age where we had less responsibilities, and there are a lot of people out there that that have exactly what we have, but they have more. They you know they don't feel compelled to do it because they have too many. It's so funny. My we we partied Sunday. I came in Sunday this Sunday, and we had a party at my friend's house. Um, and I had planned the party, but I didn't pay for it or organize it. So I had said I want a water slide going in the pool. I want a crab boil. Like I planned it all. Yeah. And so when I got there, my friend Sandy kept saying, "Hey guys, you need to thank Bert for this party." But I didn't do anything for it. I didn't do anything for it. I just told everyone. But you what paid I for it. And so um, the next morning we woke up, and the girls have Monday off. They're going to school on Thursday, and the girls came out to me because I'm the easy dad. And they're like, "Hey, can we have a slumber party?" It's about twelve kids, I think. And so I go. Yeah. By the way, it's not even my house. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, you can spend the night. Of course. So Leanne and Sandy come out to me, and they're like, yo, the girls are spending the night here? And I go, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry. 
I'm going to get up early in the morning. I'm going to come over. I'll make her, I'll get donuts and I'll make everyone breakfast. Aww. So I get up at seven in the morning. The ki- Georgia texts me at seven, five. And she's like donuts. My oldest Georgia. So I go over, I get bacon, I get eggs, I get sausage, I get toast, I get, uh, or bread. I get donuts at yum yums. I go over to the house. I get, I, by the way, these are, these are such good of our friends that we just go into their house. They're still asleep. It's in the unlo- back. Yeah. Parents are still asleep in the back. I'm making breakfast. I'm buzzed still from the night before because I got pretty fucking lit. Yeah. And I go, uh, I'll have a mimosa. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I thought, what a great fucking choice I made that I get to have a mimosa. My, my buddy Eric Rusin, right. is going to, he's a lawyer. He's going to work. And I said, you should stop by. And he goes, I'm going to fucking work. I can't. I go, come by for a little bit. And he goes, no, I'm not coming by because I have a fucking job. So yeah. I see my wife, her friend Lynn. Oh, her friend uh, Sandy comes out, and the three of them are relaxing. And I thought, I'm kind of like a, a like a stay at home mom. Like I do this thing at night that I oh, love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get to fuck around all day. I go. I'm so glad I don't have a job. And then I get a call from my manager, and she's like, "You know, you have this was Monday. This is when we were supposed to podcast. Oh, right. Yeah. Or was it? Yeah, it was Monday. Monday. Right? Yeah. And he's like, "You know, you have uh, three podcasts today right. and a meeting." And I went. Oh, my day is fucked. Yeah. I'm in the middle of this moment. I, I, going, I can't enjoy this. I have a job. <laughs> I'm a I have a job. Uh, and, then, and then, thank God you guys canceled. And I'm no joke. Like, but thank God we pushed it to today. Yeah. yeah, yeah because it was it worked out so good for it me. It worked out better but for I'm me, too. I'm having that same thought in my brain right now because I have an audition tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> at like 10 a.m. What for? It's for a, a Nickelodeon a sitcom for kids. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's nothing big. But I feel like uh, I got, I got, everything's big. I got new people big. W, and I don't want to blow it because it's like that was my whole thing talking. with my business manager. Like I'm like, oh my, I'm like always so brain, devastated like, by what yeah. I get coming in, and they go, "You're just one job away," and that's yeah. what that is. That's just one job I, away. Big, I get so, it, like, but you know what I'm saying. It's, just out of curiosity, and you don't have to say, no, like, well, we don't say the product, but like, what do you up. think it pays? Oh, it's, it's going to be SAG minimum. Really? Yeah. Is it voiceover? No, no, it's acting. Oh, is it uh, like a... I'll show I think I'll tell you. By the way, you. next week, I'm after St. So I go to St. Louis tomorrow. It's for to a the Funny Bone. It's for a huh? show Funny called... Bone? Funny uh, Bone St. Louis. Can you find my friend, um, Sean O'Brien? Oh. Do you know Sean O'Brien? I know that name. Yeah. Wait, I think I'm a different guy then. Yeah, you might be I'm going to just try okay. not to go to the casino there because I'm a huge... So wait, so this guy... There's, there used to be two Funny Bones there. There's a funny bone in St. Louis that the guy that owns it is good friends with Sean O'Brien. Sean O'Brien. He's, he's one of the okay, funniest, wait, funniest. It's called like, Henry Danger. Like, Henry Danger. It's Nickelodeon. <laughs> Henry Danger. Well, uh, and I'm what are you up, playing? I'm going up for, You're uh, playing a Ted Not Danger. Nate. <laughs> Nate. Nate. Here it is. Nate. Um, he's a rugged gum-chewing contractor. Could have a slight southern accent. Guess what? Definitely he will. better have a southern accent. Yeah, I like <laughs> Heavy southern accent. Must have a great comedic timing. Guess I'm out. It's have a guest you, starring role. That's, can that's you do, you. Can you yeah, do yeah. Uh, like straight no accent? I could do, well, to me it would be an accent because I'm trying not to right. do an can accent. Right, can you do like are a... You, are you so, doing it right there? Can you so, do just like an American so accent? Like a, say, uh, say, hey, can I get uh, say it the way I say it? Hey, can I get a double cheeseburger, fries, and some fried chicken? <laughs> no, I'm laughing. Hang on. 
Uh, hey, can I get a uh, double cheeseburger and some fries with uh, no chicken? And no, some that fries? does not. Yeah, no, still, that's not. You still sound. Yeah, yeah, I think your mouth's redneck. <laughs> your mouth. You my mouth's redneck. Wait, can I tell you something? Yeah, please. Your f's sometimes sound like ph, like a. There's like a th in there. I have a speech impediment. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hardcore. I didn't what know, a I didn't loser! Know, I'm just kidding. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. Oh, I didn't know God. that, dude. You. By the way, Bur- I love the you. fact that you said that means that you care about me because you were looking at me. So when I say like uh, Jillian, you can see my tongue come say out. Say it again. Jillian. Yeah. Oh, what is that? Jillian. It's yeah. a weird lisp. That's Jillian. not a lisp. It's, it's something like else. a weird fucking what do you call it's a that? tongue thrust. Tongue thrust. Yeah, my daughter. Ladies Isla has love it, it so bad. Really? I bet it's pretty it cute on a girl though. Yeah, it's, it's, I, do have a, I definitely have a speech impediment. I can mimic any accent if I hear it because we moved to. Well, that's uh, all I am. I'm not kidding. I'm. We moved to Georgia when I was five, so my parents do not have an. We, I was from so San Francisco. I was born in like the East Bay of San Francisco. By the way, and I, I'll say this: I, I've hung out with you a bunch, but I never realized you had an accent. Well, a lot of times I mimic the way you're talking because I'm. I, I have a insecurity of the way I. Yes. I don't want to be misunderstood. Right? Can no, I tell you my my, my example of that? I sometimes will, um, this drives my wife and my daughter I can't stop looking at your mouth now. I will say, I will, like, I will mimic your face when you um, do things. No. So, like, if you go, like, if you go, like, and then I was, like, so sad, I'll go. Mm-hmm. Like, but, like, yeah, yeah. I do that, I do that, I do that. I don't, know yeah. what, I don't know what it's called, but I do that. And then if you're eating and I'm sitting with you, I will ghost bite things. Uh. Like, if you go, like. I'll go like, huh, off to the side. And my wife and daughter... Well, that's just you empathizing with the person you're talking to. And, yeah, and, it's like and, yawning. And, and, and this is the one thing Segura and I have most in common is that um, I uh, I write and I'll speak it out. In my head, I'll be like... <laughs> and so today, I'm running yeah. I'm running on the treadmill. That's good stuff. And I thought of this thing. I'll tell you it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot it. Hey, don't shoot it before me, everybody. But... uh. I, I'm going to shoot it, I think, with all things comedy. I forgot to tell Michael about it today, but we used to play a game on um, my show Trip Flip on Travel Channel called uh, Sexual Harassment or Not Not Sexual Harassment. <laughs> so it was like... Double negative. It was like, so you'd ask someone a question, you go, is this sexual harassment or is it not not sexual harassment? <laughs> Either way, like, sexual harassment. So I go like, hey, Stacey, um, I got a bunch of these envelopes that I need sent out. Can you lick them and send them out? But I want to watch. <laughs> and then you were like... It's not sexual harassment, but it's not not sexual harassment. Right, because you so, have, she's doing a job. Yeah, so I was like, oh, what I'll do is I'll just get a bunch of comics. I'll do the intro, like, hey, it's Burke Reiser. Listen, it's Monday morning. Uh, I know you got a rough week ahead of you. So, at your work, have a fun time. Play a game I used to play called sexual harassment or not not sexual harassment. And then it'd be a bunch of comics in that in our, our studio place. Going up to cubicles, going, uh, yeah, Brenda, I got a fucking tight, oh, like, you know, right. Hey, can I watch you put sunscreen on? Like, just the weirdest <laughs> things that would be like, can you blow this balloon? Yeah, can you blow this balloon? <laughs> Slower. Yeah. Slower. Yeah. So, like, I was like, if I gave the idea to comics, right. every comic could make it their own, right, and make it hilarious. And that's what all things comedy is about. Hashtag something's burning. Hashtag. Hashtag. Netflix, hashtag, hashtag Bill Burr, hashtag, hashtag Tom Segura, hashtag, hashtag fried, fried, me and Sarah Tiana. Did you see, have you seen something that's burning? What's that? No. Oh, what is that? Again? Me, Bill Burr, and Tom Segura. 
No. Uh, made a show, made a cooking show called Something. Oh, oh no. right. I, Al was telling me about that. I haven't seen it. You know Al's kids are my god kids? Did you know that? No. You know yeah. Al's kids are my kids? That's crazy. Did you yeah. know Al kids? Now I'm drunk. What? Like, You're I'm really not, drunk yeah. right now? Not, not drunk, but like solid. <laughs> like solid. You gotta oh, go I've been drinking a 32 ounce styrofoam cup. I have to he stop. Seeing because I'm going to have to like, drive. I don't want to like drive. I want to no, like, 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 But I also. Well, I mean, I'm going to just take an Uber at 4 a.m. I'm seriously going to. To the airport. Start um, working on my. So wait, sweet, so hold on. Don't audition. work on your audition yet. So, wait, so <laughs> fuck you, man. So you have a car picking you up at four a.m. Yeah. You're going to you're, St. You're, Louis. You don't is direct flight. No, I have a layover in Minneapolis because it's Delta. Ugh, gross. They don't have a direct. Um. But no then I go. What I was trying to say, you were like SAG minimum, Sorry. and I was from. St. Louis, I'm flying to New York to shoot that show Crashing, that uh, Pete Holmes show, because they're yeah. doing like a roast battle episode. Oh, that's and cool. Yeah. And they. By the way, can are I tell you pay- oh, they you're, you're not going to get so much money. They're paying a lot. You're no. going to get a lot of money. So much well, money. Good. And I don't know if that's HBO or what. That's HBO. They're so paying just- me for a week, and then they're also paying me for a week as a writer. Okay, there's that. So too. it's like double. That's double, double. Good for you. Know you know Best Telling? Yeah. Best on that show. She's the one that sold it? No, best best on. No, she's show. on it. No, no, no. And so is Fitzsimmons. No, she writes on it. Yeah, he was on the. He was on the. I actually uh, love that show. Everybody from like the wave is going to be there. Really? Moses is going to be. Jeff will be there. Oh, like, that's I mean, whole thing. it's so exciting. I'm hoping like some of my other friends in New York are going to be there. I mean, I never get to New York. It's so hopefully uh, this season will be good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love you, Pete. I mean, you know Pete doesn't he look I've like every episode? I watch. Every I feel episode. like Pete looks like he's always trying to pray the gay away. <laughs> it's my. I, I like him more because of this show. I yeah, really, I, like I never really know. It. <laughs> really? I never oh, really kidding. knew. Yeah. Him. I mean, because he was such a New York guy, and then I felt like he. I really felt like I never really knew like those like yeah, those like all like UCB cool there's, kid there comics. A, there, was a, there was a there was a genre of um, alt entrepreneurs, right? Of like, and 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 by the way, you, Pete, I love Pete Holmes. I'm not shitting on Pete Holmes. I'm not shitting on Kumail. I'm not. Uh, these are all people I like. But yeah. there was this generation of guys who saw the business better than we saw it. Like who, like, like, just was like, got into the game and was like, oh, so you're telling me I could probably produce my own shit. Well, that was like Nick Thune. Nick Thune, I feel like started it. Nick Thune. Nick Thune. <laughs> yeah, man, I remember. I remember him yeah. showing up. Me him too. And Benjamin showing up to the scene. Yeah. And owning it, slaying it. You know what it was too? Their website. Their website made them look bigger than they were. Really? Nick but, even but, told me that. He goes, yeah. dude, I had this guy who designed websites for like Microsoft or whoever. And because he was in Seattle. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so he was like, and this guy made my website and it made me look like this like comedian that was a little bit. Because well, yeah, that they, too. They seem, they seem good at the at Oh, he's the gate. they're both. They're dude. already fantastic, you know. But but the truth is, is like I remember Owen Benjamin <laughs> and, and once again, I feel like all I do is talk shit about people. I love Owen like a brother. We would say this to them yeah, if they were here. Owen. So that's, you know, and, said this and we've already said this to them probably to their face. But I'm, so I go on, I go to Aspen and like Georgia was just born. I love, I had just been born. So Is this when the Aspen festival was still like the Montreal, was the yeah. Montreal before? Yeah. And I have a film premiering there and I go in and I'm at, I'm broke. I have two children. I'm making 1300 bucks a week. And, uh, and, uh, I'm in the North Face store, 
<laughs> window shopping. Like, looking around. Yeah, because going, you're like, like, I could never afford like, anything. Yeah. Like, 1300 bucks for a fucking coat? Like, yeah, there's no who way. Who the fuck can afford this? And Nick is with, uh, is with Jordy. Jordy? Yeah, Jordy Fox. And he was with Who's Jordy. now a, a, a big wig yeah, at Comedy Central. It's yep. just so funny. Seriously? Remember when yeah. Jordy... I remember when Jordy did stand-up. Oh, yeah. No, Jordy like, produ- produces Comedy Jam and the Roast Battle. He's I a, love Jordy. I still see him around. But like, I, remember, I remember Jordy when he was a comic. Yeah, me too. When he would get on stage, and be like, dude, I just fucking had like a baby today. And he's like, I'm just kidding. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> he had I'm no material. Loved, I, when I saw him Jordy made by like, probably the, the best parallel move ever. Oh, my God. Like, I, he got to a height and a comic was like, you know what? I'm gonna I know comedy good. Let's, let's, let's go to MySpace. Yeah. What a fucking genius move. And Jordy is the guy who technically eradicated Steve Hofstetter. Oh, thank God, right? Which is, which is well, unless you have a date coming up on one of his clubs. <laughs> well, one one of his clubs. Get the fuck out of here. He doesn't have anything there. Yeah, he knows clubs, right? Which, no, he used to have one. What in really upsets me is that he tried to make heckling cool. And that is, to me, just like the well, worst part. It was all set up. Of course it was. What are we talking about? Hofstetter's yeah, yeah. I mean, heckling. I Let's go the best thing about Steve Hofstetter. By the way, I keep going. The best thing, but like the ah. best thing with Steve Hofstetter has a black sister. Ben Glebe tells me this in the car. Steve Hofstetter is the whitest guy you've ever met in your entire life. Exactly. And he says to me, he goes, "You know, Steve's sister's black." And I picture Precious in my head, yeah. just coming into his room, going, "Hey, Steve Hofstetter, <laughs> make me a chocolate milk." And Steve goes, "Okay," and then making a chocolate milk. Steve Hofstetter, I want some bacon, egg, and cheese, motherfucker. Uh, anyway. Back to Owen Benjamin. I'm in the North Face tour. Oh shit! And I and I'm looking. I'm probably I'm probably saying I got my kids with me and my wife. My wife is not the kind of person that would ever let you think we could afford anything. Right. And and I see Owen and, and Jordy, and they both have Jordy's working at MySpace. Owen's just been doing comedy a couple years, maybe a year and a half, maybe fucking three months, and uh, they have the most expensive furred. And they were like, hey, Comedy Central just bought these for us. <gasps> and I went, I'm, I, I don't know anyone at Comedy Central. I'm not getting any love from them. And I'm like, my career's fucked. My yeah. career's fucked. But I see Jordy that night. And then Jordy profiled two of my videos in, Mont- in Montreal that week on the front page of MySpace. And they got like, Amazing. back then it was like 40,000 views. It was a lot of Huge. views. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know what? You can't, you can't hate on people. Because they don't hate on you. No. You're going to be like... Because I definitely walked out going, that's $3,000 worth of coats. I couldn't buy that. My wife would be like, no, we're paying our fucking rent. Right. And I, But I was like, what fucking life did I pick? Right. Like, why did I pick this fucking life right. where I get married and have kids and fall in love? Like, why couldn't I just, like, be de- de- detached and hang out with Jordy and buy coats? <laughs> it always seems so much more attractive. Like what other people have and then you go oh but I also have like material mm-hmm. I guess, right? <laughs> you know what I mean like I I realize like I constantly have to like make myself sit down and go because my biggest fear is that people tell me I'm funny just because I'm nice and that is like this constant like not by the honest. way I don't think you're nice ah! like that's not that's and not. I don't think you're funny <laughs> Wait, what just happened? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I I feel like, especially at the at the comedy store, got really weird for me for a while because it took me so long to get in there as a woman. And like, and when I first started, you know, because 
and and I say as a woman only because I couldn't work there and do comedy. A lot of and that was a Mitzi that was from Mitzi. That yeah. wasn't like some other males making that rule. Mitzi was like because Kinnison, you know, helped her when Argus Argus was like beating her up in the parking lot one night. They were both oh, on no, Coke Argus. and Kinnison was working the back door and beat the shit out of Argus and like rescued Mitzi. And so Mitzi was like, only men can work the door, which meant only men could work the phones and the cover booth or whatever. Um, so I couldn't do that. And then her husband cheated on her with a waitress who was blonde that did comedy. So you couldn't be a waitress oh, and do wait, comedy. Did you work your way up to Jesus the comedy store? Right. Christ. So when I started there, I had to just do the open mic or run a room there. I helped run a bunch of different comedy shows there just to get in because I couldn't work there. Yeah. So I could just do shows there and then try to become, you know. And so what I did was I did what Chelsea did, which was just you just go be funny and leave. I would just go and be funny and leave. And every time I came, I'd be like, I have to be funnier than the last time. And eventually, after I go be funny and leave, they'll ask, they'll want me to stay. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, and then I, it became like. Then there was this big controversy. I don't know if you remember this. There's this big controversy at the comedy store because this female comic sent out this big email to like every casting director in town that named all these comics from the comedy store and how they were like misogynistic and Ugh. made women like 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 uh, were hurting women and and saying negative things about comedy and weren't letting them in the comedy store because they were a woman and like named all these different comics and I was like, huh, I've never really felt like that. And I remember walking into the into the Who's kitchen. The yeah. Uh, I don't remember who it was no, because it was, it was not disclosed for a long time. And then it ended up being like this chick that like nobody even that wasn't funny and yeah. didn't belong uh, there. Yeah. And she doesn't even do comedy anymore. I don't think, but I remember walking, I remember walking into the kitchen and all those guys, it was like Ari, Nick Youssef, David Taylor, like all those. And they were all just like venting about it. Like, ugh, these fucking chicks at the store. And they're like always honest. Like they have to get spots just because they're a girl. And then they said, but Sarah Tion, like she's dip- she's fine. She's cool. She's like one of us. And I was like, <gasps> they've never told me that they like me. Right? And but so it was like, it I figured like. it out. That's what it feels like to be white and see these white nationalists protesting <laughs> and not tweeting about it. You're like, I don't know, I don't lose fans. <laughs> right. I mean, fans. but I think what that really taught me was that like, no matter who you are, like when, when people talk about the comedy store and they go, ah, just, uh, it's like too ridiculous to get in there. And I go, well, then you don't belong there. Like it takes I, a it, really it long me, time. I bet mine's much longer than yours. It took me six, seven years. Really? Yeah. Uh, it took me 18. That's what? a long time. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, you I know. know like, Louis never got passed. It took me uh, a year and a half. Really? Wow. <laughs> I, I, went, I went in to try to get passed. I'll, I'll make this very short because everyone already knows the story. But I tried to get passed. Didn't happen. Um, Louis Anderson brought me in, tried to get me passed. Didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Ari, or, uh, uh, Steve Byrne, Ahmed, yeah. and Brett Ernst and Sebastian all kind of vouched for me. Didn't happen. What? And mm-hmm. then uh, Al and Bill vouched for mm-hmm. me. Didn't happen. Wow. And then Adam was when like... When you say didn't happen, does that mean Mitzi was it's, sitting it's, there no, every time? It's a mix of all those. That I, was I, Tommy, I probably. It, I covered it a bunch. It Tommy Tommy wanted me to uh, oh. park cars. And I had mm-hmm. a TV show. I was like, yeah, yeah, no. brother, I love comedy, but I'm not parking cars in your fucking yeah. driveway. 
to yeah. fucking get on your right. stage. Like you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, of course. Like you're just out of your, you're the reason that Pat won't work that club. And Pat is one of the best comics ever. Right. right. And so um and then Adam uh came up to me in Montreal and was like, Hey man, just so you know, like you are definitely passed. And I was like, it was a, it was a fucking game changer in my life. I do more stand-up in the city than I've ever done right. or ever will do. And by the way, I just talked to Adam the other day, and I was like, I was doing Kill Tony, and I lost my voice, and I was, I'm on, I've been on the road, and I go, hey, man, I'm really sorry I don't call in for spots as much as I do. And Adam's like, thank you. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm There's like, so many people. There's, I mean, to get a spot at the comedy store anymore is, it. you know, I'm, I'm, I remember a lot of I, I open the show most of the time. I'm like I bite the bullet, I love which that. I, I love. That. I by love the way, that. people used to go like, "Oh, it's the vagina spot, right?" Like nobody wanted to do that spot, and I go, "By the way, there's only probably like four or five of us can, that can even do it." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second of all, it bad. pays the same. Yeah. Third of all, it's the only spot at the store that's on time. <laughs> on time, and you're not following some I'm not bullshit. Fo- I mean, I set the tone, and Dalia would always make fun. Like I'm, he'd be like, "Who set the tone in here?" It's so great. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. Like, but fuck it is a different ass. show. Like, I, I'm a great person to open the show. I'm literally bubbly. So how, yeah, I'm very happy. How long have you been at the store? Uh, since 2000, I got passed in 2009. So okay. I've been there. I mean, I was there. I started there. It was a very, everybody told me not to go there because they hate women. And I go, well, you shouldn't have told me that because now that's the only place so, I want to so perform. Let's play a game. Let's play a game, okay? okay. John and I are going to say male comics. <laughs> and you just say one word. First word. It's like a Horshack test. Horshack? Horshack. Horshack. Horshack test. I like a... So just oh, say but I do want to know what a Horshack uh, test would be. Horshack? Horshack. Oh, Are these going to be like oh, oh, oh. old comedy store guys? Right? Am I right? Yes. It's, it's Rorschach. Rorschach. Bob Oshack. Oh, Bob Oshack is <laughs> the greatest. Oh, I know, but maybe that's some a of the best. Test. His would be like a long oh, soliloquy. His vocabulary about something. is something to be admired. I love well, are you putting your shoes on right now? Yeah, I don't know why, but I feel like my the bottom of my feet are really dirty. Oh, uh, it's keep, the man cave. I keep showing them. <laughs> the man cave. I keep like. Are you serious? Are you concerned about that? No, but I not like I know that I can't she like stay too much. I, I have a dog camera. at home. I eventually have to right, go and let him out. We'll wrap this up soon. All right, let's we're about do three this. Hours Wait, right now. I know we're gonna wrap it up. I, we'll I, dude, wrap I'm up. having we'll so up. much fun. We'll kill our drinks. <laughs> All right, easy. I want, to, I want the horse Wait, you're going to do names of comics. Yeah, yeah. Are these comics. like comedy store guys? Old comedy store right. guys? Or Let's just random? Let's do a game. You ready? I want to play We're going to go around round robin. Uh, you can say every comic. So oh, Fuck, hold on a second. So you say a name, <laughs> and i got to tell you what the first first word that comes out of my mouth. Jimmy Pidd. I, I don't know who that is. Oh! Don't know him. Say it again. Jimmy Pidd. Never heard of him. Okay. So, so... Let's do comics we know. Okay, comics we know. <laughs> yeah. I thought, okay. And, yeah, oh, you want me to hear his well, name? Maybe we don't <laughs> know. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, Paris. Oh, so it's basically, you say a name, and we... Uh, President like, of the United States. Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, oh, who's the Okay. So that's so, the uh, game. That's the way it works. Okay. Oh, what'd you say? Egotistical. Oh. I feel like he's disconnected. So and, uh, by the way, Jerry, okay. I like... To, so let's be real with it, because I just started with Jerry Seinfeld, the so. biggest comic of the game, and I just shit on him. <laughs> so I, so you'll like, never be doing comedy. No, that's comedy. not I just, true. I just, I, I just felt like I just feel like he's disconnected from what it's like to be a comic. Mm-hmm. I understand you do theaters. You're like more of a Broadway. You're more the Bette Midler of comedy. 
And by the way, you can do what I'm doing right now. You can explain your shitty yeah, answer. I like that. Shitty. So, like, I thought we'll go, go five to seven seconds on that one comic. And Whatever it's got to be. Whatever it's got to be for you to feel comfortable with what you just said. Okay. I'm not editing this, editing this out. All right. So, no. oh, so, so you so start with Jerry Seinfeld. It goes to me. I go to you. You go to her. And we go to Round Robin. So it's this okay. one. Okay. Now, who's going first to start? No, she already went. I went. Now so now it's yeah. your turn. So you're going to me. Uh, okay. Um, Dave Spout. Brilliant. Um... One of the best I've ever seen. I remember him at the comedy store one night, came in at 2 a.m. and just sat down and Bumped I really <laughs> feel like he made shit up as he was going along and it was so fucking good. I <laughs> love Dave Chappelle. I have nothing negative to say. Now I go, now I go on. Now I move on. I thought you were going to say the N-word. So keep going. <laughs> Again, no, you go to, it's go not to her, right to say it. We it's not things, right to say it, but you can have, shout it. I, I have feelings. Off of a houseboat. It's no, really I have, fun. <laughs> I have feelings that I feel about him that are inward. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go inward. to... I'm going to make one more comment while the game's happening. Is that okay? I know you guys got to leave, but like... I'm you can make, make whatever you yeah. want. Ralphie May, go. Giant. Let me tell you the best Ralphie May joke I've ever... Because I roasted him once. Um, Ralphie Mays recently taken up yoga just so he can get flexible enough to kiss his foot goodbye. <laughs> also, I, ro- I roasted him right after, right when Robin Williams died. So this was almost three years ago because Saturday was the three-year anniversary. Right. Wow. And I roasted him less than a year after. It was, it was, it was probably long. like a month after. And I go, you know, Ralphie, I'm so worried about you. We've lost so many great comics. But I guess you'll never go out like Robin Williams because if there's one thing you don't have in your house, it's a belt. <laughs> <laughs> Strong enough to hang you on. <laughs> you Jesus. also don't suffer from crippling That's depression, but the entire left side of your couch does. <laughs> that is great. It was does. also right after Ray Rice. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Well, and I was like, you know, you remind, me a lot of, you remind me a lot of Ray Rice, but not because you're an athlete, but no one wants to be in an elevator with you either. <laughs> I love it. Good one, everybody. Okay, wait. It's my turn. It's my turn. To me. It's my. By the way, by the way, once it goes to me, it goes back to you. Oh, we're going to flip flop it. Yeah, flip flop it. How dare you, Louis C.K. Uh, I'm so glad you asked me this. Um, truly irreverent. The thing I love about Louis C.K. is that um, he gave us irreverent. irreverent. He gave us the right to do stupid dick jokes again. Mm-hmm. So when he said "suck a bag of dicks," that was a joke that that any of us could have written that would have been written off by the edgy alt comics. Yeah. Right. Well, it's a dick allowed, joke. Yeah, it's a dick joke. It's it's just silly. You're talking about your butthole, itchy asshole. Yeah. So Louis what? brought that back for everyone going, no, 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 no. You write what you want to write. And if you think it's funny, then it's funny. And that's what I'll do. And it was one of the freeingest moments of my life is that cause I was trying to be someone else. And when I watched Louis be himself, God, I wish I could shit on Louis. Like, I wish I could. Because that's I, this game make this game so much more fun. But, like, when he did that, I, uh, I went, oh, don't overthink it, Bert. Like, right. don't try to be Patton. Don't try to be Maria Bamford. I'm sure. not that I ever try to be those. Those are safe ones to say. Pat, uh, uh. Paul Paul F. Tompkins is ne- you're never going to be that guy, and anyone that likes a guy is never going to like you, and he'll never mm, like you. Right? So just be you. Boom. Just be you. That's good. And, and like Louis really stamped the approval of like when he shit on the alt comedy scene. He was like, they're not funny. Right. I don't, I don't form like 
Then I was oh, like, it was such I was a like, relief. Okay, you can just be goofy and funny and whatever yeah. you think's funny, say it on stage. I also hate like people try be to pit you. us against each other. Like they'll try to yeah. pit me against like Amy Schumer or Sarah Silverman or like Whitney, oh, and I'm like, so much prettier. But you guys. They can buy tickets to all of our shows. You know what I mean? Like They're you don't, have, you don't that, only get one ticket per year that you get to buy right. to a comedy show. Like There's you can be my so fan and yeah. all of fans of all of them what too. Is that it's not exclusive to the right. other. But I feel like that's the same with Louis. Like Louis kind of did that. Like now he kind of opened it up. Yeah, but but uh, the problem with Amy Schumer, dirty. Yeah, that's yeah. I feel like. Um, like, uh, you know, I've always had kind of mixed experiences with her, and I think she's so smart. But right now, I think she needs to go away. Like <laughs> like Chappelle. Like, she she became so huge so fast. Yeah. And then constantly kept putting out material. And when you put out material too fast, like, it's just not, it's not true. It's not, like, you can't possibly experience that much stuff in a year. Even if you are famous. She's transitioning, I think. Right. I think what, like right now, I haven't heard from her in a long time. And I think that's good. That's Like Chappelle. Like you, I need to miss you. It's like the band U2. Right, right. Right? Like every year they put out a fucking album. Every year they're at the Grammys. I'm like, if I missed you, I would appreciate your music so much more. Oh, I like that. I think, you know, as a comic, I'll only put out an album every three to five years. Because... You, you just don't get that. Like you're gonna have to miss me. It's gonna. I, I'm gonna make sure that the product I give you is what I yeah. want. I, that was way more than like six seconds. No, 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 no. And I'll tell you. I the, like I'll tell you the thing that. Um... <laughs> oh fuck! I forgot. Did you lose Hold it? on one second. Hold on one second. Amy Schumer. Uh. Um. Politics. The thing. The thing oh, that. The okay. thing that. I, that. That bothers me with Amy. And by the way, not, bothers me is the wrong word. So I don't want to like pit people against her because I, I like Amy. I have nothing against Amy or Nikki or like or like Beth or like all my friends. They're friends of mine. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I will say is that like I understand it's important an important time in our country, but like to don't make your message agenda first. Like it's right. Like, like make your message. Comedy first, yes, and thank also you very much. find that little, right. the, the little, the little, the little spark in Louie that said, "Eat a bag of dicks." That's mm-hmm. not smart. And by the way, it might not even be his. Like I don't know if he came up with it or like it doesn't matter. It was on a bumper sticker for real, but like, but like, but like, don't you don't need to it's be emotion. a politician. You don't have. I feel like I feel like you lose a lot of people who go. I would you you could tell me a message very subtly. That would change my mind when you like. I'm, I'm, I follow both Nikki and Amy and, uh, and Beth on Instagram, and they're and by the way, I have nothing but gra- they're friends of, of mine. No, they're no, friends no. Friends of mine, but I but I do see it, and I have friends like this, like Andy Kindler. I love Andy Kindler. Yeah, but like I can't fucking read his tweets because I go, dude, I get it. I get it. You don't like what happened. Oh uh, well, it's the same. Charlottesville. Like I understand that. Like I don't like it either. You don't have to come out with it every day and go. I don't like Nazis. No one likes fucking Nazis. <laughs> right. That's right. That's a noble thing to say. This is a you given. Are, you are fucking. It's uh, what's it called? Uh, Mark Maron called it empathy signaling, or or like or like like I'm you a just, good person. Everybody, I'm a good person. Yeah, yeah. We get it. 
Just be fucking funny about it. Thank well, you that's the for other thing that. is like when that's how I feel. I do too, and I feel like sometimes like Our women comics. Number one. Number right. One. By the way, unless, unless people I always say, ask I'm really me, say, Amy, her theater did get shot up by a fucking lunatic for her movie. So I do feel like Amy's responsibility completely is to talk about guns. She has a total right, right. to talk about gun I control. I talk about guns in my total act. Total right to talk about gun control. Don't ever shoot her down. Yeah, once she made a movie and fucking people that liked her got murdered. And by the way, yeah. that movie was so dope. It was, it was so great. funny. And I talk which about guns about? because one? Which one? train wreck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because which one? Which I hate one? how well, women... Right Batman. Now. She wrote Batman. Yeah, so you remember that? Goldie Hawn, what's it called? Uh, joked or something. Whatever. I don't know. Who gives a fuck? I don't know. Anyway, keep going, keep going, keep going. Well, Snatched. Thank you. What I, what I don't like is, um, first of all, I, what I want to say is people always ask me, oh, how, is it hard to be a woman in comedy? And I say, no, it is an advantage to be a woman in comedy. I'm, al- I'm already in a small group, so to rise to the top of a small group is a lot easier. I think the hardest thing to be in comedy is a white male. And you can say that like, as a white man, you have every advantage in this country, but when it comes to arts, uh, you're just in a bigger pool. So to rise yeah. to the top of a bigger pool is hard. You have to constantly be different. And I feel like... You know, as Americans and as comedians, we get a lot of the same. And what I don't like in comedy is when women put out a joke that's not funny, that's just gross or sexual, and people criticize it, and then they call those people misogynist for not liking a a joke about their vagina. And it's like, (laughs) it's not. We we don't like it because it's not funny. Right. It's not has nothing to do. It, it it could be about your pet rock. If it's not funny, it's not funny. But it's also it's a lot of people that have been down the road on their own. Like, and, and once again, not talking shit, just being real. Amy never went out on the right. road. She did her tour with Comedy Central and theaters, and she went out with a uh, Atel and Norton. Mm-hmm. That's a certain specific group. No, it's like, been very. Like you, you like you go to the road by yourself and then go like, here's the problem with my pussy, and you watch. <laughs> A Try man it. just go like, what the fuck? You got a real taste for the earth. You know, part of me says that the argument you and Bill Berg got into on stage had a lot to do with the fact that Bill and myself and and Doug and Joe have spent a lot of time in the center of the country right. with these certain types of people that are not bad. And so to call someone bad right. that you don't know is a, is an egregious yeah. mistake. It's like it's like going like to your hometown and going Hickory. They must all be racist because it's sound like this. Both. And by the way, uh, not my my daughter's heritage through my my wife and your heritage, I'm sure, does have civil war roots to it mm-hmm. and, and tombstones in graveyards yeah. that are family tombstones that say "Serve Most the proud Confederate." You grew oh yeah, up. and it's really hard to say to your kid like, "You got to respect that." Like that that man died for his beliefs. And the, but then you go, his beliefs were kind of fucked up. Well, so like, well sometimes like, it wasn't even beliefs. Sometimes yeah, they were just roped into it. This is what you're doing, or you're not going to be able to do anything else. You're a man. Yeah. You have to. It's, it was that's a draft. What it, that's your options. Is what well, that is. Well, yeah, and at like the, at I, that time. And I by have the way, a. We took a DNA test, and we did. It yeah, on we our did. Podcast. We revealed it on our podcast. Would you like to know 
what what this makeup is. hundred percent. And I'm please asking that I can come on your podcast and do a DNA. Ooh, I want you to. Oh my god. We but we swapped it. We read it like uh Maury Povich. Yeah, let's do it. We're gonna read you can't see it. We're ready. We're going to tell you who, what you are. Yeah, swab. I'll do it. Yep, yep. Send it in. They come Forty percent slave. And then you don't open the email. <laughs> and you hundred percent slave. <laughs> I had the whole ride to the gallery today. I was like, all I do is fucking pay for everything. No one respects my opinions. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that, I have a bit about that, like people, like because in the South, people would say like the Civil War wasn't about slavery. They love using that. It was the War of Northern, Northern Aggression, or they say like it was about <laughs> taxes. And I'm like, you mean how like you didn't want to pay taxes on yeah, labor? Because uh, <laughs> that sweet. sounds like slavery. Sweet, so wait, what did you guys think about the Robert E. Lee statue? Listen, here's my thoughts. I can't. Wa- Thank you for asking me because mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, and here it goes. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, those those don't need to be in public, outdoor displays that the 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 government is paying for. Right now, I do believe it's a part of history. One hundred percent. By the way, I'm not shitting on Robert E. Lee because he is a he is he did what his job was, dude. He was and 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 he was very important to a lot of people. He actually said at the end, like, yeah, this this and he was from a a union state. Yeah, yeah. So my opinion is. Remove them, yeah. put them in muse- history museums. Okay, we're not erasing history. Put we're them in your yard, inside of. Fine, a you can have it in your own. You can have it in your yard. Your yard, but you can't have it at the well, Capitol building. The pay, pay for pay millions of dollars and let that money go to civic rights or whatever the thing is, and you get Robert E. Lee in your front yard. But at the Here's same time, another... I don't think I don't think we should put new statues up of some shit that we. No, don't necessarily Here, like you need, have you listen, Have you ever listened to Malcolm down. Gladwell's podcast, Revisionist History? Uh, no, because I, yeah, I have not listened to it because I listened to a couple and I, it just bored me. Because hmm. like his he monotone, has, he was like, Meh. Well, you know, Gladwell's from... Shit Town, by the way, Shit Town. Oh, that's an... S-Town is an incredible. Yeah, that's a good but, one. Gladwell takes something in history and like reviews it. So like Brown versus Board of Education, which helped black kids get into school, uh, into public schools. Uh, he talks about how that actually was a really bad thing because it took black children away from black teachers who ultimately helped them rise above in academics. I love. I said and I it, it's joke. fascinating. I said a joke that I wasn't racist. I was an economist. Because mm-hmm. like, Malcolm Gladwell is an economist, and I, well, I, I connected more yeah, with like what a, his thoughts were. Was I was like, look, give me the numbers. Let me break down the numbers, right. and that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Like that's the truth. But that that's was the whole thing. thing. He did a whole thing on this statue in Alabama that was about uh, this civil rights, uh, the civil rights movement in, in Selma, where you know there's this like famous picture of this policeman with this German shepherd dog he was like attacking this man yeah. uh, this black kid and he's like cowering and it became the front page of every newspaper and so they built this statue of it in Selma but the kid was actually just like skipped school that day wasn't even a part of the civil rights movement doesn't even Horrible. believe in it still to this day was like eh, it was kind of ridiculous and I didn't want to be a part of it and the policeman was trying to hold the dog back Oh, because the dog so went to leap because he was jaywalk, like he was like oh, moving, like the whole movement was like to the right. So See, he that's like what reviews me about the fucking alt left or where the progressive right. left is that you just 
Look, I don't believe in the alt-right. I don't believe in the alt-left. I don't believe in either of their I believe ideas. in the facts. I believe in the I facts. I read Snopes.com for my news. I swear to God. Is that it? Snopes? Snopes is where, like, they debunk. Like, they go, oh, like, this has been, like, a rumor. And they go back and they, like, go, like, it's 80% true and 20%. Like, they go and I break it all down. I one time at the Chicago Improv. Uh, there's a guy named Romeo Gold. He's good friends with Steve Byrne, oddly mm. enough. Love Steve Byrne. And so uh, I make a joke about black eyes and then he... I see him. He's in a gold lame purple <laughs> outfit, uh, head and toe dashiki, uh, pajama bottoms, killing it, shoes, killing, murdering it by himself. Buzz, yeah, by himself. And I said, uh, "God damn it! With that outfit, you must have a perfect name." He goes, "My name is Romeo Gold." <laughs> and I go, "Are you fucking kidding?" Yeah. The place was nuts. Obviously, it's an all white club. It's, it's, <laughs> you said this on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Amazing. Yeah. And then I go, uh, "That their responsibility comes with that name." Uh, there had to be a certain time when your dad sits you down and goes, man, I'm giving you... And then I stop and I go, oh, you're black. You probably don't know your dad. And the place <laughs> groans like crazy. Groans. I, I go, hold on. You're groaning off a, st- a statistic I just mentioned. I just gave you a statistic. Right. Seven out of ten oh, yeah. black kids don't grow up in a single house, single parent household. Right. And uh, I go, don't, how dare you? I'm, right. I'm not being racist. I'm giving you a statistic. And then I go, hold on a second. I go, Romeo Gold, you have no reason to help me in this situation or hurt me. I just want you to be honest. And you ask the question. Did you ever know your father? And, the, and it's silent. And he goes, I never met the man. <laughs> and, and, they, and I went, fuck Boom. you. Fuck, fuck you. all of you. How fucking yeah. dare you did, did, like, go against common Ugh. knowledge and go, or, or not common knowledge. Common knowledge is no. wrong. But statistics. That's why I like Malcolm. They, well, they, I love they it because you because you're a white man saying that to a black guy. Right, and by the <laughs> and way, statistics don't matter in those situations. Right, until you fuck. By the way, this out. is the thing. This is the thing that I will say in this whole Charlottesville thing. This is the probably the thing that those tiki torches, those tiki torches connect with. It, but they have no empathy. They have no empathy for like, like they don't know what it's like to be, like. Persecuted or like or like or, or marginalized. Well, now they do because they go like those pictures didn't represent who I am, and it's like, are, they oh, are you? Yeah, they're like, oh, isn't it weird to be judged by the way you look? How <laughs> well, awful! Yeah, go fuck yourself. That's and, exactly and, what you do to black people. Yeah, yeah, why light yourself so good? Oh, yeah, no shit, that's beautiful lighting. It was lighting. well lit. Beautiful lighting. Beautiful, gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it really was beautiful. That lighting, golden light. <laughs> Hopefully, those kids. And then I think they're all kids. I don't. I don't think there are any grown men in there. They're just kids with fucking dumb ideas that think they know what the fuck they're talking about. And well, by the way, and, I, and this not to support Trump, but like that happens across the board. When you're a kid, you have dumb fucking ideas. Yeah. Well, and now hopefully they go, oh shit, that doesn't feel good. I'm not that person. I'm not that person. And they change their opinions and go, look. For me, my biggest defining moment was. Uh, I'm looking at the walruses with Georgia, and a gangbanger comes up next to me. He's got, like, fuck the world tattooed on his neck. And he sits next to me, and I go, ooh, this is going to be, like, this, I know this guy. And then he pulls his daughter out of a stroller, and exact same age right. as Georgia, and we're watching the walrus. And me and him are giggling together, and I just went, in my head, I was like, oh, we're just two dads. We're just, just two dads super who want our daughter the to same. get a really good look, but not be rude to the other person. Mm-hmm. And so we took turns taking a look at the walrus, and I was like, "Ah, oh, th- th- literally, this is probably 
11, 10 years ago. Yeah. And I, that changed my mind about doing race jokes. Because I was like, dude, if you come to me and you're a Mexican guy with fuck the world tattooed on your neck, you're just looking to laugh the same way I am. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to go like, you know what's up with Mexican people? And then maybe he goes like, fuck that guy. Yeah. You know what it's like to be Mexican. What I do. So first of all, like growing up in Georgia, and then I went to school in Atlanta, which is like Where? Georgia State. Really? So, I mean, there's a bulldog. 40% of my college was Vietnamese. And, I, you know, Morehouse is next door. Spellman is next door. I literally, like, Freaknik started in Atlanta. We used to get out of school for Freaknik. So when I moved Hold to. On, back, ah. wait, back that up. Back that up. Freak Freak a lot of people don't remember this part of, the, the, of life. Well, Freaknik was the Black Spring Break. When Freaknik was Black Spring Break. It was a week after... It was gigantic. A week after MTV's Spring Breakdown in, like, Panama City. Gigantic is an understatement. I know. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. (laughs) Businesses would shut down Shut down. Yeah. Uh... Wait, they parades, doing it? parades, parades, like not parades, no, but just no, like lines of course. A long time ago. Okay. Oh yeah. Then it moved to Daytona, and then it just kind of faded away. I mean, I think because like they just they kept constantly getting tickets from cops, and like yeah. they just couldn't really enjoy themselves. I'll say this: you don't have to say this if you don't want to, but I will say that during Freaknik, uh, in that era, you definitely didn't want to be white walking around. Oh, I didn't really feel. I've never. I never really felt like that. I just felt like I don't get it. Like <laughs> I just felt like <laughs> uh, I'm never gonna be able to dance like that, and I'm not willing. <laughs> Did you I'm not willing. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I went there. Were there a lot of white people there? No. Okay. But I never really. I mean, my mom See, was like the only white girl on her softball team. I felt like I was like raised half raised by black women right because and my mom was the catcher because black women refused to be the catcher because that was like this inferior position and my mom's like a big lady and my mom could just like knock it out of the park all the time yeah i don't know what it is i'm not kidding like her coach johnny was like i don't know what it is we can just like nobody wants to play catcher my mom was like i don't give a shit and she was yeah that's exactly what it it felt like this submissive position or something and uh, but you know, they used to make fun of me all the time. Like I'd be like, well, how come the bruises on you don't show up or whatever? And like, so I was used to making fun of people. And so when I started doing race jokes on stage, first of all, there's a huge difference between a racist joke and a racial joke. I think we were Thank constantly saying, Oh, that's racist. And I'm like, mm, that's just right. racial. And by the way, you're not offended you're worried that someone's going to think that you're not offended. <laughs> and that's fucked Good up. Yes. What you're True. saying is, if I laugh at this and someone sees me, laugh I'm afraid yep. of what they're going to say to me. Oh, and yeah. why are you afraid? Because sad, you don't know shit about black in, people or case. Mexican. Like, you've never sat next to someone watching a walrus and had a moment <laughs> and acted like... And realize that we're all exactly the same. Right. And by the way, the definition of friendship, if I can make fun of you and you can make fun of me and we both are laughing, that's fucking What's friendship. The yeah. There's an, like if I make fun of you for being black and you make fun of me for being white, that's amazing. That's yeah, that's, that's how the, the world is gonna be peaceful if we can all just like laugh at one another. Until we can do that, 
but now it's like people are mistaking being offended for feeling like they have an opinion. And I'm like, that's not an opinion. That's a, that's a reaction and it's emotion to something that you have been trained to think is right or wrong. I don't think it's people our age, though. I think it's people about God, I really, 10 to 15 years younger than I us. I feel like it is people our it's, age. It's people our age. I you, feel like it's like that because well, we grew up in that PC along. Bill Clinton world where everything became like, you know, you know when we had the uh, Ch- Justice Thomas investigation on sexual harassment and then Ooh. like everything became like super PC. You can't say this. You can't say that. And that is exactly why Trump got elected because he... He touched into people, people who are angry us? about things that they can't say. It was I, a, think- it was, it was a, I said this on stage that night. Um, Trump got elected by guys who weren't done saying the word faggot. Right. Like people are people. Like, you can't take that away, man. Wait, I wasn't you- meaning being a dick. No, people then, are constantly feel like they're being attacked yeah. for being they, – they get called a racist or a bigot or a misogynist or an asshole constantly. And that – A rapist? I'll say that one. That was a yeah. big trigger one when you were like, hold on, you can't have sex with a chick who's drunk? Right. And they're like, no, that's rape. She couldn't, she's, she was it? Say, and you're like, Let's hold go. on, I well, was drunk also. I was drunk like, too. Yeah, and they're like, no, you raped her. Now, there's a, bit, right. and by the way, I'm not condoning, Mm-mm. look, there is, should, you should have a fucking common sense about you gentlemen. <laughs> if, if a girl is not speaking straight and she's throwing yeah, up. Yeah, just have that sex in the morning fucking, when you guys wake up. Yeah, and be a gentleman. <laughs> Sleep with her, take care of her, hold her hair, mm-hmm. and then if you like her and you still like her in the morning and she likes you, then yes, that can happen. Yeah. But, but, I fucked a lot of really drunk chicks, my wife included. I was gonna I never you. raped one of them. No. If you're drunk, if your wife was passed out drunk... And you had woke my, up in a boner. If my wife, if my wife, and you're like, I want to fuck my wife right now. Man, they no. made five, ten, hundred. When years. he says he wants to fuck his like, wife right now, he means taking her savings account away right now. <laughs> I'm gonna she fuck won't her. Know a thing. Is that my rape? wife would not do it. My, 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 no, my, my, my wife. No, no. no, no, no. I wouldn't do it. That's not me and my wife. That's not. <laughs> that's not me for one. Like part of me is the connection of sex. Yeah, no, I me can't too. That awkward connection. You never you know. somebody when you're like, no. you said you're, like, you're done in two seconds, anyways. Oh, I, I wish to God that was a part of our relationship. It is not. I wish to God I was like, nah. If I pass out, just fucking wrap up. But that is not my wife. No, and uh, it will. It's not the woman I married. <laughs> I like that. Uh, hey, I have anyway, to go. Me too. Let's go. All right, all right. Let's wrap this up. Uh, how do we do this? By the way, it's just only been three hours and thirty minutes. Oh, that's but I it. I have to get up in the morning and <laughs> do an a, audition. And I have a four a. I have to get up at Let's four. Let's see what I have for, to do tomorrow. You have to like do. I still have to go see my podcasts. boyfriend tonight. I mean, he is so asleep right now. He's <sighs> probably he so me? mad. <laughs> um, Why are you mad? This is not mad, but you know. I love both of you very much. I want you to know this. They're looking at their phones right now. I have a meeting. Yeah. Our pool guy comes over at 11. You have a pool guy? Well, we're building a pool. Okay, so that's... But you have a pool guy for that, Yeah, so the girls um, (coughs) wanted a pool. Are you going to an in-ground pool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for you. We're inside the the earth. So the girls came back and they're like, hey, I wanted a pool this whole time. My wife's like, it won't fit, it won't fit, it won't fit. No, you can put a little pool right there. Yeah, a little dip. Sure. And so I said... And so the girls come back one day and they're like, hey, Dad. Dude, but that's soil soil samples that you're going to have to fucking... The regulations in L.A. are crazy, right? For real? 
So I don't know anything well, about yeah, and then the and then the fence no, inside heard, it because heard, of the I've children. Heard getting a pool no, no, in the no, ground no, no. is we're fine. We're because fine. of that up. I gotta pee. Go, go I'm, pee. I'm, I'm, can I say goodbye? Yeah, bye, are you, John. Are you done, done, done. Well, go pee and see if you come back. We're we're wrapping up. We'll, we'll see. Wrap up. We're wrapping up right now. I love you. Um, <laughs> the pool story is kind of. I love this part of a podcast. The trying to end it. Like no, where where I'm. Definitely buzzed, and I just don't finish a sentence. And everyone's no, like, you have you keep yeah, you've constantly trailed off into other top. But it's so fun because it's like yeah, I didn't really want to talk about that anyway. Like we started in on one thing. We we're never like, even oh. did the round robin of uh, say a comic to me. We'll go back and forth, comic comic, and just one word. Ready? Go. Chris Rock. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did mine. I found, no, I You're trying out. to. You can't out. even think of a word, so you definitely cannot think of another comic to say to me I, right now. I, no, I, like you've already, I just, you've, you've thought of. Had, I found out that he brought writers to write his jokes for him, and it uh, broke my heart. It is. Like, it's hard. Like, I was like, dude, you're my guy. Yeah. I can't know that you didn't write the songs. Like, are you doing karaoke? Like, yeah. It broke my heart. I, I love Chris Rock, and man, if I'm wrong, Chris, hate me. You can. I don't give a fuck. I just, it just broke my heart. Carlos Mencia. <sighs> wow. You're just, you're not even no. saying words. You're just making just sounds. Just do it to me. Just do it to me. Because I don't, don't want to put you in a bad spot. My no, promise. you can. I um, don't give a shit. Uh, I don't, I don't hate Carlos. I feel really bad for him. Yeah, me too. I feel bad for him because, um, yeah, I get it. We all wanted to be famous and it, and there are quicker ways to get about it. But I just didn't choose those paths. You know what's so what sucks so much? Like what you realize in stand up is that you can be the most famous person in the world if you don't have respect from your peers. It's not worth anything. Yeah. Like I can't trade the fact that yeah. I can come to the com. If I came to the comedy store tonight and I sat in a corner, I'd probably see every comic that came through that night because they would come say hi. Yeah. Just because I was sitting there, yeah. like they're like, "Oh, I better." It's like, it's the most bizarre, I, I, you know. And I love it. I'm so, I'm so thankful. But like, nobody's gonna do that so to Carlos. We're just having uh, Sarah go to me, and then now, uh, so we're, this is how we we'll wrap it up. All right, we're three hours and almost thirty minutes. Tw- By the way, I've been just staring so, at that so candy. You just say names, and then we'll just give our one word answers, and this is how we we'll wrap this up. One word. Tim one Allen. Word one word. What? I'm not taking Tim him. Allen. Tim. Tim Allen. I love him. Love him to death. Hero. That's, dude, that's not one word. You said like Hero, seven. hero. Hero. Even today when he said he didn't understand evolution. He's Am I doing that. the same thing? <laughs> Maybe I'm not wrong. No, he tweeted uh, like, if we evolve from apes, why are there still apes? It's like, come on. There's, that's, there's like, like 80 like, bazillion articles about that. It's like one of my favorite things Patrice O'Neill ever said about uh, Nate Bargatze. Oh. So, Nate Bargat, Patrice didn't invite Nate to his Fourth uh, of July party one barbecue one year, so Nate hit up Big J and was like, "Hey man, I want to go to this Fourth of July thing, but I don't want to call Patrice. Can you just like see if like maybe he forgot to invite me? Cause we're <laughs> friends, and Aww. so which is such a Nate move. And so Jay called him. I was like, Patrice, man, I'm excited for the party. You know, I was talking to Nate. Nate wanted to come, but he didn't get an invite. And I was wondering if you didn't want him there for a reason." And Patrice O'Neill, by the way, Nate is a Christian. Patrice O'Neill goes, shit, man. 
That guy doesn't believe in dinosaurs. Of course I want him around. Where <laughs> 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 so did he get to go? He went to go. He right. did. He went, he went. All right. What did you say about Tim Allen? Oh, I haven't said anything. Um, you, still haven't, you still haven't said anything. You still haven't said anything. You broke the one word rule. But I'm actually trying to stick to it. Funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just funny. Wow. Like, well, that's another word. My life, I want to live when I grow up. Okay, so I can do more than okay, that. Uh, keep going, keep going. Uh, <laughs> Roseanne. Drug dealer. Amazing. Fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. Groundbreaking. Uh, groundbreaking. Not groundbreaking. Like Overrated. Not funny. Really? <laughs> no. Oh, no. She's oh, great. Come on. Be By the way, you got to own your word. Okay. okay. Let no, me no, tell no, you, I, my I, favorite I, I, question I, I, wait, that... I'm going to do it. Uh, I never laughed. I did not like the sitcom. Really? really? I, swear I was God. the same age as Becky, so I literally learned everything from that sitcom. Never like I, my mom never had the sex talk with me or the period talk or in, but like whenever Becky got it, like I, that's when I found out. So I like grew up on her. And my favorite thing is when what like radio radio or like when you do press, they'll be like is it hard being like a woman that's attractive in comedy and I want to be like well, who do you think is not attractive? You know what I mean? Like, what are you trying to say? You want me to like go? Oh yeah, it's so much harder than it is to be so and so. Yeah. Like you oh, want me to throw, throw women under the bus as not yeah, attractive? Right, right, right. Go right. fuck yourself. So now I'm gonna throw it back to you guys. Kevin are you Hart. Kevin Hart? Short. Annoying. Hyper. Kevin Hart. Is short. Great Annoying. though. He's really funny. Um, I did. Uh, I just Chelsea, wrote a bunch of Chelsea, jokes with him. I did Chelsea lately with him. On the panel a long time before he got really big, and I could not get one word. No. Therefore, I found him annoying that day. <laughs> That's he, the experience like, I have. He's a little bit of the same thing that, like, that some of the guys, like the thing we were talking about, alt entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. He was that, but he black and just going, I'm going to fucking own it. Um, Aziz, I'm sorry. Aziz? You're taking your Alternative. Time. Alternative? Yeah, I don't really know a lot of, of his stuff. Hates dogs. I Indian. know this for a fact. <laughs> no, no. I'm telling I don't you, really know a lot of his stuff. I was on a plane with my uh, wait, wife at the you, time. How are you a comic? I know. know. I don't really like a By lot way, of comedy. I don't watch, I don't I don't watch, watch a, lot a lot of him. because I, Randy! By the way, the Randy character is the it's funniest thing I've ever seen him do. Funnier. I don't... Here's the thing. I get really sick of comedy. I watch a lot of dramas on Netflix. <laughs> Because I, I just get of, sick of it, and I don't really watch a lot of it. I don't, I don't watch people's. Spe- I'll watch a little bit of their I watch specials. specials. I'm really bad about oh, it. Okay, ready? Joe it. Mandy. I Great. Know, I don't know who that is. I just watched his special on Netflix. We did this Nebraska uh, comedy thing together. Yeah, he's great. Okay. Um, Pete Holmes. Hey, never mind. You can't answer that. Gay. Gay. <laughs> uh, funny now. Yeah. T.J. Miller. Political. Political? Now. Because oh, recently, my God. Recently. He's my neighbor. He lives around the corner from me. Yeah. And, I, and uh, I've known quit. TJ. He just quit. Silicon Valley. Yes. No, I mean, he went on, he's been going he off fired. on these rants on Trump. Yeah. And then everyone's like, mm, you're in the emoji movies. I thought so. it was very funny. <laughs> I like this special where he poured water all over himself. Oh, he is fantastic. That was actually pretty I've cool. I've known TJ. He's kind of like a new Steve Martin. Well, Steve Martin when was not political. It was like him and Neil Brennan and like all him those guys. They moved to L.A. together at the same time from fine. Chicago. Kyle well, Kinane. I'm trying to tell you. Uh, Kyle Kinane. Scruffy. 
I was going to say scruffy. I was going to say some of his hair. Um, wait. Genuinely funny. Like, wait, Cockney, is he flexible? Is he the guy that is he that one comic that can kick himself in the back no. of the head? No, no, no. Not Kyle. <laughs> Kyle is always drunk on stage. Uh, Matt Bronger. Oh, uh, Goofy. Goofy. Yeah. I used to say, like, like Matt Bronger didn't... Like, he was very alty when he first started. Mm-hmm. I don't think he understood his connection with Dane. Like, I don't, understand, uh, I don't think yeah. he ever understood how similar he was to Dane. Because he was so well, silly that and whole... funny and go- goofy fun boy, you know, like, not, I, not in a bad way. Do you know my favorite Dane Cook story is with the, do you know the Chappelle story at the Laugh Factory with him and Dane? No. So, uh, so, you know, Dave came back from Africa and, uh. Dane a- Cook. I'm sorry, a Dave came back from no, Africa. No, and so. He performed at the Laugh Factory, and this is when Dane, you know, was part owner. And so Dane did, like, this really long set, and he broke Richard Pryor's record for the longest set at the Laugh Factory. So Chappelle was pretty upset, so he went back and re-broke the record so that it stayed, like, in the black community. So then they're having, like, this battle. And Jay Davis is running Tuesday nights at the Laugh Factory. And so Dane is, like, the headliner that night. And then Chappelle calls Jay and he's like, hey, can I go up? And Jay's like, um, a fucking course. You know, he's like newly back from, it's like been back from Africa for like six months. So then Chappelle shows up and Dane is very upset and he goes to Jay Davis. He says, tell him he can only do 10 minutes. Yeah. And Jay's like, wait, you want me to go tell Dave Chappelle that he can only do 10 minutes? And he's like, Chappelle. I'm the headliner. You promoted me as the headliner. You tell Dave Chappelle he can only do 10 minutes. Ugh. And Jay's like, fuck. That's gross. So he goes to Chappelle and he's like, hey, listen, um, thank you so much for being here. But like we promoted Dana's the headliner and we were just wondering if like maybe you could do a shorter set, like 10 minutes. You could do 15, like whatever. But like we just can you keep Don't it short? Hours, yeah, please. And Chappelle's like, oh, all these people are here for Dane and Jay's like, well, you know, like they're here for like the comp, you know, but wow, like this is old Barry right. Cash shit right so here. So Chappelle's like, no problem. So he goes up, he has his watch on, he does 10 minutes exactly. I mean, it's packed. It's like every seat sold out. And he goes, hey, you guys, I know you're here to see Dane Cook, and I did a short set. Are there any of my fans here? I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to be out in the parking lot. Yeah. I'm going to sign autographs. I'm going to take pictures. You want me to call your mom? I'll call her. I'm going to do that for the next 45 minutes. He's still the audience. Everybody left. (laughs) And Dane had no one to perform for. I mean, that is how smart Dave is, right? Like, he didn't say anything about Dane. He didn't say anything about the Laugh Factory or the situation. He, He goes around you to beat you. Yeah. It's such a woman's way of thinking, right? Like, I'm not going to attack the problem. I'm going to go around the problem. Yeah. It's like how, yeah. how Sam Tripoli... Let me show you my power. Sam Tripoli always taught me that, like, when a man is heckling me, don't attack him. Attack the woman that he's with because she'll punish him for the rest of the night. You know what yeah. Dane should have done if he was actually worried about it? Said, Mr. Chappelle, you're one of my idols. No, 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 no. But you- that would never happen. That would never happen. Dane, no, no, I said Dane, I don't say it will happen. What he should have done. Dane and Dave started at the same age. And so oh, yeah. talking about Barry Katz at the same age. Uh-huh. So there's a direct competition between oh, the two okay. of them. Okay. I remember I remember being with a guy, let's just call him Jay Moore. And he was like he was like uh 
I remember when because they all started the same age. They're all no, the same I age. know. They're yeah, like forty four. It's so crazy. And uh, and Chappelle's forty four. Chappelle side, yeah. Chappelle's like forty three, maybe. Oh yeah, oh. maybe. Uh, Jay maybe forty eight. I think. Yeah, yeah. Dane's forty eight. I think. But like they were all older than Dave, and Barry signed all of them. And when Dave signed his big deal. I remember both of them were like, where's my fucking money? Right. And like, where's my fucking $250 million? Wow. Oh, thank God that? we said this Wilson. at the end of the podcast. we're at the end of the podcast. Um, now I have to say this. Do you know this name? I saw this name on the list of 20 best comics in the world. Oh, what, 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 what website oh, dear. is this? Sashir Zamata. Never no. heard of him. What about her? It's a girl. Her. It's a girl, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Sashir? She must have an amazing publicist. <laughs> yeah, Clubamist. Shasir, Shasir Zamata, can you please hit me up? You are welcome on my podcast. Yeah, so I know that your fucking publicist is going to blow this up because, honey, you do not belong anywhere on this <laughs> fucking list. You the list, by the way. Ready for the list? Ready for the Let list? me look. Picture of this. By the way, yeah, there, yeah. Louis C.K., Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, Kevin Hart, Jerry Seinfeld, Richard Pryor, George Carlin, Eddie Murphy, Bill Cosby, oh Robin God. Williams, Stephen Colbert, Bill Hicks, Steve Martin, Mitch Hedberg. Red Fox, Seth Myers, Patton Oswalt, Amy Schumer, Aziz Ansari, Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac, fucking beast, a fucking god, beast. Sam Kinison, David Letterman, Sashir Zamata. Wow. Let me see see a picture. She, by the way, the newest picture out of all of them. Is she like seventeen? Oh, you know who that girl is? No, she's on SNL. Oh yeah, that's right. They're all fucking brilliant comedians. Get out of here. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm shitting on you, Sashir. No, no, that's the girl that... John Oliver, Sarah, Sarah Silverman, Bill Burr, Rodney Dangerfield, Jim Gaffigan, Conan O'Brien, Stephen Wright, Martin Lawrence, Jim Carrey, Letty Bruce, <laughs> Don Rickles, Adam Sandler, Jay Leno, John Stewart, Louis Black, Samantha B. Don Rickles should be way higher. I get your point. That girl was the token. Like, they said, we need a black girl on the show, and they got her on SNL. Dear Sashir. Get your name off that list. That's an insult. I mean, Wanda Sykes should be right She's there. You, you don't belong there. You don't belong there, honey. No. I love it's you. It's not her you fault. You don't belong there. Gotta it's pay your dues. It's not your fault. It's your people's fault. And they're going to make you look like shit. You put on, you go up before you're ready. Yeah, do not. Not a good idea. That's right. Dear Sashir, do not let your people do that to you in this business. Because we're three comics that don't make as much money as you do. And we're already shitting on you. Well, that's awesome. Imagine the fucking shitstorm that comes down <laughs> when you pull into San Antonio. <laughs> Woo! So you're, you think you're as good as Bill Hicks? By the way, why the fuck do it I do this? It sounds like a Ric Flair move. I feel like I'm... Yep. Imagine the shitstorm that's going to come down you. We got to get this over when with. When you roll into the Staples Center. <laughs> I think I met Sashir Zamato. <laughs> You know who it is? She's on SNL right now. Get out of here. Oh, my God. She's on SNL right now. My. Mateo Lane. Oh, let's end this, man. Oh, Mateo Lane. He's on. He's on Crashing. I have to write jokes about him. He's on Crashing? Hey, dude. He was on the podcast. He's a great guy. I apologize, Samir. I'm so sorry. It's all fine. I love you guys. Uh, Anything to promote? (laughs) How about checking out No, nothing. Yeah, no, we let's, out. Let's check out Fried on uh, the All Things it's Comedy Network. F R I E D. Me and John Reed in our families. Sure. What just am I going to be on? Talking Southern segments. stuff. We don't have. No, no, we're going to have him. We on only have celebrity on. guests. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> We've only had Brad Paisley so far. No, no, so. no. We would love to have you. Are you kidding? We we to, I would love to do my. Uh, but don't you have a bunch of Florida stories or shit like that? I can tell you all Florida stories. Yeah. 
Yeah, I want to. I want. I want him to come on and talk about some good Southern Florida yeah, story. South. I know. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I remember David. Uh, Dave, not Dave. Bill, never mind. Yeah. I'm drunk. Let's Don't, just. Let's um, this yeah, let's so it. fried, and then also our Netflix special with Brad Paisley, Brad Paisley's comedy rodeo. You know, John Reap and I got to open for Brad at the Hollywood Bowl, so we both got to perform at the Hollywood Bowl, yeah. which is like we were only the third, and we're, we're I was the fourth, and he was the fifth comic ever to be on that stage, which is insane. At the Hollywood Bowl, seventeen thousand people. What are the other ones? She knows them. Steve Martin, Eddie Murphy, and Eddie Izzard. Didn't and then me, me, and then John Ray. <laughs> Sarah Chandler, and John Ray. <laughs> like, I mean, they're like, who the yeah. fuck? Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, that was fun. That's so fun. Other than well. the Monty Python guys who did sketch, but they didn't do stand up when they were there. What was it like performing at the. Let's just Honestly. Podcast, but I, I gotta ask you. Can we'll do another one? I gotta, I Honestly, go we thought right. that it was I'll, gonna I'll, be. I'll, I'll leave you guys. We thought talking. it was gonna be weird, but it was like. I remember telling a joke and I was like, I'm just going to play the people in the front because it's like I was early. I was at like seven o'clock and it was still light out. And I said this <laughs> yeah, joke. The right. joke is like my dad's a really tough guy. He fought during the Vietnam War, mostly in bars with his friends because he did not go. And I said, my dad's a really tough guy. He fought during the Vietnam War. 17,000 people applauded. Just right there. Clap and I was like, <gasps> right, yep. oh, her daddy is Holy a shit! Match. They're all listening, and, now, and then I and I'm about to go. And I said mostly Fuck. in bars with his friends, and they just roared laughing. I mean, like, oh. thank God! I was like, it was the scariest moment of my life. Paisley's people get it. No, I they think. get it, and Brad is so funny. Like so. A- <laughs> He's it's, really, it's, really it's funny. If you've ever seen him it's on the good, CMA, and he's not—he's not just up there doing stand-up. He has a guitar. He sings funny songs. He's he introduces good, yeah. all of us, and he—his whole goal with this was just to introduce his favorite comics to the world. It was a—it was a real—it was a really nice thing that oh, he did, so basically. Fucking awesome. So he's—he's he's a great man. Tour dates. I'm going to St. Louis next, and then funny I'll be find Sean Funny Bone, and I'll find Sean, and then I'll be. In Rhode Island at the beginning of September at the Where? Comedy Connection. Okay. And then, um, I don't remember. I got like when San Francisco, San, Sacramento Punchlines okay. coming up. Yeah. It's all on my website, saratiana.com. I will be John in uh, uh, Asheville, North Carolina. B- 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 the Comedy Festival? The Orange Peel. Um, okay. I don't know. It'll be 24th, 25th. And then I'm doing Myrtle Beach, uh, is it Labor Day or Memorial Day? Which one's first? Labor Day. Labor Day the weekend. I'll be in Myrtle Beach at the Carolina Comedy Club. Burr, burr. And then I'm going to be trying to survive my dad. I do air horns. Burr, burr. Burr, burr. I feel like you have your own air horn called Burr Burr. Yeah. I have. Burr, burr, burr. You don't have an air horn? John. I got two great ideas for you to Two of my jokes that I'm... Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> By the way, I would overuse the fuck out of that on my podcast. I love that app. <laughs> it's just going to say burp. I want, what I want is a sound bite of a black guy from Queens going, Bluka, Bluka, Bluka. Bluka, Bluka, Bluka. Bluka, 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 Bluka. Bumba Are you farting on the microphone? That's so gross. I'm going to stay up and smoke a cigar by myself and have dreams. 
Oh, mm. oh, I love this part. This is when I get weird. Man, I wish I was I like. Have to get I'm gonna just stay up all night. I think because I gotta. I'm so now. I'm afraid I'm gonna miss my. What's I haven't up? even packed for St. Louis. By the way, it's only midnight. Yeah. And your flights, your pickups at four. Mm-hmm. No, what you do is you go home, you shower your whole body, you clean every part of your mm-hmm. body. <laughs> He's done this. Take Holy pictures. shit! Like, <laughs> like Silkwood. <laughs> and your wardrobe will be laid out. You'll be totally like, naked, laying like this. Yeah, I get if a want, SOS a se- pad. We do a separate podcast where I get in the car service at at three thirty. We'll pick you up, and we podcast all the way to the airport, and then I go home by myself, and we drink the whole way. I like that. The, by, the way, that's, by the way, that's Chris uh, Fairbanks podcast. Oh, by go, the yeah. way, we should do that just like on the train, on the subway train, like trying to get from place to what, place. Because it took. No, no, no. You don't take the train in LA. I take it to the Rams games all the time, which you're wearing a Rams hat right uh, now. No, I don't, because I've been on the exit of the subway train when it's fucking swamped with a thousand people, and I'm like, oh, well, oh. that's because they're all trying to buy a ticket. You got to load your card before, and then you don't have to worry about them. Really? Yeah, they're they all waiting in line to buy tickets guys. for the or, train. If you'd like, I'll take you to the Rams. I'm game. gonna put this microphone down. I have season <laughs> ticket. Well, my boy. Right, anyway, we have season tickets. Love you all. Well, you perfect. Let's go. Let's all commute. All right, we're having this happen uh, this year. Well, we're John's going. Leaving. I'm John's going leaving. the first weekend. John's leaving. John's oh leaving. my we're god. Leaving. We're leaving. Stay, 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 stay. No, no, no. We're leaving. We're leaving. She got a. She got a, I have to go. a car. Okay. All right. Hang on. I love you guys. I love you. We guys. love you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on our podcast. <laughs> This episode was brought to you by The Machine.